You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek. Movies, TV, or news, we talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with... Hey, yo, it's Biggity B, Mac, Michael. I, I thought you were MC Mikey last time. No, I'm somebody different every week. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> this council keeps growing, or you're like the worst prince ever. We're like, you're I mean, formally known every week. That makes no sense to me. There's a new new council of well, so it's, you gotta keep it growing. Oh, don't tie this into the Flash. <laughs> in, in, infinite multiverses. Do you, do you really want to, to anchor us to the Flash this season? I mean, really? we're gonna talk about it, so might as well. <laughs> uh, unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah, guys, we're gonna talk about some... Uh, CW shows of the week, some finales, some penultimate episodes before the finales. Mm-hmm. It's all coming to the end this season. Thank God. God. <laughs> <laughs> but we're also talking some uh, Deadpool 2 spoilers since last week we talked about our non-spoiler review. I had a chance to see it a second time. This time I was actually at the actual premiere, which yeah. I didn't know at the time. Yeah. Sorry, Michael, that I didn't have you come with me. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds was there. Uh, yeah. yeah. Fuck, and Andre, fuck, Black fuck, Nerd, was there. Fuck you. Yeah, they said, hey. <laughs> They don't know who I am. I want a first name basis with these people, man. Yeah, you are. They don't know who I am. <laughs> Which I'm is lying. why I should have went. I'm lying. Ryan Reynolds did not talk to me. He was like from a distance, but I saw him. That, that's closer than I was. I see him through TV. Well, my story, you saw it through the story, so you live vicariously no, through me. No. Okay. <laughs> Next time, boo, I got you. Don't oh, okay. But uh, we also have, oh, oh, Fahrenheit 451. Did you watch it? I saw most of it. I didn't get to finish it. What is it? What? You had one job. You said you were going to watch it and either yeah, convince I me or... I didn't get to finish it. I had to come here. Oh, my God. <laughs> so do you want to talk about it this week? I mean, I, I, I could talk about what I saw. It was only like maybe like 20 minutes left of what okay. I... So your overall impressions. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll go over that. It'll be like your little... Your platform to either convince me to watch it or not watch it. I'm kind of on the fence. It's been being hammered by reviews if you've seen it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see any reviews. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes is like... Is it 30% or below? It was like around there. That's my chance. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's low. I, I think I don't think it deserves that. It's okay, not, it's not. It's not. I'll tell you later. All right, save it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we got CW, and then we're gonna get into the best superhero show of the week, of course, My Hero Academia. Uh huh. Best every week. It's like the yeah. Flash. Best superheroes, <laughs> basically. <laughs> like, I keep telling people, I'm like, yo, if you don't like the CW shows, I don't care if you don't like anime or not. First of all, I hate that argument. Anime is just cartoons, just animation. Yeah, it's just cartoons in another language. Yeah, just read subtitles, man. It's not that big some of a people deal. Don't, some people just don't like reading subtitles. That's really what... You gotta get over that. Because <laughs> you're denying yourself of the easily... Would you say and it's I mean, the best I, mean, I get it. I used to be the person that was like... And not because oh, I Oh, yeah, that's right. You were a normie. <laughs> yeah, like... Until the podcast turned you out. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just preferred the, the English dub. But then I go back... Even go back uh, listening to like Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that. I listen to the Japanese dub. I'm like, this is, yeah, this is actually so much better. The dub? Yeah, the dub. The dub, as opposed to so it, it depends. It's an anime by anime basis. Like some, I think the dub is better in some animes. Versus, I think Dragon Ball is better in the dub. That's a good example of a good dub versus the uh, Japanese version. But like My Academia, definitely better in subtitles. Oh yeah, I didn't. I don't like. I listen to the dub 
I was like, yeah, no. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not feeling it. It loses so much. And the Deku voice actor is so good in the Japanese dub. Yeah, Wait, I mean, even All Might. Yeah, both of them. But I mean, just... Pic- you- Piccolo is the, uh, the, the... The American version of Piccolo is the uh, voice of All Might in the in this, uh, dub version. Yeah. He's got moments where he sounds good, but overall, it's not the same. The actors are just phenomenal in the Japanese version. But I'm going to say it now. I'm going to say it again later when we get to My Hero Academia. If you love superhero shows, you are denying yourself easily the best. Would you agree yes, with that Better Justice League than Justice League. Oh my God, Justice League. Who? Justice League? What is that? I don't even remember <laughs> what that is anymore, Michael. <laughs> We're living in a post-Infinity War world. Justice League Unlimited. We'll, we'll give it that. Uh, there we go. Okay, yeah. Unlimited. There you go. I love Unlimited. Uh, but yeah, so before we get into all that, though, as per usual, we have iTunes reviews. I'm going to pull them up right now. Oh my God, and my app reset. Uh-oh. Memento 444. Technical difficulties. <laughs> Quick, Michael, take it away. <laughs> yo, yo, we got technical difficulties, but we don't have fleas, so good news on us, because we... <laughs> what? <laughs> yo, you are the worst ad-libber. <laughs> we don't have fleas? <laughs> we don't. I took a shower. <laughs> I don't have fleas. Oh, my God. You make us sound like we're homeless. <laughs> We're, we're podcasting underneath the underpass, guys. This is, this is how we're going to reveal that this episode. I mean, surprise! Every episode's been under underpass. I mean, it's news to the audience. They, oh they might God. think that they might have thought we had fleas. Jesus Christ! All right, well, thank you. You do have you do have cats. All right, I'm taking that back. I'm taking I'm taking back the reins. Taking back the power. Yeah, and we're gonna get some IG reviews. Starting with Gil underscore Lomis. It's a five star review, and the subject is "Stay nerdy, my blurdy." I hope this reaches you guys. I've left a review before like two months back. Oh, probably iTunes strikes again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoy your show. It's very entertaining and informative and find myself agreeing with you guys nine out of ten times. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. Actually, somebody was hitting me up on uh, Instagram this weekend saying like, I can't believe that people actually agree with you ever. You're always wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why do you? And they listen every week. I'm like, why do you listen? <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, it's nice to hear the perspectives of other geeks of color. I'm Mexican and Puerto Rican myself. Hola. I'm also half Puerto Rican. Hola. If I could make one request, would you guys be willing to add a collectible section? I hear you guys bring up action figures, and I'm a huge figure collector. I go by Black Hole underscore comics on IG, where I show off all my figures. Plug, plug. ACBA action figure comic book art. Custom figures. I'm making much more. If you guys would take a look, or if you guys would like to take a look. If not, no biggie. Take care, guys, and keep up the great work. A collectible section, like, like how would that? About, like, I was gonna say, how would that pops? work? <laughs> especially, I don't collect action figures. Especially, you do. Well, I mean, but I'm just like, especially considering this is this is an audio podcast. Like, it's not like you could show it off and be like, and this has <laughs> yeah. great articulation here in the drive it. Yeah. <laughs> And if you look at Tony Stark's face, it looks so realistic. You yeah. can't see it, but take my word for it. That's why I was like, how would that work on an audio podcast? Mm, yeah. I don't think it would. Yeah, I don't think we're going to do that. Maybe when we transition to YouTube eventually. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. Jordan. <laughs> we're going to do it. We're going to do it, Michael. And now I'm clean shaven now, so I'm, I'm presentable to the world. So yeah, Jordan, Jordan looks like a butt face baby. Butt face baby? <laughs> a baby. You ba- mean baby face? A baby butt face. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like, did you mess up the phrase or are you just no, making fun of me? Baby butt face. Because right, he shaved all his facial hair. I was trying, like, I was shaving my beard trying to look clean shaven, but everybody hates it. I'm like, like why'd look, you shave it? He looks 15. Like, he's he's, he's going to be on Glee next season. <laughs> I wish. All right. Next review comes from, aka The Spider Man. It's a five star review, and the subject is I Didn't Fade. It's our boy Jacob. Oh, yeah. Hey, everyone. I didn't fade away, as you can see. Yay. Oh. 
uh, funny side note, um, someone hit me up again over Instagram this weekend saying that <laughs> the reason me and you faded away is because even Thanos didn't agree with anything we say on the podcast. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> Those blurs gotta go. <laughs> uh, amazing podcast as always. Your responses to my review last week made me beam with joy the entire day. Thanks a bunch, guys. Uh, I started watching My Hero Academia and I love it. Yeah, I, we turned him out. Yeah. He's officially a My Hero Academia lover. We're, we're, never turning, out, we're turning out a lot of My Hero people. Even uh, Chris on Candy Comic Quest. He didn't like uh, tell me I don't like anime, but I love My Hero Academia. Duh. See, there you go. <laughs> we're right about one thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the story is great and humorous, and I really like the animation style. Suddenly, when I told my siblings and my mother I watch anime, they gave me a weird look and kind of shunned me after dinner. <laughs> Could you imagine that? How was your day, honey? I watched My Hero Academia. You're just like, go to your room. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, leave the plate. Leave the plate. <laughs> um, nonetheless, I like it. I'm most likely going to see Deadpool 2 this week. And yes, Michael, I am still underage. But I am, that sounds so dirty. <laughs> but I'm determined to see this film. That's all for this week. Adios, kids. Be back next week. Yeah, because I was like, how is he going to get into Deadpool? He's, he's got to like, go with the parent. Yeah, he's got he's to go, he's gotta go with the parent. I'm not promoting sneaking into Deadpool too. I'm just saying, I think we both have probably done that when we were younger. Yeah, yeah. I, I still do that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> not, not lately, because I have a movie pass. But <laughs> So movie pass is the only thing to keep you from crime? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, Jake, It's my deterrent. <laughs> I hope you like Deadpool 2 and uh, don't listen to the spoiler part of this podcast until you do. Uh-huh. Uh, next review comes from Cloudy Visual. It's a five-star review. Subject is, sup, fellas. I've come here with the darkness of the retro arcade machines. Oh, Ready S- Player One? Yeah. <laughs> Still within the first 10 minutes of the newest podcast, but I just wanted to point out that you guys are awesome. Michael Man, oh, Michael Mann, you're the favorite homie. Hey. Jordan. Mr. Super Prediction Lad Kid Boy. <laughs> Don't you mock my title. I, I worked hard for that title. Did you, did you though? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, forget which one. <laughs> you're cool too. I feel like you're growing with the show, which is awesome to see. Oh, thanks, man. I'm a, I'm a big boy now. Uh, I have a suggestion. One day in the future, I hope you guys start having topics for the podcast for the fans toward the end of the podcast. For example, asking the fans what's their favorite 90s retro TV show or who do you think would win between Boss Baby and the Rugrats? I mean, you used to do that. Like when I first came on, you would have like podcast topics or questions or whatever of the week. It was literally the, the questions I ask on my Instagram every week. And you'd be like, you'd ask me like, guess which one people picked mm-hmm. and I would guess and you'd be like, well, you were wrong. Should I bring it back? Maybe I should bring it back? I mean, if he suggested it, maybe. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll do some polls this week on my Instagram account and that's all we'll do. But back in the day, that was before they even had polls on Instagram. So yeah, I that, was before, that was way before. I stopped, real talk, because I had to tally all the responses. I had to go through thousands of comments. You go like, one check for Deadpool, one check for Logan, one check for Deadpool. I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> Too much work. But now the polls make it easy, so maybe I'll do that. Um, he goes on to say, oh yeah, but Boss Baby versus Rugrats. What? I would never ask that yeah, question. I would never ask that. Because the answer is obvious, Michael, right? Rugrats. Thank you. <laughs> Tommy Pickles. What? Of course. That screwdriver. Oh, when they... Uh, it's OP. <laughs> when they became superhero. I can't remember the... They're, they're superhero powers, but when they became superheroes in that one episode, that's, that's all they need. Take out Boss Baby. <laughs> I mean, I think it was their imagination, but whatever. Oh, no, that all counts. <laughs> did, you, did you not watch Muppet Babies? I <laughs> uh, feel like the dialogue between us and you guys would definitely increase on this iTunes platform. 
Just a suggestion. Peace, guys. Thanks, Cloudy Visuals. And yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll try that out. We'll do it for a week and see if Peace. people actually like it. Peace, my weese. Peace in the Middle East, my player. Uh, next review comes from Derek Johnston, 58. It's a five-star review. The subject is Love It. Still love the podcast, and I went back and listened to early episodes, and I think the audio gave me Deadpool-level ear cancer. Ow! Oh. <laughs> Ow! Jeez. <laughs> That, that cut deep, bro. I mean... Well, maybe you got a healing factor, so good. You know yeah, good. It's so funny. Before the podcast started, I was literally talking to you about noise pollution on the podcast. I'm like, I'm trying to... I'm trying to... I'm getting so OCD. I'm trying to eliminate all background noise in the podcast. But like, man... No, I don't. I don't know if it was my phone or like there were certain moments where I'm like, what is that noise? It's like cricket. I'd be like... I think that was the, um, the, the mics fucking up last week. I think. Because I'm like, we're I'm not, some adjustments and hopefully I'm like, we're not happening. touching nothing. And there's no, 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 the popping, right? Yeah. Yeah. But before that, it was like that weird, like, like a shuffling kind of noise. Yeah. Where we were holding the mics, but now we got stands. I don't know. We're upgrading people. This is a house. Yeah. It's a home. We're building it, all right? <laughs> we're getting there. Um, you go on to say, after insulting us, <laughs> did you think Vanessa's plot was a version of Lady Death in the comics? Interesting, uh, interesting theory. How many listeners do you usually get? Wow, I'm getting real personal here, bro. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what a turn. How many listeners do you get? How much money do you? What's in your bank account? What's your social security number? <laughs> uh, we get thousands of listeners, enough to get invited to like premieres and stuff. So enough, I guess. Uh, thanks for the content and working on something small for your 100th episode. And Lady Death, probably not, because I'm assuming Marvel owns her. Well, I think he means like, do you think it's like an allusion to it? Like they're doing a nod to Lady Death, since Deadpool loves death and and death spoilers. Loves death. Yeah, death loves what happened Deadpool. to Deadpool too. Uh, I don't think so. I just think yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, either. I don't think so. It's pretty much a strike. Did you hurt yourself stretching that hard, Derek? <laughs> just kidding, bro. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited to see what he has for our hundredth episode, and just like seeing that someone say our one hundredth episode, I. Makes you feel old. <laughs> what episode are we on now? 84, I think this one's going to oh. be. We're getting up there. We're getting up there, yeah. Can you believe it? I can't. It makes me think about the future of Blur Vision. Like, what's going to happen to us? I'm only saying this because I've listened to a lot of, a lot of my old podcasts I just listen to We're now. We're a million strong and growing. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of the podcasts I used to listen to, like, when I first got into podcasting, they've, like, a lot of them have fallen off. Like, they just, like, they've had, like, their last episodes. I'm just like, it made me think like, wow, what's going to be our last episode? Like, it's going to, I don't want to, I don't even think about that. Like, Episode 3000. Good idea. <laughs> Do a far off number that we'll never reach. Yeah. We're old. We're like Maestro Hulk. Like, we have like gray beards. We're just getting to 100. That's about a year, over a year. Yeah, a little so over So 3000, that would be like. Like 50 episodes a year. We, I don't think we'll live that long. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Uh, next review comes from Flaza Dude. It's a five-star review. It's the last review. Uh, oh no, the subject is no disrespect. Uh-oh. Um, but to be dis- disrespected. Yeah. Oh, no, it's no with, disrespect, but you but guys it, suck. But it starts with sorry, Jordan. <laughs> oh no, what is he gonna say to me? Uh, but I'm gonna side with Michael because you're trash. <laughs> hey, hey. Why is everyone cutting me so deep in this podcast? Uh, Ace of Shield was dope this season. The season finale was great. And I dare say, maybe even a perfect vision. Dare say, he says. And you should watch it soon. I will. It, it finished this yeah, week, right? I don't know about that. You lost me about that. <laughs> what, the perfect vision? I don't know about the perfect vision. Really? I mean, some people... Don't love- say that to me. I was literally like, I was on board with it. You're going to be like, no, nah, I don't In terms know of the season finale, well, I guess it depends on what you wanted. 
Really? Yeah, because I wanted. What? what well, I, don't, don't spoil. Yeah, I'm not I don't know. <laughs> well, well, no, it's not really a spoiler, but I wanted more of a tie into the movie, and they didn't really. But you know, that's not going to happen anymore. That's and that's what I wanted. Yeah, but I want that too. But that's how I, it's the the. the the, what is it called the division between the TV and the movie people yeah but that didn't happen so I was just like I was waiting for it to happen I hey was, I want Iron Fist to fade away too but that's not gonna happen yeah, so. I mean well I guess I could since you already mentioned it but yeah I was waiting for somebody to fade away and it no. didn't happen I, I assumed it wasn't going to it would have been cool if it was like post credit scene the whole season though I was just like <laughs> and, yeah. and I'm like, and I'm like revving up I'm like it's about to happen it's like what's and then it was, the credits started rolling I'm like Am I in an alternate universe? Like, what's going on? <laughs> I'm like, is there going to be a post credits Why is nobody fading away? And stay tuned. And then it just ended. Then the news came on. And I was oh, just like, whack. oh, god damn it. <laughs> right, well, I'm going to binge that. And but I'm I mean, binge- I still, but it was still a good, good uh, final episode. Well, it wasn't the final episode because it's coming back. But yeah. yeah. Finale. But I'm going to check it out. That and Krypton. I've, I've seen some screenshots of Brainiac on Instagram. And I'm like, that looks good. Remember my big fear in the like first two episodes I watched? I was like, I feel like he's just going to be in the background the entire season. He's going to he looks like a really CG fake looking character. But the screenshot I saw, I was like, that looks real. Oh, yeah. That was better like, than Steppenwolf. That's like the best version of Brainiac I've seen live action. That is ridiculous. It looked better than Doomsday, better than Steppenwolf, better than a bunch of the DCU villains. Why? Yeah. And I don't even know if he was all CG. Was it like I'm pretty sure. Sh- I'm pretty sure it was a little bit of both. Oh, well, that's the best way to do it. But that's for- come on, man. Come on, DCE. What you doing? Uh, he goes on to say, in case you don't know, uh, for when you watch it, it happens around the time of the Battle of Wakanda, so the snap won't happen. Oh, he spoiled it for us. He didn't even- no. I didn't have to wait for you. Uh, I heard maybe for season six, the effects will be shown or explained. Okay, so maybe they are going to go into it. But My Hero Academia this week was great. Keep doing your thing on your way to 200 reviews. Make sure to make... Uh, Never mind. He says, make sure to make Stay Nerdy My Blurdy shirts. So he's reminding us to... Mer- <laughs> That's a sad. When our fans would be like, yo, man, make these shirts so we can buy them. <laughs> get on that, Michael. You're a shirt guy. I don't know how to make a shirt. <laughs> I said, get on it, Michael. <laughs> You're the cosplayer. You know how to make stuff. <laughs> You're the merchandise guy. That's what you've been, I've been Aren't you a graphic designer, Jordan? <laughs> yeah, kind of, sort of. Yeah, I gave you the idea. Stay Nerdy My Blurdy. There, there you go. All right, now let's make the shirt. <laughs> Um, you want to save emails for after the main topics before the news, or do you want to just do it now? Uh, we got we got a few, so this it's a good chunk. We can save it. Save it. Yeah. All right, uh, we're gonna save emails to uh, <coughs> right before news of the week. If you guys want to check uh, the episode breakdown, check out the iTunes description. But for everyone else, you want to talk about Deadpool too? Yes. Let's call it a comeback. Oh no! Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> Been here before. All right, let's get into Deadpool two spoiler. Hit it! There's this kid. He's in trouble. Move or die. Pump the hate brakes, Thanos. I ain't letting Cable get to him. But I can't do this alone. We need backup. We're gonna form a super duper fucking group. It's time to get back on LinkedIn. Meet Bedlam. My name's Shatterstar. Domino, I'm lucky. Luck isn't a superpower. And certainly not very cinematic. Yes, it is. Let's meet in the middle and say no, it isn't. Fuck it. It's showtime. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I'm rocking my pants. What the fuck does it feel? Making the tears rain down like a monsoon. Listen to my bass go boom. Uh-huh. Mixed in. Damn it. Uh-huh. 
fucking hero. You're just a clown. Dressed up as a sex toy. So dark. You sure you're not from the DC Universe? <laughs> Bring it on one night, Willie. Hey, stay back. This is where, where the spoiler's is at. <laughs> I even know where that, that, that file is. <laughs> Shout out to Catchapon <laughs> for sending us all those cool little bumpers. Most yeah. of them have gone unused. It. How dare you? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm lazy. I'm sorry. <laughs> but we always do use her uh, rating system bumper, and which uh-huh. I will drop here for those who don't know the Blurred Vision rating system. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable. And then you have less than passable and more than passable. Just to give a little recap of our spoiler or non-spoiler review from last week. You can do all that. I'm not doing that again. Oh, I'm not going to recap the, oh, the movie. Like, I'm not doing that again. I'm not, no, I'm not, no. <laughs> I'm just saying that, you know, if you go back and listen to the last episode, if you want our non-spoiler thoughts, you haven't seen the movie yet. But if you had, I just wanted to give people the reminder that we both gave it, I think, a more than passable. Yes. But we did not give it a perfect vision. Correct. Have you seen the movie again since last week? I saw it yesterday. To wait, what's today? Sunday, uh, Friday, Sunday, Saturday. I don't know. I saw it this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> podcast, uh, Blur Vision is a podcast out of time and space. We're just like floating in the quantum realm. I mean, I have the time. Well, the time watch. Oh my god! But yeah, I've also I've seen it a second time as well. Um, just before we get into our thoughts about some of the more spoilery stuff, like, do you, did your opinion change at all after seeing it a second time? Uh. No, I felt I felt the exact same uh, second time. I was able to see catch a little bit more mm-hmm. uh, in terms of like cameos or like uh, stuff like that. And uh, but overall, I still had the same. I still had the same opinion. Same opinion. Yeah. I actually would say I liked it a little bit more than I did uh, last week. Ever seeing it a second time, I think I was able. I want to address this. My main issue in my non-spoiler review was I felt like the story felt more disjointed than the first movie. I felt like it went, um, and since we're spoilers, I'll talk about it now. But I felt like the beginning of the movie, where spoilers again, Vanessa's killed, and uh, Deadpool's kind of recruited into the X Men and that whole thing, that felt like almost the beginning of its own movie. And I felt like it was going to be the beginning of Deadpool within the X Men type of movie. There was even an amazing cameo of the X Men, which is, did you, did you see everybody that was in it this time? Quicksilver? No, nah, I didn't. Uh, I, I still didn't see every, but I saw more people. I saw Storm. I saw Quicksilver. I still didn't see Cyclops. Cyclops was in there. I didn't see Cyclops. Uh, Xavier was in the wheelchair. And of course, Beast was front and center. Yeah, I saw Mac- McAvoy. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see him the first time. I didn't see Storm either. It's basically all the mainstays except for uh, Mystique. <laughs> was Gene there? I don't know, actually. I didn't see Gene. I don't remember seeing Gene. So maybe not. Of course, you know, what's her face? Mystique never wants to come back again. No, of course not. <laughs> it's just like, I'd even, be damned. Even though she's in, uh, she's going to be in Dark Phoenix. Oh, she is? Yeah, she, she is. <sighs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't want her there. If that's she's, a, a, if she's doesn't want to be there, I don't want her there. That's, that, yeah, that's exactly how I feel. That's Jennifer how I Lawrence. feel about Ben Affleck, too. Yeah, I'm Jennifer like, if you don't want to be there, I don't want you there. Exactly. But I felt like that was its own movie. And then when it segues... But she says she she says if, if McAvoy and uh, Fassbender are willing to come back, then she's willing to come back, too. But I'm like, they're obviously coming back because they want to. You don't want to come back. You're just doing it because you feel like... Money. Yeah. 
Because they're paycheck. doing it, and you started with a pack, and you want to continue with the th- with the trio, but it's like, go do something else. I don't need to see you, girl. I can look up on the internet and see everything I need to see about you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you, you know can hire. Oh uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> the fappening, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Jeff Lawrence is a not, freak. Nah, not for me. <laughs> oh yeah, you don't care. <laughs> I forgot. So yeah, I didn't look that up. <laughs> Silly me. <laughs> but yeah, I was gonna say, but I'm pretty sure you could hire another actress that's willing to, you know, put on the makeup. Like I don't care. It's Mystique. You could say she shapeshifted. <laughs> exactly right. Um, but yeah, so in the the first act felt like an X Men movie with Deadpool to me. The second act felt kind of like at the beginning of an X Force movie, and then because in the middle there's no like Cable himself, I you know going in he wasn't gonna be the main villain, and because they very poorly characterized him. By the time he gets to the third act, and then the actual villain spoilers Juggernaut's revealed. That's when you're like, okay, so I guess he's the villain now, and that's when it became like a more focused movie, but. The second time I saw it, I felt like those three different sections kind of congealed better. And because I was able to look at it more from the top down and say, okay, this is all really a story about Deadpool coping with grief about Vanessa's death and him, you know, it's all about him putting his heart in the right place and actually being able to care about someone other than himself and Vanessa. And which is, you know, he putting his affection onto that kid. So then I, I kind of looked at it that way where it was like, it's more about him trying to find the little good piece of Deadpool within. like, And that's why I, I liked it more the second time. Yeah, my, <clears throat> my thing is, like, even going into the second time, like I said this last week, like, I enjoyed the story of Deadpool 1 more than the story of Deadpool 2. Because it was I, focused. Yeah, but I enjoyed the action beats and stuff in Deadpool 2. That's the weird part. More. Is, I, I agree with the statement that the action is better. Like, it's twice as much action, twice as much comedy. But yeah, I'm like, why don't I like this? Because like much I said, the, the, sto- the story, the story in the first one was better and more cohesive, yeah. and so that's pretty much like going seeing it a second time. I still felt, I still felt the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoyed the story more in Deadpool one, and also it has, to, and I think mostly it has to do with the fact that they pushed Cable so hard in this uh, Deadpool 2, but you don't really get that much of him. So you don't really still get a semblance of who this character is or why should I care about him in the next couple yeah. of movies. Yeah, that's like, I think the biggest failing of the movie. Yeah, that's not a failing on Josh Brolin's part. No. That's more a failing of the writing. They didn't give him anything to do. No, not at all. And his backstory, like, yeah, they simplified it. And yeah, the Deadpool made a joke about like, don't look at the backstory. Yeah, like, they took out the Madeline Pryor and all that other stuff. But I still don't know anything about his world. Like, why is the why is that world fucked up to to, to the point that he's saying I'm, I decided to stay like I decided to stay here in this present to fix to fix the pre- to fix the past mm-hmm. to fix my future. Like they didn't show any Sentinels. Like before Firefist, the future Firefist came into his home and killed his family. That like, it looked yeah, even like the world outside looked dystopian. But but the house inside looked like modern and nice. Like it didn't look like like a, a shitty mutant, you know, sentinel future. Yeah, yeah. The obvi- outside, obvi- yeah. Obviously, if he has a house and stuff like that, he can't be on the run or anything. It's like a loft. Yeah, <laughs> it looked like a like an uprise in New York. It was like like this is really nice. I'm confused as to the state of this world. If he didn't show it once sitting to walk by, then I kind of get it. But they didn't even confirm at any point if he was a mutant or not. No, they didn't. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know enough about Cable to care. And he's so one note in the whole movie. I guess he's a straight man. But like, I don't know. Some of his like lines are just like, Ugh, like really? You stupid cunt. Like shit like that. I'm like, does Cable even talk like that? Like, I don't ever remember reading Cable. Of course Cable. not. That's like the rated R that's them pushing the rated R thing of the, the of the movie. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much. And then on the like 
to go to go along with that, I just felt like I don't know, like the the time aspects of him like going back and forth through time. They explained it away with, oh yeah, you know, it doesn't have to make sense. It's lazy writing. But then like by the end of the movie, they use that device to seemingly rewrite the entire ending. And that's why I think both of our biggest problems that we didn't really get to talk about in the non spoiler Correct. So you just want to mention that real quick, just to go into it, like what your issues with were with oh, yeah. the uh, credits. Uh, well, first of all, I was just like, since they already introduced Beast, I was like, why can't they have Beast fix the the time travel? Because this is what I thought the second time. Oh, that's true. I was like, Negas- I'm like Negasonic and Yukio. They have they're that smart that they could fix a time traveling device. Like really? But of course, you know it's budget. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't have a comeback. But I was just like, it's still stupid. But yeah, my uh, <clears throat> my issue with the movie. And I think this is also why I didn't give it a perfect vision. I feel like they put all these this weight in 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 uh, the spiritual realm or wherever they were between Deadpool and Vanessa, mm-hmm. and them getting together or you know saying it's not your time yet, and then that final moment with them together, and I'm st- like I'm still gonna be here waiting for you. Beautiful moment. Yeah, and she's like, "Don't screw Elvis." And then he don't says, "Don't screw Colossus." <laughs> and then they disappear. And then they erase all of that. And then like the pretty much the next moment with the end credit scene when he goes back in time. And I mean, yeah, you could make the argument where it's like, "Well, they're going to do that in Infinity War. It's the same thing. You're going to erase it." But it's like, I feel like, but not with, in the same yeah, movie. With Infinity, <laughs> yeah, with Infinity War. Hey, yeah, not in the same movie. But you knew pretty much what you were going to get. Like you knew pretty much that was going to happen with Infinity War when you're dealing with the Time Stones. You didn't necessarily know that in Deadpool. And I feel like... Well, especially when they make a big case about him only having one charge. Yeah. But then he can just fix it. It's like, what? <laughs> you could fix the scale, but they can? What? And then on top of that, it's it's a death that I feel like doesn't need to be reversed. Like, obviously, you need to bring Black Panther back to have a Black Panther too. Yeah. But it's like, you don't necessarily... Like, I feel like Vanessa's death will have more emotional weight for the like, the next movies going forward. It'd be a reason for him to be classic Deadpool and not have a tether. I love Vanessa, and I actually wish she was in Deadpool too. But so when but when she died, I was like, oh, this is the drive. And that intro, the credits, the, the intro credits for this, mm-hmm. I, I laugh way harder at the intro credits to Deadpool two than I did in the first one, just because it's like literally, what the fuck? Yeah, they killed her <laughs> like in the credits. Oh, it's hilarious. So like, I, I, I feel like it was a poor creative decision to do it within the same movie. I mean, but th- to be fair, I've also seen people online saying that it might be a thing where it's like DBZ rules, where that create an altered timeline, where like he might have saved Vanessa in that timeline, but it doesn't apply well, to Well, I read world. something that said that post credit scene is canon. Fuck. Yeah. So it's canon for his universe. Yeah, that's uh, on, because uh, I was looking at Chris's stories on canon, and he said, and uh, he put the news on there, and it said, I think either one of the writers or whatever said it was canon, so. Uh... See, I feel like that would have been a, a good workaround to be like, oh, I saved a Vanessa, but not my Vanessa. Because I mean, that would be a nice catharsis for him. I mean, that would have been nice, but no. No, it's, it's, it's just it's, stone cold in writing. It's, it's canon. Okay, then never mind. I, my argument's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, just, I felt like it... Yes, and you're, you're like for the moment, Like right. for the moment, I enjoyed it. But for what it represented in the movie... I was like, it literally nah. took away the entire point of the movie. Yeah, it took away the enti- all all those scenes that he had with Vanessa and like trying to be with her and I, I'm ch- and him killing himself to be with her. Like, why can't I die? Mm. That's the reason he wants to, he he let let the collar stay on him. Like, it made all of that irrelevant. And wouldn't it have changed if she lived? Wouldn't it have 
had ripple effects throughout the entire movie. And that's another. That's another. So that, like none that, of that would even happen. I was gonna say, and that's another thing I was. So I, I thought about on the second time because when uh, when uh, Deadpool saved Russell, uh, his bear, Cable's bear, shifted, which meant none of that ever happened. Yeah. So I'm like, if that's the same, if that's the rules that you're dealing with, if Vanessa is saved, he would have never went to the X Men, which means he would have never went to the prison. Yeah. Which means. Russell should be dead because he would have never been there to save Russell when Cable went back to the past. I'm just like, ah, time travel. Yeah, it created a lot of issues with the plot. <laughs> so I, so it was a great joke and a great way to like, oh, all right, Vanessa's back. But then was, when you think about it, it's like, I feel like that kind of weakened the movie in a lot of ways, which is crazy because it was a great, it was like probably my favorite post credit scene of any movie yeah, ever. Yeah, that's why I said last week I both loved it and I hated it. Yo, when he put all those fucking bullets into the other Deadpool from Wolverine Origins, <laughs> like that was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Wolvie. Pow, 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 pow. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh my god! And then when he shoots himself in the head, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> when he puts the, the script down, he's like, "Welcome to the big leagues, kid." And he shoots him. He's like, "You're, You're welcome, welcome, Canada." Canada. <laughs> and that's why part of me, I was thinking to myself, I was like, "Are they just doing this just for the joke?" Because I mean, and realistically speaking, he can't go back to X Men Origins and kill himself because that's no longer canon, or kill or kill Ryan Reynolds because he's, play, he's really played he's played by him. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, but a bullet wouldn't even yeah, kill him. Yeah, it wouldn't because yeah, because he heals. Yeah, but that's why I, was, I didn't know if it was like if they were just doing it just for the sake of the joke. But they're saying the Vanessa thing was canon, so I guess. Mm. I mean, how do you feel about the fact that? the swerve was and i mean i feel like we because we're so into news and geek culture and stuff we knew it was gonna be juggernaut but like how'd you feel with juggernaut would show it up like did you like how cg he was did you like that big cgi battle between him and colossus i mean i didn't have a, i didn't have a problem with it and I, I i liked juggernaut more in this movie than i did in x3 <laughs> oh my god yes <laughs> i'm the juggernaut bitch yeah <laughs> like, way, no. way more and i mean there was there was some moments where the cg was a little PS2 level. Yeah, when he would talk, sometimes his lips look really fake. Yeah, but overall... Especially when in a post-Thanos world, I'm like, come on, guys. Or No, I would say a post-Caesar world. Oh. Oh, yeah, I guess so. I'm talking about big monster guys. Yeah, but even Hulk. Like, Hulk, I never had a a moment where Hulk looked bad in terms of, like, the MCU. Yeah. But, yeah, but... uh, but I think like the the CGI didn't look bad for like the the I was about to say Hulk, but the the I was about to say Galactus. What the wow. fuck? <laughs> I'm like all over the place. The Juggernaut versus Colossus fight. Yeah, I think the CGI looked pretty good, so that I didn't didn't have a problem with that. Plus, when uh, Deadpool was like big CGI fight, it kind of I was like, all right, I know what the, what to expect for this. So. Yeah, I mean. Did- that's like one of the big versus matches in the comics. Although I do kind of wish there were moments where Colossus wasn't always CGI. Like they actually showed the actor. Like he's in his bed reading a book and he's still he's still in his organic steel form. I'm like, why? I like that though. It just makes it, it's funny. Especially when Deadpool had like the boombox outside his room. He's like reading and stuff. That was cute. But, um, or eating cereal in the first movie. In his metal in form. In his metal form. Yeah, I, I think it's cute. But I mean, that's one of the big matchups in the comics. So this is like a big deal. Colossus versus Juggernaut. And I feel like I kind of said this in my non-spoiler review too, but it was it was a cool fight, but not as cool as I would have hoped for for it to be Colossus versus. Well, that's because truth. And I said this to you in the theater, like when we were watching it. Yeah, I, nerd. I was like, "There's no way." I'm like, "How is this going to be a fight? There's no way Colossus could beat the Juggernaut. He's going to yeah. get his ass beat, and he got his ass beat <laughs> to the best theme song ever." <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> you can't Juggernaut. You can't stop him, Juggernaut. <laughs> shit <laughs> holy shit boss <laughs> like that shit was hilarious yeah um but I mean, the Juggernaut himself was impressive 
That fight could have been a little bit cooler, but like, no complaints, especially when we compare it to, like you said, X-Men 3. Like, this was Juggernaut done right. Yeah, because it takes comparison. that entire X-Men to take out yeah. Juggernaut alone. Mm-hmm. That's, what's fuck Colossus going to do? I understand. At one point, Cable has a gun that can blow him back really easily. But then he takes too long to pull a trigger a second time. I'm like, what are you doing? He he waits for him to get up to him because I think he was trying, gun from I him. think he was trying to adjust it to a stronger. Because I think the first time he had it on like seven when he blasted him back, I think he was trying to put crank it up higher. Seven worked. <laughs> seven no, was he, good. But it, he got he got right up. So. Keep shooting. <laughs> like I'm like, why are you stopping? But Holly Beam was funny because it wasn't like bullets. It was like an energy blast. So that didn't really that's not hurting. That just pushed him back. We'll just keep him at bay for a while. I don't know. But I'm just saying, I like how they beat him with the uh, the light the electric cable in his butt. Yeah. Like push him in the pool. Uh huh. I didn't know it's the first time that you mentioned that he was getting out of the pool at the end. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Um, but speaking of Juggernaut and that whole like, because I, I don't even know if he can. I don't know if he can actually die. Juggernaut? Yeah. Really? I don't. I mean, it's gonna be like really hard. Like you have to have like molecule man level power. Ah, oh, I guess I never thought about that. Um, I guess yeah, he's like a super healing factor too, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when he you gotta the be like half. Phoenix Franklin Gray type level to probably kill him. No. When he ripped uh, Deadpool in half, that was hilarious. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, but okay, that was actually a big problem for me. At the end, where he has the collar and takes the bullet for or Fire Fist, very, very cute scene. I like it. It was emotional and hilarious. We died like for five minutes. <laughs> the Oscar's watching. <laughs> the Academy. Yeah, the Academy's watching. Um, I get he wanted to die. But like, why they? Why were they okay with it? Colossus went to go rip off the um the collar. He could have very easily. Yeah, he could have. But I mean, that's not his. That's not Colossus's choice to make. I don't. I was just like, don't let this dude die for no reason. Come on, save his life. I mean, if he wants to die, then that's his choice. That's his choice. But then Cable stopped him from dying. So is it really his choice? Well, that's because Cable's a- <laughs> Cable's an asshole, but. I also didn't know how he knew he rewound time. Because he wanted to die because he wanted to be with Vanessa. Yeah, but so Cable took that choice away from him. I know, but that's because, again, Cable's an asshole. An asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't understand how he knew Cable rewound time, too. He was like, you rewound time for me. It was like, how did you know you died the first time? What? Huh? What? Huh? Because <laughs> uh, the, the, the thing, the uh, coin, that oh, wasn't... You, a, you thought he put it together right away? Yeah, because that wasn't in his pocket, because uh, he knew Cable had it. And and so, he, but he put it in his pocket in the beginning. Yeah, I know. So yeah. he didn't put that together until after he got shot, and he's like, wait, this wasn't here before. So mm. he must have around time. Okay. That's that's good. You're smart. You're smarter than I am. I know. Dumb the <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was going to say. Oh, but speaking about Domino and Juggernaut and all of them, the part in the middle with the X-Force, quote unquote X-Force. That was probably yeah, a lot the of best. People, a lot of people like that. I don't know if I was a fan. You were mad about that? I was a shadow I mean, star. No, I wasn't, I was, it wasn't that I was mad. I just kind of felt like, because the, they the marketing like they pushed so much about the X Force, X Force. That's X, why it was so funny. And then they kill. And then I'm, yeah, and I'm also mad about Shadow Star. That's really what it is. That's really what Shatterstar. it is. You kill everybody else. I'm mad they kill Shadow Star. I mean, in Deadpool's own words, Shadow Star's kind of an asshole. <laughs> Because he was like, I'm just better at you at everything. I mean, it's true. <laughs> but they even they did the Mojo World. He was literally from Mojo World. He had green blood, so he was like an alien. But they still killed a gay superhero. <laughs> granted, they got they, even ne- say granted, gay, they got they? Negasonic. Well, I'm talking about what I know from the comics. Oh, from the comics, yeah. Um, Brad. Granted, Brad they got they got they had Negasonic, but who cares? She was barely in the movie. <laughs> that's true. Maybe she'll be. In the- I'm hoping that this. The, the, and that's the- another. That's another gripe I have. Like. 
with Deadpool one, like you set up these characters in Colossus and Negasonic that was that we ended up caring about, mm-hmm. but then in this movie they were barely, they weren't really in it that much. They were in it more than the first one. Eh, I mean, they, yeah, I mean, they, they were yeah, like, for sure. But even I feel, like Negasonic, they, I feel like they didn't do much. I don't think Negasonic was in as much, but Colossus was definitely more of a role than the first one. He showed up more times. I feel like he did more. I don't know. I feel like he did. Hey, or maybe he was. He, maybe he was in it like physically had more screen time than uh, Deadpool two. But I feel like he had more of a a bigger role and more impactful role in Deadpool one than he did in this one. Really? It's like kind of the same. It's just like they need him at the end and he shows up in the beginning and there's some little parts with him in the middle. And he gave him a speech. Yeah. Four, four or five moments. I love the fact that the speech came back in the beginning of this before he shot the guy in the face. <laughs> Which, also, he started calling everybody pedophiles. I was like, and plus he didn't get his when ass, was that established? Plus he didn't get his ass beat as much in uh, fighting the uh, uh, Ronda Rousey. Good. It's Ronda Rousey. She lost. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying, like in this one, he just got straight up just clobbered. <laughs> Is that what you wanted? Huh? Is that what you wanted, Joe, or not? No I, no, I was saying that he can't win against Juggernaut, but I'm saying, I don't know. I just wanted more Colossus. Uh, for me, it was like the, the T-Rex versus Indominus Rex moment in uh, Jurassic Park. So it was like, oh, how are we going to beat this guy? Oh, here comes Colossus! Like, Ronda Rousey, I was just like, really? You're going to waste your time fighting Ronda Rousey, Colossus? Blah. And like, he got his ass beat, basically, by Ronda Rousey. I was mad about that. Like if anything, it should have been like a a tree, like a more of a trio fight between Juggernaut, Colossus, Negasonic, and Yukio. And Yukio, as opposed, to, as opposed to them just showing up at the end and throwing them in the pool. It was like, give me more of a fight. Yeah, I as opposed to just it was more of a one sided battle. I think that's really what it was. The Colossus Juggernaut fight, Juggernaut fight went on for a while, but it was mostly just a one sided battle. It wasn't really a fight. Yeah, I agree with that. Just an awesome soundtrack behind it. Yeah. Um, oh, holy shit, boss. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, what's his name? Da, 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 da. Yeah, Brad Pitt was the Vanisher, Vanisher. in X Force. Uh-huh. But it's how they all died. That was hilarious. To and me, uh, did you catch Matt Damon? No, where's Matt Damon at? Uh, Matt, and I, and I caught this the second time. Uh, when Cable first went back to the past, and you saw those two trucker dudes talking. Yeah, that was he was one of the trucker dudes. Matt Damon was one of the trucker dudes. The he, one was, he was the one. He was the one talking. That was him. That was Matt Damon. Yo, he he like went invisible in that makeup. Then. Yeah, I mean they put a gut on him. They put a beard. On, yeah, I mean you couldn't really tell unless you were like listen, like you knew it was him, and then you were listening to the voice. I was wondering why that scene was important. I'm like, why is this guy have the dialogue wasn't even that funny. Yeah, it was Matt Damon. Yeah, I'm like, why I'm like, is the scene? I'm like, what's going on with Matt Damon and these cameos and these comic these book weird movies? cameos <laughs> playing Loki? It's like he wants to dip his toe in the comic book world, but he doesn't want to completely go in. He's like, yeah. I see what happened to Ben Affleck. <laughs> I'm not trying to go all in yet. Pretty much. Um, but yeah, I like the fact that the X-Force got built up in, this, in, this, in the trailers and stuff, and they get completely destroyed right away. And then even better, the fact that Peter is the only one that Deadpool save at the end. Uh-huh. I was like, oh my God, when Peter died, I was like, no! <laughs> no, Peter! Fucking uh, Pennywise. me? <laughs> Papa, can you hear me? Frost Do you want to build a snowman? That is so true. <laughs> but the fact that Pennywise threw up on him and like burned up half his body. Uh huh. <laughs> Just walk away, Peter. <laughs> Just walk Just away. Just walk away. <laughs> Give Domino my number. <laughs> I will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I like the movie a little bit more a second time, but I, I wouldn't. I mean, really... I'm definitely a fan of Domino. Zazzy. Zazzy Beats. Oh, yeah. And I think the point of killing off everyone else except her was to show how good, she, how useful she is. 
You know, it really built her up as like, okay, well, everybody else sucks, but she's the best, obviously. Yeah, and I mean, technically speaking, because of her power set, you can't kill her. <laughs> she's super OP. Yeah. Like, I don't... She has to always be a I'm side pretty sure, I'm pretty sure there's got to be some way to get around the luck powers, but... I don't know what that bad is. Bad writing. Yeah, bad writing. Like Flash. <laughs> like I know in the comics, her like you can get around. Only she can get. Kind of like what Thanos is like. Only he can make himself lose. Mm. It's like it's the same thing. Where like the luck powers doesn't work if she doesn't want it to work. So if like if there's a like falling rubble falling uh, coming from the sky and she chooses not to move, it, it'll kill her. Whoa! But if she makes the effort to try to avoid it, yeah. like nothing. It'll always work. So where is she whenever Thanos attacks and shit? Like, why don't you have Domino attacking her? Attacking I mean, Thanos. Get uh, that glove off. He, she could have saved everyone she in Infinity War. And then, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Solo. Uh, but yeah, so I, I liked it more the second time, but not enough to even raise its rating to like a high more than passing. No, like, I keep it at a more than passing. Still the same spot. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm just like, why? I can't believe I actually thought... For once, the advertising of bigger, better was true. Yeah, bigger Well, bigger is not always better. I think so. Poignant. Poignant. And on that note, let's move on to something else that's very poignant. Unless. Never mind. <laughs> what? I was going to go. <laughs> Do you want to know? Oh, I'm scared now. I don't know if I want to know now. <laughs> Unless it's a penis. Ah! Ah! I should have coming. Phrasing. <laughs> All right, let's move on to something else that's poignant. Uh, up to a certain point, though. Jesus <laughs> let's talk about Fahrenheit 451. <laughs> now have any of you guys ever seen one of these bad things for real we burned almost every physical book in the country so by the time you guys grow up there won't be one book left burn it what's wrong montag your vitals have been off recently did firemen used to put out fires that's a classic lie have you used your drops today i want to know why we burn we are not born equal we must be made equal by the fire and then we can be happy i got things inside my head that don't make sense dreams that i can't explain read before the men come back do you want to know what's inside these books? Insanity. So my, is- my Fahrenheit is raising. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. But uh, yeah, so this is the movie with uh, Michael B. Jordan burning books based on that famous novel. By Ray Bradbury. I'm sure many people had to read it uh, for school as a book report. Not me. I think I did, but I don't think I read it. So, <laughs> a terrible student. I am. I never said I was a good student, so I do a podcast. Um, but yeah, for Fahrenheit four five one, I did not watch it. I saw the horrible reviews, and I was like, man, eh. I was already on the fence to watch it anyway. Michael B. Jordan saying, "I'm a burn, let me burn." It's not enough for me to watch the movie. But you said you were interested and you wanted to watch it, so I figured you could tell me if it's good or bad, and from your rating, I'll I'll watch it. I mean, uh, like I said, I didn't finish the movie, so I don't know. So it might have all fallen apart. I was gonna say it minutes. might have all fallen apart at the end. Like, <laughs> oh, poor vision. <laughs> but based on what I saw, I, and I, I'm curious. <laughs> oh, fuck! It's prequel to Pen Force Day. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have to see what they said in the reviews, so I can't really compare like that based on what I saw. Okay. Like, look up the reviews and uh, as I, as I'm talking. But yeah, overall, like 
You're the boss of me. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm Mr. Prediction here. You're kid prediction, so listen to me before I take your title. Ah! <laughs> You're worse than Barry Allen. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, the movie overall, I thought was kind of interesting. Kind of Yeah, I mean... I don't know, like in terms of the views, maybe they were expecting like a lot of action. I could tell you right off the bat, there was. Oh, damn. It's a 30% tomato meter score. Oh. You want to guess the audience score? Is it higher or lower? Uh, Higher. So 80, I was 85. Not that high? (laughs) Ooh, way too high. One more shot. One more shot. So if it's way too high, so 53. No. Close. Only if you're dyslexic, it's actually 35. (laughs) Oh, 35. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. So yeah, pretty, the audience score and the, the critic score is really close. And the consensus is uh, Fahrenheit 451 fails to burn... Wow, those assholes. <laughs> <laughs> fails to burn as brightly as its classic source material, opting for slickly mundane smoke-blowing over hard-hitting topical edge. Damn. Man, when, when critics want to be assholes, they can really they, like... They do. <laughs> they form a word picture with being a jerk. Yeah, I don't know anything about the book, so I can't, I can't even... I, again, I can't compare that either. But I mean... Overall, I mean, I found the premise somewhat, like I said, I found it kind of interesting. I think maybe the disconnect probably comes from the fact that this movie is very slow. Oh, okay. How long is it? Uh, it's only an hour 45 minutes. Damn, it's slow? It's only an hour it's, 45 Yeah, it's, it's very slow. Wow. But I think in the slowness, the strength of the movie and what keeps me interested is basically just on the strength of the performances like michael b jordan uh michael shannon all the michaels <laughs> pretty much uh the the the, the girl that's his the the main lead girl which i don't know i was gonna say love interest uh, but as of Sophia right now they're not butella oh the mummy chick oh that's what that is that's yeah she played the mummy in the, the mummy <laughs> but yeah on the strength on the strength of the performances that's what kept me interested even though it's a very slow burn like i said i don't <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but <Puns. laughs> but uh, yeah, like the world in terms of like burning the books and all that other stuff. Like I found that interesting, and then they also made it uh, put it, brought it into the modern day where there's technology and they have books online. And how do they get? How do you get rid of books online? And oh, so that's interesting. Yeah, so they had like uh, like uh, a propaganda website where people only have like this one website called I think. I forgot what it's called, but I don't remember what it's called. But basically, propaganda.com. Yeah, but I th- I think it's called the I don't know. So I'm not even. Gonna <laughs> but yeah, but they they like uh, change history because you know books doesn't do, don't exist anymore. So they uh, went back and rewrote Benjamin Franklin's history. It's like Benjamin Franklin was the first. He established the first uh, fire uh, firefighters, which is true. But they changed it. They changed history in the sense that. Because in this world, firefighters are burn burn books as opposed to stopping fires. They burn. Mm. So they went back and changed so history. There's a fire out of control. Who do they call? Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But yeah, so they changed history in a sense that they said now now Benjamin Franklin started the whole burning of books. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Even if you go try to look that up on the internet, because there's this uh, automated like Siri type of thing. Again, I forgot what it's, what that's called too. <laughs> and so Michael B. Jordan went to them. I'm not gonna talk like full 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 spoilers, but 
Yeah, it's uh, a basic premise. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan went to those like, tell me about Benjamin Franklin. And it's like, he's the first person that started burning books. And it's like, are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. He's like, are you sure? Yeah. Because <laughs> obviously he's going to be, he's going to turn. Yeah. Like, he's the protagonist. So, yeah, it's not a spoiler. He knows that something's up and he goes to the rebels, I assume. And so that's most of what I saw. Like, he had his turning point and he's against Michael Shannon's character, who was his mentor and stuff like that. And now Michael Shannon realized he's on the opposite side. And that was that was like the last bit that I saw. But overall, like like I said, it's a slow burn. But if you can get through that, then... I'm smiling because of the puns. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm a dork. I'm sorry. I like puns. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, if you, can, if you can get through the fact that, that it's like creepy crawling syphilis oh my god it, it, it takes a while it takes a while to connect what an analogy okay i mean syphilis it takes it takes a couple of days before you realize you got it i don't know that i, mean, I didn't know i that. don't know firsthand but i know the, the study okay but yeah if you can get through that like i said on the strength of the performances it's, it's interesting enough it's not something like i would buy on blu-ray but i mean it's hbo so okay so what would you give as a rating from what you've seen Michael became a living Muppet just now. I'm confused. <laughs> I would give it a possible. Straight passable? Straight possible. Oh man, you're not selling me on that. <laughs> I mean, passable. I mean, but you're saying passable. Everyone else is saying like 30%. So I'm like, oh my God. I, I wanted to watch that's this. Better than a, it's better than a less than passable or poor vision. I mean, that's true. But I mean, I, and like I said, it's, it's not like you got to go out to the theater or anything. It's just, it's on HBO. So just, I mean, and it's only an hour, 45 minutes. Mm. On the strength of Michael B. Jordan. So maybe. you're not losing that much of your life. So would you recommend it? Yeah. Okay. You, your, your face, like <laughs> you, you look sure at all. Like, yeah, sure. Well, what about for fans of the book? We recommend for, recommend it for them. Well, I can't say that because oh, I don't know. Any, yeah, book. I don't know anything about the book, so oh, okay. I don't know if the people might have read the book and they might watch the movie and rage out. Mm. Or what about people that haven't seen the book? If you haven't seen the book, yeah, I say I, I say check it out again on the strength of the performance. If you're a Michael B. Jordan fan, if you're a Michael Shannon fan, yeah, is I would the say, premise thought provoking at all? Because what the critics are saying that it wasn't. I would say yes and no. I think I feel like they could have went further with it. Oh, so you kind of agree with them. In terms of like the, but I, but I, but I didn't hate it in, uh, as much as like the critics do yeah, to the okay. point. Cause like, I'm, cause like you said, they gave it like a 30 something percent. I wouldn't give it that low. I would give it maybe if I was a rotten tomatoes person, I, I, if they, if they said the score was about like 60 something percent, I'd be like, okay, I can go with that. Mm. Cause I, and funny enough, like even with this, I like this more than Batman v Superman. Oh no! <laughs> and I got like a forty something percent. Well, at least they didn't BVS this. No, they didn't BVS this movie. <laughs> That's so sad. That you can Which, use that. It's Mike, like the bottom tier of like. And funny comparison. enough, and, and Michael Shannon's Zod. Yeah, and Doomsday, kinda. Kinda. I'm like Doomsday. He wasn't Doomsday. Yeah, he was. Oh yeah, he was kinda. Kinda. <laughs> so I said kinda. <laughs> like kinda. Uh, <laughs> A little it was, bit. It was so bad. I like blocked that out. Could you imagine if they like, had good writers in BVS and they actually used the fact that Zot was Doomsday as part of the plot? Like if if Superman just had one conversation with like, oh my God, Zot, what have they done to you? Like you know what I mean? Like anything, nothing, nothing. What was the point? I'm not getting on to DC. <laughs> DC has lost their damn minds. They have Alfred like TV series coming out. It makes no sense. I assume it's your news. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about it then, but jeez. I'm just like, 
guys, what are you doing? <laughs> exactly. That's I'm trying. I'm like, so when I saw that, I want to have faith in you. When I saw that headline, I was like, "What? <laughs> Am I being punked?" <laughs> I saw the best meme of like it was like uh, a texting room. I'm like, like, "Saw Teen Titans Go was real." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They're like, <laughs> I'm going to clean up these streets. <laughs> but I saw the best meme where it was literally like DC fan jokingly, like, "Oh man, DC like they, they've got so few ideas, but they're going to make an Alfred series next." And then it's like DC announces uh, Alfred series, and then the next picture is like the, the person, and it's a scene from uh, Infinity War where it's Tony Stark and and Spider Man after uh, the Garden and say we kick names and we take ass, and his face is just like. <laughs> that's exactly how you feel as a DC fan because of that crap mm-hmm. it's like what are you doing but, but, yeah, about- but yeah Fahrenheit if you got an hour 45 to kill I'll say, I'll say check it out mm. it's not gonna be like the greatest <laughs> life experience of your life but I mean that's like the worst it's, recommendation it's something to see that's like that's, oh my god you sound like Kevin Smith it's utterly watchable it's like if you have time to waste in your life just go for it yeah, <laughs> it's like that's how that's how I feel. That's like the weakest recommendation possible. Michael B. J- I, I'm not saying it's like the I'm, again. It's not. I just said it's not the greatest movie ever. But I'm like, uh, it wasn't terrible. All right, let's get off. Let's get off fair. Plus, Michael B. Jordan is sexy, so that's all you need. <laughs> you see where his priorities are. <laughs> it definitely is because I was watching the movie and uh, I was burning. <laughs> uh, well, let's get off of DC talk. Let's get off of Fahrenheit. Let's talk about some superheroes that we actually care about. Before we get into CW this week, we're gonna start with My Hero Academia again because. I want to stay up here. Stay, stay <laughs> high. I want to stay high and then go Before low. Before we go low. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about My Hair Academia this week's episode title, What a Twist! a twist it was a twist because just like infinity war the heroes lose and my god if once again my hero academy does not play with their emotions so well for zono once again this is a, a, this is the the climax of the invasion of the um hero summer camp that's been happening with the league of villains yeah, this is definitely the best season so far oh my god right like oh my if, if this if you ever were questioning jumping on my hero academy <laughs> or not this is the season to do it just, well, I, no, because I would disagree. Cause, why? Because I, I I feel like... Start from one and binge up to now? Why are you saying jump... Oh, oh I'm not saying... Oh, I'm not, I, thought I you would saying, never recommend it. Oh, I thought jump. you were saying start, start with this season. No, no, no. I'm no, going to no, say no, because no, you won't... No, I would never recommend that. All the other stuff is what makes this season 
Yeah. The buildup of it. But I'm saying if you were even like iffy, now is the time to start. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Def- so yeah, good. definitely. Yeah. It was already amazing. But now it's gotten, it's gotten even gooder. <laughs> but, uh. Goodest. The goodest. <laughs> but yeah, the, um, the, the hero training camp has been invaded by villains. And at last time, in the last episode, the magician guy who can compress heroes into little balls and hide them like a, like a, like a magic trick. Including himself. Including himself, apparently. We just found out this episode. But uh, he was being chased down by Bakugo and, I mean, Bakugo, by uh, Deku and crew, Todoroki, Shiro, his name Shiro. is, right? Multi-arm guy. Um, and I love that My Academia is so epic. What it can end on as the climax of an episode is an amazing intro. Yeah, the they've, been, they've been doing that lately this season. They, have, they haven't done that in other seasons. And it works perfectly. It yeah. gets you so hyped right away. I'm like, get up! <laughs> but like we said, it came down to Todoroki kind of trying to keep the villains at bay because Shiro's, like, he's already hurt. But at the same time, uh, Deku's arms are completely useless. Uh-huh. Um, and my God, if they didn't perfectly make me feel like there was a moment of hope. Because like, what what's the phrase from uh, Dark Knight Rises? Like true, like true despair is when you have a little glimmer of hope and it's taken away, right? I don't remember that. Quote. You remember that from um? That's why the the whole the the pit. Basara, basara, DJ, DJ. When it's climb out the pit, like you can see the opening, but you can't get out. That's why. You yeah, I know what despair. you're talking about, but I don't remember the the exact quote. Oh, I'm just saying that the idea. <laughs> yeah. Because it's just like and they played out right. Like Infinity War did it. And my, it's like my hair academia knew it was like, all right, Avengers about to step their game up. We gotta go hard. <laughs> Pretty much. Because there was a moment where you think, uh, multi arm guy. I'm like, oh, this is what multi arms are useful for. Pickpocketing somebody. You got all those arms. He gets both the little capsules that had Bakugo and uh, what's his name? Uh. Toka, Tokuyama. Tokuyama, Dark Shadow guy. Yeah. Yeah, he had both of those capsules. And they immediately go into escape mode. Yeah, I'm like, let's run, run. Yeah, good, because like, you can't fight, obviously. Not at all. <laughs> you got one thought girl trying to get Deku. <laughs> I'm going to make you bleed. Be gone, thought slap. <laughs> and she got real mad. She's like, I don't like you. <laughs> you know, I have my type. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoa. <laughs> you went crazy, real. Zero to 100, real quick. Yeah, that's her whole stick. Yeah. And then they start to escape, and then shit goes sideways so fast. Nomu comes out the forest, and when Nomu showed up, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. He's like All Might level. Mm-hmm. Run faster. <laughs> well, we don't know if that version of Nomu is... But for them, how they're all weakened, he might as well have been. Yeah. Deku can't use his arms. Shiro's already like completely damaged, and then Todoroki's the only one that can even put up a fight. So it's like... You can't fight that guy. Run! Not at all. And then they get cut off by the the tel- the um the vortex guy who can make portals, and he's super OP. Yeah. So I'm like, they're fucked. <laughs> they're completely fucked. In I'm my glad, mind, I'm glad they showed the other kid because I was like, where's Ilda? And oh, Ida and them. Yeah. Ilda. Isn't it I I? Isn't it Ida? Ida Ilda. No, it's Ida. Is it is it I I or is it I L? I don't know. Whatever. Because it it, it's all caps. Yeah. So. I think it's Ida. But but yeah, but in the beginning of the episode, they do a flashback to show you where the um, some of the students that were still in class were and like how they haven't even been in the fight at all yet. Yeah, because they're, they're, but, but, they're not being allowed to. But that was brilliant because when they show you that at the beginning of the episode, it made me think once the portal guy, Nomu, showed up, I'm like, they're fucked. How did they get out of this? I was expecting the for them to show up and save them the last minute. Nah. So nope. <laughs> nah. <laughs> They immediately start disappearing, and they're like, oh, but we saved them, so we're good. And they're like, you thought, though. Yeah. You thought you saved you them. Thought. A real magician. Yeah, Wrong. you might have seen me put it in this pocket, but of course, magicians sleight of hand. What you, you make the person focus on is the opposite, where the 
thing that you're actually hiding actually is. He had them in his mouth. He had both of them in his mouth. And then in that moment, I'm like, fuck, someone saved them. And then of all people, naval guy. Yeah. The naval guy. He was hiding since the last episode. Remember that? Bitch. (laughs) He's a bitch, but... My heart is a great job. I mean, granted, there are kids, and so I mean, and his power is so lame. <laughs> so I was even mad at him for hiding, but I was hyped as fuck when he jumped out, and had his moment to shine, and save them. So I was like, "Yo, they did it! Get those balls!" Pause. <laughs> that's, that's my life. Shut up. <laughs> and then uh, Shiro and Todoroki do like the the epic like mad dash to get it. Deku's going for it too, but at the last second, the pain comes. Yeah, the pain because he's been on like death's door from like. Pretty episodes. much, so he finally gives out, and then it's just Todoroki and Shiro, and then they yeah they, that adrenaline was like I'm done. <laughs> yeah, he was a trooper though. He's been in it for the long haul until this moment. Uh huh. But then Shiro gets the first ball, and just as Todoroki reaches the other one, my man uh, Dobby's like, <laughs> "Bitch, you thought?" <laughs> and like, it's again, if you don't watch the show, it's so hard to describe why these things are so emotional. But it's the music. It's the pacing. It's the acting. And then they turned. And then they turned. Uh, Bakugo back into human, and he was had him by the neck. Oh, by the neck! And you saw he looked scared. Re- like for Bakugo, I was surprised. And funny enough, soon as he turned back, that's what I'm like. This is why they're lovers. That gave <laughs> that gave Deku more energy to get back up and chase him. Oh, He's like, so John, gotcha! It was so powerful. The and you see, was amazing. Yeah, you see, you see Bakugo staring, and he's like, "Don't come for me." That got me. That's what see, got this me. This is why I'm like, they're lovers. <laughs> <laughs> but that, he's that, like, "Don't come for me, baby," because I'm trying to protect you. <laughs> <laughs> but Bakugo, that to me was the Tom Holland, the Spider-Man dying moment in Infinity War, because I I was on the edge of my seat, white knuckle thriller, the entire fucking scene. But when he got to Kachan's face being slowly engulfed in the shadow of the portal being dragged back and you see my, uh, Deku running toward him but funny enough I was like what is he gonna do he can't reach out he, and can't, grab, yeah. he can't reach out and grab and him and if he tried his arm could get cut off yeah. by the portal thing mm-hmm. so I'm like this is not gonna happen for you but you know his fate was sealed but when he said don't come Deku I'm like oh my god there was no anger in his voice no there was no anger it wasn't like leave me alone you nerd yeah it was like like desperation like he knew it was over I'm like I got, I got shows just talking about it <laughs> I was like and then the scream when he disappeared that goes Aah! I was like holy shit his boyfriend's gone <laughs> yeah like and the, the narration of Deku like on this day like the like the heroes finally like we lost. we lost we were trying to become heroes and we lost to villains for the first time and I was it's just like him, like the, the image of him screaming and like it showed all the different heroes that got like either killed or like really seriously injured. Um, just I don't inter- think, I don't think anybody died. No, they said one person was missing. Yeah. The person that uh, the, we thought the, died. One of the pussycat girls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, but. They said she's missing. But it's weird. Like there was so much blood. Like what happened to her? It seemed like she died. Uh, no, they said, they, they, I think they said some people lost a lot of blood. Some people were severely injured or minor had minor injuries, and then they mentioned the one pussycat girl. They said she's missing. I think they also said she lost a lot of blood too, though, because the the thing that was on her yeah, I think I think utility yeah, belt. I think she lost a lot of blood and she's missing. Yeah, her utility belt was like covered in blood. What so she, I mean, she might be dead somewhere, but maybe. or maybe I don't know. I don't know if they'll I don't know if they'll go that dark, or maybe they might. 
I mean, they haven't because really... I mean, because because I'm like, this will be the mo- if they're gonna kill somebody, I feel like this would be a moment, to, even just a pussy, because it's not something I somebody we really care about. That's true. Like they haven't really killed anybody yet in my academia, but like the stakes always feel so high. It might as well. Oh, yeah, have. they do. Right. But, but I kind of feel like if they if they were going to kill somebody, this will be the this will be the moment. That would have been the time. Yeah. yeah. To really raise the stakes to be like, we're, we're serious. Yes, yeah, so I don't think they're gonna kill. But it was just so amazing that like the villains were like. We already won. Like, just us attacking and you guys, like, just fumbling around and not having a true plan. That shows weakness in the hero community. In the hero community, yeah. yeah. People are going to lose faith in this school. Their whole plan was literally just to be like, oh, the school? It's not a good idea. Because now, like, there's no way to protect people. Correct. Which is like, there are like eight movies in Harry Potter. That was never a thing. <laughs> no, it wasn't. You know wasn't. what I mean? And that school got attacked all the time. <laughs> There's no like wizarding world. Maybe we should cancel school. It was just like let's take out Harry Potter. Like Harry, you're suspended, or Harry, you can't go to school. Well, I guess because in Harry Potter it's a little different. Because in in my hero academia, being a hero is uh, is a profession. Mm-hmm. So you have to go to school for like just like being a doctor. Yeah, it's a profession. Whereas in the world of Harry Potter, like you have to like the people that have magic, you have to learn how to use it. Because yeah. if you're going to live in like the muggle world and stuff like that, and you accidentally have a flare up, because everybody in like uh, Harry Potter, they don't have magic or stuff like that. They are normal yeah. people. So I guess that's what the difference is. Yeah, I guess. I, I thought that was an interesting road for my hero to take. It's something I didn't really think about. Like in this, in this whole attack, I thought the goal was specifically to capture Bakugo. But it did say but our theory both. was right. Yeah. Our theory was like they did see that he was violent, so they think that maybe they will turn him. Mm-hmm. So there's that. But just the fact that their their actual main goal was just just us attacking is a victory for us because it shows that there's and some the fact kind that of, we kidnapped a student. Yeah, that you can't protect your students. Um, and then the bigger like issue might be that there's a traitor amongst the ranks because how did the villains know where they were? Mm-hmm. And the, the pro heroes themselves bring that up in like a meeting. Um, if, any guesses, Mister Prediction Head? Do you think I was looking at the the teacher like you got a scar? Scars are evil, bro. <laughs> you seem really nice, but that's exactly why you might be the traitor. Uh, no, not right now. No predictions. No. All right. Well, I'm gonna throw that. That's mine. The principal. I don't think it's the. Pr- he might not be. I'm just. I'm just saying. If in some ways it kind of be too obvious. I was gonna say because it's scar. too. Ob- well, not yeah. even just that because he's the smartest one there. I feel like that would be too, it'd be too obvious. Mm, true. 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 That's but I mean, true, sometimes true. the obvious answer is the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, then a lot of the middle of the episode was dealing with the aftermath of that initial attack. And then by the end, yo, when Deku actually wakes up. Oh, oh, before we get to that though, All Might, I love, he is so Superman that like, I feel his pain that I legitimately felt his anguish at not being yeah, there, not to, protect being there to protect them. Yes. Like so stupid. Like, come on DC, man. You can't make me feel that for Superman. Like, yeah. come on, dog. <laughs> That's, that's unacceptable. Like I should have been there. Yeah, yeah, I felt it. And then the moment where his friend, the detective, gives him the tip about where the villains are, and then he all, and then he all mites out. Yeah, he's like, and he's like, I'm. What did he say? I'll tell I'll him tell, that it was, yeah. I have a good friend like that told me where you are, something like that. But Basic, basically, like I'm about to fuck them up. Yeah, <laughs> when I kick their asses, I'm, I'm gonna let them know. know. <laughs> I'm like a gangster. I was like, I'm scared. I, I don't want to be those villains. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Um, but yeah, then when the, we get to the follow up with Deku and he's been in the hospital for like three days unconscious, even with recovery, recovery girl, girl healing him, that's how damaged he was. Mm-hmm. When he woke up and his eyes, he went, he reverted back to the big depression Deku eyes, like the little baby Deku eyes. Mm-hmm. 
my heart sank. And then it flashes back to like his mom left him like some food or something. And he thought about right before the camp started, his mother was like so worried about him. Yeah, I like she's like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Like I like I almost cry in this episode just from his like from his eyes. And we when they told him about Kachan, like they reminded him basically, because he seemed like he was delirious. Like he was still kind of out of it. He yeah. had just woken up. But when I'm all sure like, he's doped out on that morphine. <laughs> yeah, word. But when all the students come in and they remind him that uh, who's injured and Bakugo's still missing. His little speech and his regret about not being able to save uh, Bakugo, even though he was right in front of him. And for it to come back to last season's speech, yeah, he All Might, Might uh, says something about uh, how he can't save everyone, but he saves the ones he can reach. And he's just talking about how I was there, I could have reached him, and I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just started busting out into tears. I was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> it is it's in my in my head canon. It might as well be, but it just shows you like how much Deku cares about his teammates, how much he cares about his friends, how much he, well, he is. Well, he cares about Bakugo the most. Yeah, he does. <laughs> but it shows you like it, the little they seeds. They even have pet names for each other. Oh God, it's true. <laughs> but the, the seeds of All Might in him, like it's just so beautiful when you can see it exemplify it, that he like he he wishes he could do more, even when he gave a hundred and fifty percent. He's in the hospital bed because like. 90% of his body is mush. <laughs> uh-huh. He did more than anyone could ever ask from a student. And yeah, he did, still more, than, he did more. more than all the students. Probably combined. Yeah, it took out muscular by himself. The, one of the strongest villains that were there. Uh-huh. Second strongest, they said. So who's the first? Who's the Nomu? first? You think Nomu is the strongest? Maybe. But Does would count? they count Nomu? Because it's know. not a real person. I would say either Dobby or, or him. Well, I would think he would be stronger than Dobby. Because if Dobby... Muscular? Yeah. I'm saying Dobby or muscular. I feel like Dobby would be number one. If that's what I'm saying, I feel like muscular would be stronger than Dobby because if you think Dobby, so? if Dobby, because I mean, yeah, he has fire, but if Dobby's super fast and all that, he can't blast you. Then what is one punch would knock Dobby? The fuck out. True. So maybe it's Nomu. That's even more impressive if Nomu was the other stronger thing. He took out muscular. That's another thing. They didn't even follow up with what we, our theory about maybe he was related to Bakugo at all. No, they didn't talk about so it. So maybe he's not. Maybe not. Who knows, though? But, I mean, there's still more time. Yeah, Bakugo's captured right now, so we'll see. And Muscular's captured, so that's probably why. Yeah. Um, but then the episode basically wraps up with uh, the, what you call it, the the, the 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 junior heroes basically pulling an Ida versus Stain, where Ida's fueled by revenge and just wanted to go out and do something and like uh, revenge his brother, or yeah. avenge his brother. The, the guy that gets uh, hard. <laughs> Man, there's a lot of double entendres in this episode. Is we talking about Deadpool? Is that what's happening? <laughs> no, I forgot his name. I forgot his name. The yeah. one with the red hair. Bakugo too, basically. Yeah. Um, he's the one that's like all gun ho about. Yeah, and you saw Ida completely reacted based on um his experience with Stain, Stain, and swearing that he wouldn't be that hot headed again and that much of a loose cannon. But he gives it to Deku and is like, we can, like, we have. Uh, the creation girl. She can make another one of those tra- tracker things. Well, I'm just like, we can is, find the villains ourselves. No, Deku, you're still injured. Word. You're still injured. Like you've got mush legs, bro. <laughs> what are you doing? You you knew he's considering it. Not, yeah, I know. Not even just his, not so his mush his legs, but his arms. Like I'm pretty sure he's not fully recovered. Like no, don't do nothing. He's in two giant splints, like two full arm casts. Like what do you think? You think he's gonna do it? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes, yeah, you know he's gonna fuck it up if he does. It's gonna be something where they they fuck up the the, the, the rescue mission, yeah. yeah. 
or give them give it or it gives them more to worry about so therefore they're not as focused on yeah the mission come on deku sit it out bro you've done enough yeah, don't do nothing don't don't fuck this up for them <laughs> <laughs> and then oh my god and i didn't even think about what that would do to all might like that would really mess with all he would be really disappointed in deku if he does that I think so. I, 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 I can't handle a disappointed dad might. <laughs> I will cry for Deku if, if All Might is like, disappointed me, son. Like, oh, I'm sorry, dad might. I tried to be like you. No, you're not. <laughs> I want you to be better. Oh, oh. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so what'd you rate this episode, man? Perfect vision. <laughs> Your face are like, what are you, stupid? <laughs> what are you, dumb? <laughs> of course perfect vision, like, you idiot. <laughs> but yeah, I would, perfect vision as well. Like, was it like four perfect visions in a row? Is this the fifth episode? Yeah. As opposed to that... The really... second episode we gave more than passable, but every one after that was perfect vision. Okay, that's right. Okay, so I think three perfect visions in a row after the the actual first episode. I don't count that recap episode. No. <laughs> That is not counting this. Um, let me see if I had anything else I wanted to talk about. Anything else you want to talk about this episode? Uh, well, I still want to know what that girl's quirk is. Like, she's fucking crazy. Oh, uh, what's her name? Koba? No. Bl- Blood Girl. Toga. Toga? Yeah, Toga. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. They haven't shown what it is yet. She's trying to stab people. Yeah. And suck their blood. And she's got Uraraka's blood for whatever reason. For whatever reason. I don't know. I'm sure she's going to make some kind of like evil clone or doppelganger or something. Like maybe like infiltrate the school. That'd be fucked up. That'd be really fucked up. Yeah. But yeah, then you saw, uh, we didn't talk about the news crew. Oh, what if she used to shapeshift? Oh, wait, the news crew? What about it? Uh, how the plan actually did work. Like in terms of like, you saw people saying they don't know if they want to enroll their kids mm. at UA anymore. Like... Uh, there was like a senator guy talking or whatever. He was like, yeah, my kid wants to go to UA. And I'm like, after this, like, I don't know if I want to send them there because obviously they can't protect, like, one of the kids was was stolen. And they talked about how Bakugo was on the news. and mm. Yeah, that was cool. Like, he's it, missing. It was really good world building. Yeah, you saw how it affected the world. Yeah, yeah. those scenes. My Hero Academia is so good. It is. It's very good. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm hoping it doesn't disappoint me. <laughs> Can you imagine like it falls C- off? CW used to be so good. Oh, don't remind me. Uh, speaking of CW, let's get into some CW that's why, shows. That's why of the I brought week. it back. Yeah, I brought it back. Like we're, we're up here, and you're like, all right, Jordan, bring it down. <laughs> bring it down. Yeah. We're going back to CW now. DC TV. I, I, I hate to be a damper on your on your high, but let's go low. Let's talk about some uh, Supergirl this week. The title is Shelter from the Storm. I'm really glad I can tell you all my secrets now. Where is the child? She's absorbed the powers of pestilence and purity. Ruby? Sweetheart, it's mommy. Did you miss me? So much. The storm this episode being rain. And she's going on a killing spree of all her past attachments so she can become full rain. Because yeah. after absorbing the other powers, the world killer, and like you said, if you could just absorb their powers, why even have the other two? Yeah, the, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Make sure the numbers, I guess. Obviously, that didn't work, so it was like, no. <laughs> yeah, it was a waste of two. It was a waste of two characters. Yeah, make the strongest chick stronger. Why not? Duh. But uh, yeah, we get um, Monel. He's still humming and hawing about whether he wants to go back to the future or not. 
some cute scenes between Win and um, Brainiac. Brainiac. And I love the moments. Still looking human. Still looking human until until, until, the, until the end. But yeah, yeah, because. But I like the little conversation where where Brainiac was like, "I'm a 12th level intellect. You're you. I thought you were a one. It's like, oh, what am I? You're a one point four two. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, thanks. I'm a 12. I know you said that already. <laughs> but I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you some dirt. Oh, you love me. <laughs> Meanwhile, that was really just a like a trick, yeah, yeah a, trick. a bug. I put a bug in the dirt. Yeah, he, like, he, he, he made fun of him. He was like, he thought he was a one point four two. Like, which I like Brainiac more than Win. That was really all the Win you saw the whole episode too. It was. That's what a waste. Then I I don't know what they're doing. I feel like they should just use Brainiac to replace Win. He's gone. Do, do you not agree with that? Do you not feel Brainiac would be a better Win? Yeah, I like Brainiac, but that's also because they're not they haven't done anything with Win. But me as a character, I think Manac's more interesting. And his quirkiness is funnier. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, make them lovers. Make them lovers? Oh, God. That's your solution to everything, Michael. It, 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 solution, it fixes all. Dude's kissing does not fix everything. It does. He's like, it fixes most things. Uh, but yeah, most of the episode is basically... It balances the universe. <laughs> as all things should be. But most of the episode is keeping... Um, uh, Ruby away from Rain by any means possible. Uh, we go through some trust issues with uh, what's her name, Lena Luthor, Lena and and, Car- and and Supergirl. Yeah, ironically, by the end of the episode, it reverses where instead of uh, Lena not uh, Lena feeling like Supergirl doesn't trust her, now she just doesn't trust Supergirl. Yeah. Because and I don't blame her. I don't either. I'm complete. I'm, I'm Team Lena. <laughs> I'm definitely Team Lena too, but. Part of me is that now, because of everything that's going on, my suspension of disbelief is starting to wane a little bit. Because I'm like, all right, now, at this point, how can you not figure out Kara is Supergirl? Word. Like, you already know she knows uh, Jimmy, and he's revealed to you. He's revealed to you that he's Guardian. Mm-hmm. You already know Alex, Wynn, and John work at the DEO, and yeah. Kara knows all of them, especially considering Alex is her, is his, her sister. Yeah. And then, of course, Supergirl doesn't wear a mask. So I'm just, I'm like, how do you not? I don't, I don't know. I'm confused. <laughs> see, I go with man, it's comic because comics. That's why. I mean, it's one thing to not be able to see it with her not wearing the mask, but it's like now you're connected to. All the people that's connected. Oh, you to can't Super- put two and two together. There's no way you can't put two and two together. Lex and then the sister. fact that Kara's been MIA all this time, mm-hmm. and you like saw her. Th- I'm like, oh my god, Kara, I haven't seen you in weeks. Well, fuck Supergirl. Fuck- <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then her, she's visibly and then like, on top of that. Oh. You know, you know, Monel is an alien. She's been dating Monel. You know, she's been dating Monel. Like, I don't know how do you <laughs> like when you write it all like that on paper like that. It's like, damn, you're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I'm like, it's one thing if like if there's a little bit of the piece you don't know all you don't know all the story, but it's like you, you have, have all yeah, the you have all, pieces. you have all the pieces now. Except so it's one. like, how do you not put this together? <laughs> like she's looking at and the, she's supposed to be smarter than Lex Luthor. So yeah. was, <laughs> she's like, hmm, no, I'm not seeing it. <laughs> but but yeah, so it's revealed that you know she she already. But yeah, Supergirl's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, the fact that she did spy on Lena, like she went behind her back. She Lena made a good point that that's a totally a mama a mama Luther move to make. That's pretty fucked up on her part. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of it, when I was like, I was like, come on, Lena, are you stupid? Like, of course Jimmy's right. If you tell Supergirl, hey, I can make Kryptonite, yeah, but as we already established, you can trust me, and I'm your friend. And hey, guess what? This villain. Is a Kryptonian, and the one thing that can kill Kryptonian is Kryptonite. And Jimmy's like, 
just tell her that and she'll be completely reasonable. And then Kara's complete bitch to her. Yeah, she's not reasonable at all. At all. Not even she doesn't give her an inch. She's like, it's personal. And then every point Lena made That's like how though. Word. But then every point Lena made, completely valid. She's like, um, we're all we can all be killed by a bunch of things. I could be killed in a million different ways. Like you don't see like fire could kill me. You don't see us banning like bonfires. Oh yeah, she's like cars can kill me, but I can still get in the car every day to go to work. Yeah, and she she says she's you a have, she's like you have one thing on this earth that can kill you. Yeah, and yet you're acting like this. Yeah, and she says she says she's a gob complex, and I'm like I agree with that. I'm mm-hmm. not even upset that you said that. I think you're right. Yeah, I agree. On some level, and it's like it's because you've never felt vulnerable, and she she makes a good like argument for what it feels like the kryptonite around her, but it's like, bitch, you've been stabbed. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you get stabbed as a human. It hurts a lot too. So I'm like, yeah, it hurts you, but nothing hurts you. So like, your argument is really weak there. Like, oh my god, like it, it hurts so bad. I'm like, yeah, because you've never experienced pain before. So it's like, yeah, pretty much. Get out your own ass and realize that if you want to beat this chick. You need to use kryptonite. If you've never experienced pain before, any pain that you experience is going to be, even if it's something as small as like being pinched. Yeah. Because it's a new sensation, it's going to hurt way more than like, I've been pinched before. What so. happened? Wasn't it like a couple episodes ago? It was like a, a red sun or whatever. And she was like walking around getting tired. She was like, oh, is that you guys feel all the time? Like, oh. Uh, I think it was, I don't think it was the red sun. I think what was it? It was something that the th- was, oh the, uh, was the she, workers. Was she in the was she in when she was in the uh, was the it when she was in the no was it was it when she was in the alternate world? She didn't have her powers. The the little forest place. I think that was when it happened. Was that when it happened? I think so. I think it was also wasn't it happening during the eclipse too because the sun was going out. But she still ha- she still had her powers, but it was waning. Yeah, but I mean that's good. She was show you right there. By the like, way, yeah, she was just like, is this is this what it feels like when humans exercise like? Why would you guys do that? Yeah, it's <laughs> to like, stay in shape. We don't we don't have Kryptonian DNA. Yeah, or we high, could just look. Your high metabolism. Yeah. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> so yeah, in those moments, they make Kara look really like snobby. Like, ugh. Like, come on, girl. You 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 should be better than that. You're Supergirl. But that being said, there were episodes, parts of the episode I really liked. Like, I liked, I love, not even just liked. I love the Martian Manhunter plotline with him and his father and his. His mind's still deteriorating. He's got basically Alzheimer's for Martians, uh-huh. um, and he's being like he's getting upset because he feels useless and he's forgetting things. And then and during the episode, they do use his logic about how he outsmarted the white Martians to kind of. It's a, it's a very like robot, like when you when you give a robot a, a logical order and they can't compute it, like just use their logic against them, kind of thing. And it was smart, and I like how they use it when Supergirl used that logic against Rain. It's like you have a code. You're supposed to. Kill people that sin, but this which, girl you're trying to kill has never sinned before. Which funny enough, she's like, I does not compute, does which, not compute. Which funny enough, getting not getting this is complete spoilers. That but they actually kind of did the same thing in Agents of Shield. They did the same thing in Flash. Oh well, I guess it's the superhero on the one. <laughs> you just keep doing it. This, and this, all the superhero shows are doing it now. Use their logic against them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it worked. It gave her pause long enough for Monel and her to get the drop on because Monel ends, ends up staying. Um, with the cape tricks, which yes. I also love that that fight scene they did. Uh-huh. The, uh, the choreography in this episode was dope. Um, I didn't like earlier when Martian Manhunter got I'm hit st- with I'm the still scream. Just like, like, oh, my ears are bleeding. I'm no, like, I'm still just like, Alex, Alex, no, Alex ca- hit the no, same no, no, but I'm just like, are these cape tricks really going to be a thing on this show? 
I don't like the fr- I like how they use them. I don't like the term cape tricks. <laughs> it sounds really lame. It, it does. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have those cape tricks. Like, oh, don't say that. Because, <laughs> I mean, they like make that. it seem like without it, they would lose. But it's like, is it really that much of a game changer? I mean, it's, a, it's you know, it's a different way to have yeah, it's close a diff- combat. It's a different way to fight, but... And it throws I, you off. I, I do agree with that. I think it's a good way to overpower someone stronger than you. Which right. rain is. All right. Yeah. I'm just saying. It's like, you know, like the, the bull in a china shop, you use the red flag. Like, toro, toro. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. I didn't like Martian Manhunter when he got hit with that, ah, the black canary scream. And he's hurt. But yet, Alex, get, Alex, Alex gets hit with the same thing and she's fine. So I'm like, it's because Alex has a super suit. Fuck out he of doesn't here. Ha- he doesn't have a super suit. What is that? She's, her ears are still open. I don't understand it, it, it's, invis- it's an invisible helmet. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Most powerful gun in existence. Alex has it. Whatever. But how that um, that moment with Rain and Supergirl and the logic thing tied back to Marshall Miller and his father. And at the end, where he had a victory. He was like, yo, you really helped us out, Dad. Like, you, you were able to help us. And like, like, I don't remember what you're talking about. He didn't remember. And then in the same dialogue, he does it like the, the Sharon Carter, or not, uh, Peggy Carter, the, the repeat of like, mm-hmm. oh... Did you know this? And we just had this conversation a second yeah, ago? about coffee, coffee. You mix co- cocoa and espresso or something like that? Uh, make mocha. Or was it? Is it mocha? Coffee. If you mix coffee and cho- co- cho- chocolate cocoa, yeah. you get mocha. Mocha. And he's like, I thought it'd be what called chocolate coffee. Yeah, something yeah. like that. <laughs> I was just, I, that broke my heart. When he repeated the same thing and you saw Marshmallow's like face drop. Like, oh, I thought I had you back for a second. And he lost it right mm-hmm. in that moment. That was good acting. Yeah. That's probably my favorite like side plot in this. I also really like the acting. Again, always credit to the older actors. That's why I don't like when they kill them off in these shows. We'll get to Arrow. <laughs> but um, the mother, um, Sam's mother, Rain's mother. Mm-hmm. She was good. She was really good. She was really good. Her conversation with Supergirl about like not wanting to abandon her kid again. Like She felt like she failed her the first time. She's not going to do it again. And then the moment when she got stabbed by Rain and she was trying to plead with her to come, like bring her kid back, uh-huh. I like, can do it for Ruby and she still killed her for it. Like that was powerful. So those that those things were like yeah, that really was some good. good. That was good acting. It really was. Um, but I, so, what did you think about this episode overall? I didn't hate. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't hate it. I enjoyed. I enjoyed the episode. Um. I'm still because I think this is this is the episode before the season finale. I think the season finale is next week. So on the strength of that, it's a pretty good ramp up. Yeah, I, I like that, but I still kind of feel like flourish. yeah, <laughs> I, I still kind of feel like all of this world breaker stuff was a waste. Like it should have just been rain and rain alone. It felt like filler. Yeah, all that extra stuff. So they didn't have anything to do in the middle of the season. Not at all. That's what it felt like. Not at all. But yeah, overall, I enjoyed the episode. I give it a. a High passable? High passable? Oh, see, I was, I was between a high passable and a low more than passable. Like a low more than passable. <laughs> yeah, um, I give it a high passable. Yeah, I, I concur. I give it a high passable. Not quite the more than passable. I wish it was. Um, hopefully the next... I'm hoping in the next episode they separate... Because I, I don't want that bullshit like, oh, remember Ruby? We're done with that. Let it go. Ruby knows that her mom's reign now. Fuck it. I don't care anymore. Like, oh, that was funny too. But yeah, that's gonna be how that's gonna be part of how they get her back. I want her to go full doomsday. Like, in some way, make her full on monster rain where she doesn't look human anymore. 
Oh no, they're not going to do that. I hope they do. They like, barely, they barely let Brainiac keep his keep his makeup on. But at least for the finale, make me feel like she's like a monster, as opposed to like that's uh, why they have that's what the, that's what the mask is for. <laughs> but the mask is gone now. They they knocked it off her face. Yeah, but she can make another one. <laughs> she can make another one. <laughs> she's like, I'm going to kill you, Supergirl. First, after I craft a mask. <laughs> after I cosplay, <laughs> give me a second. Now, I hope something happens where she goes full Doomsday by the end. Just, I feel like that's what the analogy is for this, right? She's basically Supergirl's Doomsday. Supergirl's Doomsday, yeah. yeah. Oh, small quibble. The moment where, because they're, they're hiding Ruby in Lex Luthor's old mansion, and it's like got this cloaking system on it. First of all, fuck Ruby for going out and making a phone call. Fuck Alex for not telling the girl that, hey, your mom is ringing. Don't go out the house. There's <laughs> a reason why we're keeping know. you. I'm, yeah, I'm like, why is she lying? How do you not... Like, First of all, she doesn't look 12 anymore. She's like a grown-ass kid. Yeah. She's like, like, I'm 12 years old. I'm like, no, you're not. No, you're like 16, girl. Yeah. Are you kidding? But I'm like, I don't understand. Why would you... Why, you don't... You're not guessing why you're being moved to like a maximum security like mansion with an invisible, invisibility cloak around it? Well, I don't know if she knows about the, the, the invisibility. How would you not know? Or just being moved from place to place. Like you can't... Because I mean, if you're, in, if you're inside and it's invisible on the outside, you, won't, you wouldn't know it's invisible. In either case... Like this girl, she can be, she tell her. Just let her know. There's no reason to lie to her at this point. But speaking of the invisibility cloak, my question is she knows her mother has powers because she tried to test her like the beginning. Yeah. Like that's why she put herself in danger or stuff like that. But the invisibility cloak, what the fuck was the point of that? Because like there's a keypad, but when Rain gets there, she just punches it and it goes off. I'm like, then why is there a keypad? <laughs> if I can just shoot it. But that's only that's only because if you know about it, because like because Rain was trying to look look for her in space or like use her X ray vision that's and stuff like that. Still a terrible security system. It, it definitely is. <laughs> like like if you if you break it, it should not just make it go. Like if you if there's a keypad to get into like a like a safe room, and all, all you gotta do, do is, is break it. Yeah, you just break it and it opens up. It's like that's useless freaking keypad, isn't it? But whatever. I also like the there's a quick eradicated reference. Did you catch that? No. Uh, Martian Manhunter. In one of his, like, you know, not knowing where he was type of things, when we were talking to him, he was like, all right, I told you, I don't, I didn't sign off on the Eradicator project. Oh, no, I missed that. Yeah, his dad, I mean, not Marsh. Yeah, yeah, dad yeah, Hunter. I know, I missed, but I missed that. Yeah. It was real quick. I'm like, are they going to go in the Eradicator? I mean, maybe. It just might have been an Easter egg. Could have been just an Easter egg. That was a cool nod, though. Uh, but yeah, let's move on. Let's, oh, wait, actually, real quick before we move on. What was with the ending? I didn't even know much about the Eradicator, like... Robot Superman? I don't even know. I barely know about him from Death of Superman. But, um... And I, I don't think they're gonna... Especially because they already did Cyborg Superman. Did even they, though? Even though he, was, even though he did wasn't... Did they do that, Even though, though he wasn't really... <laughs> he was not Cyborg Superman at No, he all. wasn't at all. Uh, at all. <laughs> That's why they got rid of him. Like, because he, he's technically still alive. Yeah. But we haven't seen him. Good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure because fans were like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, that was like... Did you have no budget that day? Did you run out of money? And you're like... <laughs> it was very stupid. But that was also before they actually cast Tyler Hecklin. But even still, it was Fucking like... terrible. It's stupid. <laughs> you're not... Superman. Why are you cyborg Superman? You should be cyborg Manhunter. <laughs> I, before we get out of it, what was the ending about? I didn't understand who was grabbing that book and running away. I didn't get that. Wait, what? At the very end, a girl grabs. <laughs> oh like, yeah, uh, grab the book. I don't. Yeah, I didn't get that either. I don't know what the fuck. I thought I missed something. I'm like, that look away and missed who this chick is and no, what this place I, yeah, is. Yeah, they just went and showed that, and I'm like, I don't know what's happening so it's gonna be explained in the next episode that better not be stupid but it was very random it was very <laughs> random See, that's why I missed something I was like maybe maybe Michael will tell me I missed something no wow. I, I, funny I couldn't didn't even remember I was like wait what oh yeah <laughs> stupid alright it's gotcha. very stupid <laughs> 
What else is stupid? Because we never seen her before, no. but they make it seem like, oh, it's a throwback. Bringing her back. It's like, no, who the fuck is this? I, don't know. I thought maybe it was the cult, but I was like, I don't recognize any of them, so whatever. But speaking of stupid, let's get into, let's get into something else that's stupid. Let's talk about The Flash. This yeah, week's episode stupid. is titled, Think Fast. Uh, we've got 12 hours until the Enlightenment. People will become curious again, and I will be there to teach them. I can't do this by myself. Train us. Bring us into Flash time with you. Mm, is that lightning about to hit me? You're not ready to use Flash time. What are you willing to do for the world? We deserve to make the choice to be a hero. And God said, it can't be life to be life. Come on, Michael. This is the penultimate episode, bro. This is the episode before the finale of season four. Aren't you hyped? Trash. What? <laughs> trash? Okay, I will give him this. The intro was cool. That's all I'm going to give it. The, the showcasing of all DeVoe's powers in that hallway. They literally uh, did. I was like, wait, what was the intro? Diggle. Oh, uh, yeah, he pretended, to be, Diggle. he pretended to be Diggle. Yeah. While they played uh, Hallelujah, whatever. Some classical music, yeah. I don't know. Just so he can look and at the And he shall reign forever. Yeah, Hallelujah. Yeah. Um, and they showcase all the powers he absorbed. Uh-huh. That core again, like, it's like, who did the choreography this week in CW? It's all great. Because that opening intro scene was Pitch perfect. Yeah, amazing. that was that was cool. There was it was so nuanced. There was a moment where he lifted someone else up, people up with the, the gravity power, and then as the guy screamed, he did like a motion with his hand, and the guy the person's scream became like a canary cry to hit the other soldiers down the hall. That was I'm like damn, that is dope. The way he like he flicked his collar when he uh, he got hit against the wall, and like they all got blown away with his power. Mm-hmm. Like that was fucking cool. I'm yeah. like. Where was this? Uh, he got thrown into the wall. But the explosion? Really, yeah, but it didn't really didn't do anything. Didn't care, yeah. yeah. Uh, he got shot with the uh, machine gun bullets. Mm-hmm. And then he like shot it back at them. Yeah. But that was all freaking dope. I'm like, where where was this Devo the whole season? The whole season. <laughs> like Again, it's just the weakness of the season of making him multiple people. So you didn't even really get a good feel for him as a character until now, but... What a waste. And I guess you guys also be like, oh, but also um, he didn't want to kill people because his wife didn't like that. But now she's gone, so it's cool. Lame. It's like, lame. fuck out of here. Lazy writing. <laughs> Fucking terrible. Yeah, exactly. Deadpool style. That's some lazy ass <laughs> writing. And you know what else I saw? There was a really good point on the internet. Oh, actually, our boy Chris, okay, Comic Quest. He made a post about it. He All of the penultimate episodes in The Flash, seasons one, two, and three, leading up to the finale. And how impactful and or amazing they all were compared to this. Season 1's penultimate episode, Reverse Flash. Finally, the confrontation between Reverse Flash and The Flash. But he teamed up with Green Arrow and Firestorm. So that was like our first taste. Yeah, that was the first. Of like Justice League style. I remember when that just came out. I was like, oh, this is amazing. I was up with my shit. Uh, Season 2. Robbie was still around oh yeah wow rest <laughs> in peace like twice <laughs> um season two was uh harry harry gets killed and that was a shocking ending of that episode because he thought it was going to end with them like all around the dinner table and zoom snatches his ass from dinner and literally stabs no, him no you said harry uh is it harry his father no is wait it, is it harry isn't his name Harry? what's what's his first name henry henry my bad yeah henry I was like, wait, Wells died in third episode, yeah, third yeah. season. Well, yeah, I slept, I guess. And but then the third season, H- well, at the time we thought it was Iris. Yeah, we did, and it was way well, better when it was Iris. I mean, we knew it was HR because I remember. Yeah, we were even saying it was HR then, but still, in that moment, 
it would might as well have been Iris. Uh-huh. And we were still the question. We weren't 100% sure. Unfortunately, we were right. It was one of the few times a prediction sucks. <laughs> it's like, oh, don't do that. Because <laughs> it might have been a way better season if Iris was dead. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. I love you, Candace Patton, but not with what they did to your character. They butchered you, girl. They yeah. did you no favors. Felicity, season four. Our, the Flash, season five, four. <laughs> There's even a moment in this episode where they probably had the, one of the best arguments in the entire season. I think Eunice Between Cisco and, uh, and, uh, and, and, Barry. and Barry. Both had great points. Both said their points eloquently. It was a great scene. Very emotional scene. But you, you notice in the background, like midway into the argument, Iris was about to butt in and Harry was like, chill, 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 chill. The yeah. guy with no brain was like, chill, girl, chill, chill, chill. <laughs> uh, as leader of Team Flash, I want to <laughs> tell you both that you should not be arguing. <laughs> You're both wrong. You should listen to me. Like, oh. But yeah, those three seasons had amazing pre-finale episodes and then season four, Just, some satellites it had a, a, get launched. It had a great opening scene. <laughs> it had a cool hallway scene, I guess, which amounts to nothing. There was like if that scene wasn't Absolutely there. Absolutely nothing. If that scene wasn't there, no difference in the show. It was just to be cool. And I think it was really like at some point they were like, It's you just know, to showcase DeVoe. Yeah, we have all these powers. They haven't, really, they haven't done that up to this point. And it's for like, the what's most the part. point if you have all these powers? You know what I mean? Like you might you need to show him off. Make me feel like what his character what's the difference between him and like any other villain? I still feel like what's the point of him even having all those powers? Like yeah, we already said about that. Like, like if he's if his whole thing's being smart, him having all the powers kind of takes away from that. Oh, you don't like speedsters? Don't worry. This season we're gonna give a villain with all the powers instead. It's Pretty like, much. All right, I guess. But yet, it doesn't change the fact that the Flash can still stop time and and totally take him out if he really wanted Go on to. Go to Flash time and give him like one good infinite mass punch. Even by the end of this episode, he's face to face with the bow. And, and and this whole episode is about flash time. Yeah. So he's making quips at Devo like, oh, like, oh, you guess you're so smart, but you didn't see that coming. But like, and that's and that's another thing. Like, I was like, I'm very confused by this. He was able to run fast enough to get through Devo's little mirror world portal, and then they just sit and have a conversation the whole time, and let and then he lets Devo disap- like disappear. And I'm like, sense. what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? You're like right in front of each other. Knock him the fuck out. Like, what are you doing? His powers are so inconsistent and it's only because of shitty it's writing. Not, but, but it's not even, he didn't even try to use his powers. They're just having a conversation. That's why it's inconsistent. They don't, the, the writers aren't He's utilizing like, the abilities oh, he has. Oh, you destroyed one of my satellites? I don't really care. I could make a, I could launch a thousand of them. Okay. Okay. Knock him out. Yeah. <laughs> Knock him out. Nah, we're going to have a conversation. And then, and then by the end of the episode, where's the bow at? I don't know. We got to find him. Oh, he's in the, he's, he's here in the building. Put those, put those metahuman dampening cuffs, cuffs on him. Nope. Didn't even try. Which, if you do that, wouldn't that bring, automatically bring Ralph back? Would it? I mean, wouldn't it? It's unclear how it works. Because I was going to say, what's keeping him alive? I'm sure DeVoe's, like, they're going to bring back Ralph somehow. Oh, yeah, they're going to do it somehow, but I'm just I, saying, I like. Want, I don't want them to, but I'm sure they will. Because of what you said about season five yeah. and him being a regular. It, the show's better without him, to be honest. Like, it is. I, I liked Ralph for what he was, but, like, he was, use, he was a useless, superfluous character. Speaking of useless, superfluous characters, fucking Cecile. And she's still, even in the penultimate episode, she's got an entire side plot about her fucking going to people's minds now. Her powers evolved because yeah. she's, she's near pregnancy or near giving birth. She's got some Zabra. Awesome oh, Zabra. I'm like, Pretty oh, much. this is so cringy. 
And you know, they even drop she, a line. She, she, become, she becomes the person now. Yeah. But As they, opposed to just reading their mind. She they, actually becomes them. Yeah. But they drop a line where she's like, it could have been worse. Because she goes in Joe's mind. She's like, it could have been worse. I could have been in like a, a way worse mind than yours. So she's going to answer DeVoe. Yeah. And then that says, she's like, wait, I know his plans now. <laughs> it took a whole season of Cecile's side plot. I mean, I said she's going to have, I said, I said Cecile, not- Cecile's telepathy is going to somehow have a, have a plot, a way to uh, stop DeVoe. But not the whole, like, I thought they were going to do that earlier in the season. They took an entire season. How many episodes were like dedicated the B or C plot to Cecile for us to eventually get to this point for her to like be the, the monkey wrench in DeVoe's plan? The day like, the Deus Ex pregnant pregnant uh. Like I didn't need that much build up to that if that's what we're gonna do. You did. She needed no. to, she needed to be pregnant. You needed the build up of her stomach. Oh, I needed Wally is <laughs> the what build I up the build up of her stomach is the build up of the story, Jordan. No, I needed more Cisco. I needed more Killer Frost. I needed more Kid Flash. Killer Frost is gone. <laughs> no, apparently Killer Frost has always been in Caitlin. Which I don't know how the fuck that works. I don't get it. It, she, she repressed was, the memory was, that she's was, always Killer Frost. Which is so random. But it's what? like, and it was before the particle accelerator. But how? She's always been there. That's why she's different than any other metahuman. I don't get it. I, I really don't get Please it. Please explain this to me. Is she still Killer Frost? Is she just going to be Frost now? Like, I don't get but I'm just like, but now you're like destroying the premise. Like all metahumans came from the particle accelerator. Obviously, she was around before the particle accelerated. So, what? How does that work? Wasn't her dad even, like a scientist even on or other, even on other Earths? There was a particle accelerated explosion, and that's what created other metahumans. Yeah. So I'm like, but wasn't her dad like a scientist or her mom or something? Her mother, I think both. Maybe they experimented on her. Some bullshit. I don't know. I don't, I don't care either. I'm just saying, like, maybe that's what they're gonna go with. But that is also weird, considering. She wasn't Killer Frost until Flashpoint. Flashpoint is what made her Killer Frost. So I don't get how is this going to connect to Flashpoint? Probably not. Now I can bring that back. <laughs> I'm just saying, fuck Cecile. <laughs> fuck Cecile because they could have been focusing on so much more other things that were more interesting than that. Like at one point, they even they I hate when they drop Wally's name. Like oh, oh yeah, that about- boy's going through time. He should be able to be, he on, time be, able to, for- yeah, be on time for the wedding. I mean, the, for the for the birth. Yeah. How about he be on time to help you stop Devoe? <laughs> nah, son. Anyway, that's not useful. Another speedster? Nah. No, so we can't. We can't do nothing with that. No, no. Instead, we, should, we, should we train. Have a, we have a bunch of satellites. You know who can help with that? Somebody who can run just as fast as me. Nah. Instead, we we should train Cisco and Caitlin to be in the Flash time. Not a Flash. Yeah. Or Jesse. I could call Jesse. Nobody. Nah, she can't last. Get that. They can last more than Cisco. <laughs> <Yeah>. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> That whole thing was even just like, so we spent like half flash, the episode. I'm in flash time. I can open a breach now conveniently. Yeah, a little baby breach. Just to get to get out all the hostages or whatever. I'm like, fuck the hostages. Just, <laughs> just beat DeVoe. Just end this. I hate this. Uh, and then the, the other plot of. I'm like, you can't. You couldn't have went in flash time when you were having a face-to-face conversation with DeVoe, bro. My guy. Let him know. Let him know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> And then the, the other B-plot of Iris and emotional dumb Harry playing detective to try and figure out together... To get the mechanic. ...where Marlies is, yeah, DeVoe's wife. Eventually, they do find her, and she decides to help, because... They appeal to her good nature. Yeah. Well, that's, what I was, that's what I was saying about the 
the rain using her logic against her thing. That's what Iris did. Just like, you used to be a good person. Even though she was a bitch at first about that whole thing to Harry. It was like, she was. We should totally like think about how she feels. She's like, no, she's pure evil. I'm like, really? She's like, I was stabbed. You see the stab wound? It was like, oh, you're petty. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, though, I mean, if somebody stabbed you, you wouldn't be trying to make nice with them. Yeah, but I mean, somebody shanked you right in your shoulder. On, but even if Harry's like putting it together, like yeah, obviously, but Harry's, Harry's dumb. But somehow his emotional empathy's gotten so high. Yeah, now he can just predict emotions. He's, he's an empath now. Somehow, yeah, we're. <laughs> I don't know how that works. I don't know. And then by the end of the episode, Devoe uses the satellites in uh, Star Labs itself to create the enlightenment or whatever so enlightenment has begun oh no yeah that was just like ah uh, what do we do i'm like i don't care i want everybody <laughs> to be stupid so i can teach them and it will end war it's like, like that's the, the dumbest but yeah i'm like how the episode ended they're like oh my god what do we do i don't know dun 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 it ended on a sky beam just like everything yeah else. i'm just like i don't care it's fucking sky beams man i don't care <laughs> but every season's had a sky beam i don't care <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what would you rate the episode, man? I'll go. For, I'll give it a low passable. Yeah, I was gonna say low passable. I didn't hate it. Didn't hate yeah, it. low passable. Like I said, that intro scene was like that. That earned some goodwill. I was like, this is fucking dope. Like, I wish he was this badass the entire season. Like, maybe I gotta care. But for this more. to be the penultimate episode, poor vision. For for real, I concur with that. Like I said, dude, all those other finales or penultimate finales. They were all like fucking amazing, or at least heart wrenching. Mm-hmm. This was like, whatever satellites. That's what we got. It was like whatever. An argument between Cisco and Barry. That's what we got. That's and, it. And a Diggle cameo. And a Diggle cameo twice. Sweet. That's all. The and fuck. some vomit, vomit, vomiting Diggle. And the consensus online seems like people were done. Like it's it the the hate is spreading to even Flash fans, even Eunice, Eunice himself, <laughs> World of Flash. His whole Instagram account is about the Flash. It's going to be now. It's going to be World of Trash. Yeah, World of Trash. <laughs> oh, it was good. Oh, you should write that down. <laughs> you should totally pitch that to him. Just like one day he changes his yeah, name to World, World of Trash. World of Trash. <laughs> well, we'll see how it goes in the next episode because you know they're going to do the comic book thing where Barry goes into his mind and they have a mind battle. That's the, they, whole, that's the whole thing with DeVoe. No. That's the, that's the gonna, only gonna, thing I knew about gonna, the thinker. He's going to have a mind battle with Cecile. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts because it might be true. <laughs> I don't want to believe it. And I'm, but just it's joking, I'm joking, but I swear to God, if they do that, I'm gonna like break my TV. I'm like, but you know, it's gonna be a moment where she's the crux, like she's the monkey wrench. Oh yeah. So on some level, she's gonna be the one that saves that saves the day. I got hiccups. The show so bad gave me hiccups. <laughs> um, oh, in my notes, the last thing I wrote was devote hates love. Wow. Like that whole that whole thing was like, but if because Barry's yeah, whole thing was like, but if everyone weak, forgets everything, yeah, he's like, but if everyone forgets everything, like your people, mothers are gonna forget their sons, friends are gonna forget their other friends. No, how about you use some real logic? If people forget everything, they even lose language and motor skills and stuff like that. How are you going to rule people that are that dumb? Yeah, no answer for that, do you, Devo? Yeah, no, not that smart, are you? He's <laughs> like, oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say it like that. Oh. I didn't think, think about, about that. that. <laughs> it's like, all right, it's over. All right, you're done. <laughs> no more. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do for season five, but it's got to be better. Did you say shit. centipede? Centipede! Is that what? 
Didn't you say? Oh, she- that's right. Yeah, yeah. That villain that we didn't. Was it Centipede? Was his name? I don't know. Didn't you? You said the, something the cult like member a, guy. Yeah, who you stabbed you said the lightning dagger. Didn't you say Centipede? That's what Eunice said in Mortal Flash. He's he's my new source for all things Flash. Know, You're my new source for everything else, but he's my new source for all things Flash. I don't care about. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> he's like you can have it. I don't want it. <laughs> all right, let's let's end off on a slightly higher note than Flash. I'll say that slightly. Let's talk, let's talk about Arrow. This episode was titled Life Sentence. Diaz doesn't go down easy. This is my city! There's enough explosives in here to send us into orbit. You got five seconds! Five! Move! Four! It's a trap! Three! I'm gonna kill you. Two! One! I'm just gonna jump right into spoilers. That's the thing. By the time I get to the end of the CW talk, I'm always just like, all right, whatever. Let's talk about spoilers. Let's get through <laughs> this. What, what would you rate this episode? You, you start us off with this. I would rate this episode. I don't know. I feel like I think you might have liked this episode a little bit more than oh, I did. Oh, you saw my post about me having all the emotions. And yeah. I, oh, I did text you and Chris about it. I finished the episode. Yeah, you did. So I was like, oh, he might like this more than I did. <laughs> yeah, I was. There, I was getting emotional at points in this episode. I would give this episode a high passable. Really? Yeah. Okay, so this one I would give a more than passable. And I would have given it perfect vision if they fucking killed Diaz. How did they not kill Diaz? (laughs) No, they didn't. And I wanted to, if I could have reached through my fucking TV screen and strangled Katie Cassidy, not not Black Canary or Black Siren, Katie Cassidy herself. You're a bad bitch named Cinnamon. You are a villain. You had him dead to right. Arrow, after a fight that should not have even been a fight. A cool fight, mind you. Like I said, the choreography in this episode and all CW this week was awesome. It was a, that's part That's part of why I give it a high... I think there, I heard the best choreography. A, there's a lot of reasons I give this episode a high, high pass. Even yeah. the intro fight in the, the, the police precinct. But yeah, Kanye, I'm going to let you finish. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, the, the action throughout this episode was dope. All of it. From the first fight the last fight and like I said it shouldn't have been a fight with Diaz uh, actually that just reminded me what somebody told me <laughs> and I was like this is actually true going back to the flash not at the pop they said the thinker is Kanye West <laughs> how so because I'm gonna try to remember what he said verbatim because uh I guest hope guest uh co-host on a podcast yesterday the Bacchanal I told you about that mm-hmm. so yeah he said the, uh the thinker and he said tell Jordan I said hey Hey. But yeah, uh, they said the thinker is Kanye. <laughs> Hi, Yukio. <laughs> hey, Wade. Hey, Jordan. But yeah, they said the thinker is Kanye. Oh, and the fact that he's constantly telling you he's I'm a sure every time you tap, it's going to uh, come up on the mic. He's, const- no. he's constantly telling you he's a genius, but he's not. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. None of his plans make any sense. <laughs> oh, shit. He has a God complex. Oh, shit. <laughs> and he's telling you. You know your 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 intelligence and all that other stuff. It's a choice. You need to let me lead. I can tell you. Oh, <laughs> all that fake deep shit. Yeah. Oh my he said, god. He said DeVos Kanye West. Oh my god, that's a perfect I comparison. Was like, Wait, you're actually awake. You're right. <laughs> so I want in the, the the beginning of the finale. I want Devo to be poopity scoop. He's gonna poopity poopity poop. He's gonna rap. <laughs> Scoopity poop walks. No, that's good, Kanye. <laughs> yeah, that is He's good. He's poopity scoop. Scoopity poopity scoop. Scoopity poopity poop. Or even if Harry is listening to that because he's so stupid now. 
That makes sense. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I kind of like it. Boop, booty scoop, booty scoop. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Yeah, that's that's some deep shit. Yeah. Good on, good on the, was it the Bacchanal? Bacchanal. Listen to the podcast just for that. That's fucking brilliant. <laughs> that comparison is genius. Uh, smarter than DeVoe, even. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so the action throughout this episode of Arrow was fucking dope, and like I was getting emotional at scenes. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, but but the, the moment where it gets to uh, Black Siren, like an Arrow and Diaz had that fight, which shouldn't have been a fight, but it was in the rain. It was choreographed well. Every time Diaz landed to blow an arrow, I was like, "Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you." You beat Razal Al Ghul, fuck you. You beat Deathstroke, fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like it's like really a fight. At a certain point, he does get the upper hand. I'm, I'm like, like, I'm pretty sure Prometheus fights better than that. No, fuck you. Who are you, Prometheus? At least he was trained by the same people. This dude's a thug. I'm yeah. like, fuck out of here. Trained but, by Talia Al Ghul herself. Yes, but no. Somehow this dude can go like he can square up with Oliver. Fuck out of here. But when we get to that point where he has him dead to rights and it's over, and I'm like, fuck yes, fuck yes, get him. And then Black Siren's like. He, he he tried to kill my father. He has to pay. And she uses the canary cry on him. And I'm like, okay, well, at least he'll fall off the building and he'll land on, like, pavement. That's what I thought. I didn't know it was water behind him. I'm like, bitch, you knew there was water there. And Oliver was pissed. He's like, what did you do? I was pissed. I was yelling at her just like he was. I'm like, you dumb bitch. <laughs> we had him. That's what he said. He was like, I had him. And, like, maybe in hindsight, you're supposed to feel the same frustration that Oliver does. Because in the end, Oliver sacrifices everything. He the, the deal ended up being that the reason everybody gets immunity from all their charges and the reason why throughout the episode he's like saying his goodbyes to everybody. And which I didn't catch until like the second time he did it. Like when he did it with Diggle, I was like, oh, okay, he made amends. That's nice. He can be the Green Arrow too. Two Green Arrows. All right, that, that sounds great. Um, Great, great dialogue. I loved all the conversations. All the wrap-ups to all the drama perfect uh-huh. all of it yeah dinah him renee when renee was fucking in that warehouse and he called a, his daughter i cried dude i did shed a tear at that i was like it's kind of but then i was like eh. what because I, I wanted them to kill him that would have been the moment to do it yeah i wanted them to kill him but at least they did have the that speech between him and same same thing i guess same thing i said about deadpool it's like the fact that they went through all of that. And granted, I know he thought he was going to die, but then the fact that nothing happened to him was like, oh, well, that made all that pointless. But it didn't endear him back to us, the audience. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it, it, I'm not going to say it gave a pass to all the bullshit drama in this season, but at least it did wipe the slate clean. It, it cleansed my palate for season seven. Like, now I'm not going to go into season seven mad at the team. They still should have killed him. Because I'm like, it's, it's going to be... You miss I'm that like, awesome is too crowded. Because I'm like, because uh, Roy's supposed to be coming back. I'm like, it's too oh, crowded. Yeah. It's too crowded. Kill kill somebody. Yeah, Roy coming back. And you not, now right. you got Black Siren on their side now. Yeah. It's like, it's too crowded right now. Yeah, that's a good point. So you should but, but then you missed that amazing... I, I, what really got to me was the conversation between him and Oliver after the fact. Where he told him, like, you know, when I first met you, I thought you were, like, just a thug with a terrible costume. But, like, I see now that you're so much more than that. And I'm proud of you. And, like, there's so much... It was so genuine. That's what got me. Like, Renee's response, I'm like, that means the like world to me, Haas. Like, that that got me. Uh-huh. And all their, their one-on-one conversations between Oliver and the crew did. And so when it got to the point where Felicity's like, um, like, what are you doing? Like, I, I see what you're, you're making rounds, like, goodbyes. Like, you're doing, like, a farewell tour. Like, what's what's going on? Right then, I was like... He gave himself up. 
that's what's gonna happen. And if you look at the the title of the episode, Life Sentence, obviously <laughs> something's gonna go down. Uh-huh. But so you get to the end where you know you find out like, and it's on, uh, and the way they set it up, where at the same time they're coming and telling Oliver that yo, you gotta go, Ben. You're going to jail. This is what happened, and he has to reveal it to everybody. It's in the same moment. Same moment that, that Quinn, Quentin, Quentin dies. Is, yeah, like well, before that, they were all just like gathered because he was like critically injured. And the conver- and it's another conversation. The conversation between um, Oliver and Quentin, which I wish they would never came. I wish they didn't come out with that new the news that he was leaving the show because I'm like, yeah, yeah that's so that means he's gonna die. That I would have known that if not for you. Bastard. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Not news my guy. Fault. <laughs> Fucking news fuck dude. The new, fuck the news. <laughs> like I, I had forgotten that until that moment. I'm like, oh he'll get out of this. I'm like, that didn't kill him off in the same way that Black Canary died. It's like the exact same setup. He's in a hospital bed. Pretty much. Like like some kind of fatal wound from the main villain. I'm like talking to Oliver. I'm like, that'll kill him. I'm like, but in the moment It wasn't even a wound that killed him, it was the surgery. Yeah. But it was the moment where he tells Oliver, Thank you for everything. I was like Oh shit! They're gonna kill him. This is it. And also, the, before that, the tearful moment where Oliver is like, you know, like, "I had a good teacher as a father." And he's like, "Oh yeah, your father was a great guy." He's like, "I wasn't talking about my father." And I'm like, "Quentin's your daddy too." <laughs> yeah, your father was your father, but he wasn't your daddy. <laughs> Quentin was the daddy. He yeah, might be your daddy. No, your father, but I'm your daddy. Exactly. <laughs> like his commissioner Gordon, and then like the, the fact that they evoked several times in the episode how much of history they had. How far they've come since the first season. They've been adversaries to allies, to like brothers, to like a father-son relationship. Like it's it's gone the whole gamut. Mm-hmm. So that got me when the reveal happened and Sarah ended up being there for it. Like that crushed me. I feel like she should, if, if they're gonna bring her back, they should have had her come back more like a, li- a little bit earlier. Let be in a final fight. <laughs> but then you have three like canaries. Well, but she's not an actual canary though. Yeah, I know, but I don't know. I felt like the, having the um, Black Canary, Dinah, and Black Siren, their little moment together, saving Quentin together, that also got to me. I was like, oh my god, this is actually pretty dope, like, them working together to save Quentin. Like, I, I'm kind of all for this right now. Like, yeah, but I was just like, it was like a two-second cameo. I was like, all right. Yeah, just, but just enough for the... Like, can you imagine from her end? Because I, I, I also feel like I wanted I wanted more between her and Laurel. Oh, and Laurel, yeah. Yeah, it was just like, are you like my Laurel? No, moving on. Still emotional, though. <laughs> You can see on her again. It's all acting. It was all Sarah's face. Like, are you like my Laurel? And she was like, not even a little bit. Like, there's pain there. But then think about from Sarah's perspective. She comes back. She sees somebody looks just like her sister. It's a doppelganger. It's not really her sister. She's an evil version of her sister. Then her dad dies. Then the man she used to love is arrested in the same breath. I'm like, I'll be like. Go back in time and fix this. <laughs> <laughs> Save us, Sarah. This is the time anomaly. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> but I, there were just but so she many. she can't, though. Yeah, she can't. Bullshit rules, whatever. It's funny that she showed up in Arrow, but Wally never showed up in, in no. Flash. When Barry got arrested. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? They don't care. I hate this show. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't care about his stepbrother being arrested. <laughs> yeah, we're, but what made this more impassable was just the fact that a lot of the emotional beats did hit me. So even at the end where he reveals that he has this whole speech of like, I am the Green Arrow. And the whole speech, yeah. and it goes from like person to person and shows you Laurel and Dinah and Quentin morning. It ended, I, I said this season's probably going to end with him coming clean about being a Green Arrow. I'm glad though. Yeah, me too. Like It, it adds another layer to the show. Like now how is he going to live his life in a world where everyone knows he's a Green Arrow? 
And it's it's kind of cool because it reminded me of um, remember back in the Flash season two where they went to Earth two, Earth two, yeah, yeah, they went to Earth two and like in the news report it was um, Oliver's father was outed as the Green Lantern, I mean, Green Lantern, Green Lantern, as the Green Arrow, <laughs> yeah. It reminded me kind of that, like this world's version of that. And I, I always kind of keep the um, remember the Legends of Tomorrow episode, Arrow twenty twenty one or whatever, the future episode. Uh-huh. Where it was like a dystopian future and stuff. Uh-huh. It always kind of I I, I kind of keep thinking back to that with like now Diggles the Green Arrow the that world was dystopian because the they were attacked um in a moment of weakness because of like Deathstroke's army or whatever his son's army came and they weren't prepared or whatever like it, it there's all these little like ear, I don't know if they're actually gonna ever lead toward that but like I don't think so probably not but it's just like the things that are happening kind of fall in line with that possible future. And I, on a meta level, I like that. It has nothing to do with this show, but just in the universe itself, I like how those pieces are kind of falling together. Well, maybe. No, you know, like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because then they changed it. Then they, like, I don't know. They didn't change anything. They just they just helped him. They helped them like, regain his mojo and train Connor Hawk, Dickel's son, as New Green Arrow. Okay. Well, yeah. Like, I where was Dickel? I think he died, right? That was the thing? I think so. Yeah. But, I don't know. I, that's why I liked it. The action and the emotion. It got me. Yeah, the emotion came towards the end, but I think the reason I gave it a high <laughs> I think the reason I gave it a high passable because there was a lot of stuff that I was just like, all right, this is way too convenient. Like the fact that, oh, we need this the FBI, without the help of the FBI, we can't take out Diaz and the one episode they they took out everybody in the police precinct. It was just like Because they have the army, so I was like all right, Argus couldn't do this. Like, word, Argus, word, I, you're a paramilitary like, group. The FBI is that special that they would, it was like, we got everybody. We captured everybody and Diggle's, Diggle's, uh, uh, crew took every, took them all out in this one fell swoop. In this one scene, I'm like, y'all couldn't have did this earlier. Yeah. <laughs> so that, I was just like, all right. Like, that's what makes me mad. Like, that's why I didn't give it perfect vision because of all the Diaz crap. Still, it's the carryover of all his shit and how poorly written he is as a villain and how, like, he's like, weak. It was just like, He's the right. weakest villain. But it was just like, all right, this is the season finale, so we got to take Diaz out now. It was just one scene they that they took out all, well, the cops. Yeah. They took out his organization, more or less. And it was like one scene. I was like, all right, all right. Do you think he's going to be any kind of actual villain in the next season? I don't think he's going to be like a, maybe like a large. I'm hoping he but he, gets But killed. he's going to have a presence. Kind of like, uh, oh, God. Uh, Damian Dark came back in like Legends and had he was a he wasn't like the main villain except for the next season, but like when it was like the uh, Damian Dark uh, Reverse Flash and whoever who was the other person? You think those longbow hunters are a real thing? You think they're actually going to be part of season seven? I think that's going to come up in season. Yeah, I'm hoping they kill him. <laughs> I don't I don't care how or why. I just don't want him to be like around at all. No, that's definitely gonna come up. Maybe that might be the villain. But yeah, that. So I was just like that. Maybe gave maybe give it a high passable. The fact that he that Diaz was giving him hands. Oh, I was like, come on, get the fuck out of here. Like I don't believe I don't believe none of this. Me either. At all. <laughs> so I'm giving it the pass and assuming that the writers wanted you to be as frustrated as Oliver himself at the end. That's the only reason I'm giving in like the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, but you can still be frustrated without having Diaz give him the hands. It should have been like the Juggernaut versus Colossus fight, where yeah. Diaz was just getting his ass beat. 
I think it could be argued that... And then maybe Diaz... Che- it wasn't the to hardest give, fight. To give him the upper hand, maybe Diaz cheated by like stabbing him in the foot or some shit. I hate those. I hate when they give him handicaps. I hate that shit. But that's the only way I feel like... Cause but he still beat him. There was no handicap and he was still getting... Diaz was still giving him some hands. He got some blows in, but it wasn't like it was even the hardest fight we've seen Oliver in. No, it wasn't the hardest fight, yeah. but it should have been. It shouldn't have been a fight. It's, I, I agree. <laughs> he should have just like grabbed him by the throat and just slapped his ass a couple times. He like, should have been like Neo dodging everything like this is the best you got word <laughs> that would have been awesome catharsis for me but guess not I guess we gotta settle what we got <laughs> but yeah finale I mean and then I still think Mr. Terrific is trash <laughs> oh yeah what did he even do this episode he didn't do anything <laughs> yeah right he didn't even have really a moment did he no there was what, no he didn't, even, he didn't even like make out with his boyfriend or anything like a, that super we, important boyfriend yeah, that we super all care important about boyfriend. they didn't talk about him what was his name <laughs> who cares exactly that's his name exactly all right, so, yeah, that's why I give it a high passable alright let's get out of uh, CW talk let's get into some fun stuff let's talk about some emails before we get news of the week email here's the mail it never fails it makes me want to whack my tail. tail when it comes I want to wail metal <laughs> Um. All right. Our first email comes from CJ Higgins. Subject is Gotham. Hey guys, season four of Gotham has just ended and was renewed for season five. Yeah. Also, it's the last season. Now is the perfect time to binge and be ready for season five. No. <laughs> I I will binge the Joker episodes. The what led up to the end of the season because I I've been watching clips on YouTube. And like I'm not sure if I really like. Uh, Karen I gotta say, well, you you do that, and I'll, you tell, you tell me. me. I'll you tell, tell you. me about it. Okay. I'm not really sure if I like his second portrayal of Joker, his Jeremiah portrayal. He's, it's like a more calculating calculating Joker, where he's not he doesn't even smile. It's more it's more Joker. It's more Joker. I guess it's like Joker in game, but even that Joker like would smile. He's like very like I talk like this, and I'm very serious. Like you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's different. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's it's not like the ha crazy Joker that he was before. So we'll see. Uh, but I will watch those episodes and we'll talk about them. Uh, he goes on to say, Jordan, I can tell you love the story slash writing the most of any show or movie. And I think you would enjoy it here. The show doesn't follow the comics or any continuity. It feels like an Elseworlds version of Batman. Yeah, I, I, I let go of it being like the main universe Batman after season one. This is totally an Elseworlds story. That's why I'm fine with Batboy. I don't care if he dons the cape and cowl. Seventeen-year-old Batman. I'm fine with it. Bat boy. Fine with it. <laughs> well, give me Ace the Bat Hound, and I'll be. I'll, maybe I'll watch it. That's weird. <laughs> what a weird like stipulation to have. Um, if you keep that in mind, you can really enjoy it. Uh, enjoy the show. The show is sort of written in comic book style, as it is in various character arcs and story arcs per season. Season four is probably the best season yet, unlike another show. Season four. <laughs> mm-hmm. <coughs> flash. Yeah, flash. <coughs> Arrow. <coughs> Uh, stay nerdy, my blurdy. That's Blood Ocean 07, our old, our old pal. Duh, 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 duh. Blood Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our next email comes from John Atkinson. John Wick. <laughs> I thought the comics in Deadpool instantly heal or grow limbs back. But in the movie, it seems like he has to go through a stage of it. That's all he says. But I mean, that's, yeah. It's, it's because otherwise he'd be overpowered. Like, he was Deadpool from the comics, where he just instantly regenerates an arm. Oh, yeah. Instead of going through the slow burn. Yeah. And plus, it's for comedy. It's yeah, just, it's definitely for comedy. Yeah, like the baby hands. The and baby, baby hands, legs. or the baby legs, or the baby dick. <laughs> the baby dick. Oh, that was the most disturbing part of the whole movie. But I'm also wondering, when he blew himself up, 
did he have to grow his body back from his head or did like Wade like like Colossus like piece them together that's true they didn't you show saw, him cause you saw in like his new uh, like later on later on in the movie like his body like his costume had like scotch tape on it yeah that was after he got ripped in half by Juggernaut that's why but before I guess, actually was he wearing the costume when he blew himself yeah right yeah so that's a weird um, maybe they gave him a new one before he went out to go because he was at X-Men's place so they gave him a new outfit because that's what I was thinking because you know because uh, Colossus wasn't just drag had his head he had all the body parts yeah. so I'm thinking maybe he like taped it scotch taped his body together maybe they didn't show and him that's why the, there was scotch that. that's why there was scotch tape on his costume no the scotch tape and the costume because he didn't have the scotch tape in the other parts of the movie before that part but he had the scotch tape then because Juggernaut ripped him in half and he ripped the suit in half so I have to assume maybe the costume that blew up it was replaced by the X-Men before we went on the first mission. They just had a spare Deadpool costume. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> X-Men rules. I don't know. Uh, next email comes from Miguel Vasquez, and he says, screw the Flash. Agreed. Hey, guys. Big fan of the show. Really enjoy listening, even though we don't always agree on everything. What else is new? <laughs> but one thing we do agree on is how horrible the season of The Flash has been. Yeah, don't fuck, fuck this show. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Don't know if you guys listened to Chris Hartwick's recent podcast with Grant Gustin. Did not. Did not. I never listened to Chris Hartwick's I, podcast. Yeah, I though. didn't know he had one. Isn't is doesn't he have a uh, the nerd the nerdy podcast? I know What's he called? has nerdist the, the website. Yeah. I know he has nerdist the website, but I didn't know they had a podcast. He has a nerdist podcast. Oh. Uh, recent podcast with Grant Gustin, but he mentions on there how there are different writers and directors for each episode, and they don't really talk to each other. That explains so much. <laughs> Oh my God! So yeah, that, but isn't that the case for all? Uh, I think that's the case for all of TV. Like, there's need different a good show. There's direct, yeah, there's different directors and writers for all shows. So maybe this, the showrunners are shitty. Like, is it the same show? I probably not. It probably changed every season. Yeah, like I know, like specifically, like one, like like when Buffy, Joss Whedon, he's the she, he's he does the show running, like the overall showrunner and Buffy, but like. He doesn't write every single episode like Marty Knox. You'll see written by Marty Knox and or written by Drew Goddard or whatever. Yeah. Uh, directed by such and such. So you need a strong showrunner to have everybody on the same page and kind of keep things like in line. And also, it's kind of like you're Kevin Feige. You need somebody checking the inconsistencies between episode and episode. Uh-huh. They don't do that anymore. They don't do that. No, not at all. Um, go on to say, so that explains why a lot of stuff doesn't head up. I'm really hoping the finale makes up for the season and it's sticks the landing like, <laughs> like like Arrow did. So he agrees with, agrees with us there. Um, Arrow finale. Uh, the Arrow finale was so great. Had me from beginning to end with so many feels. My man. I'm right, I'm right there with you. Uh, anyways, love the show. I'm kind of there. <laughs> kind of there. Uh, anyways, love the show. Keep up the good work and stay blurdy, my nerdies. Hey. That's, no. No. <laughs> You had one job. <laughs> Stay nerdy, my blurdy. Which, funny enough, I'm like, how did that come? Like, how did that come? I don't remember. I feel like it started as like a joke. Like, and I mocked it. And it became real. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I don't remember how that even came about. Somebody remind us. Yeah. <laughs> Write a review. We need a... Um, or email. A, a blur vision archivist. Yeah. <laughs> like a blur vision historian who knows like all the information better than we do. <laughs> Pretty much. It was like, how do you not remember? I remember the exact episode, the exact time stamp. It was at the 41 minute Some and 31 second. I've been getting DMs sometimes. I'm like, I don't remember even saying this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because I'm like, what episode? Like, I don't... Yeah, because I'm like, how did that become a thing? <laughs> Stay nerdy, my blurdy. <laughs> All right, our, mm, one more? Oh, I guess it was only 
four or five. So our last... That's it. You're like, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Our last email comes from Bradley Kloss. Bradley Cooper? No. Kloss. <laughs> Perfect Vision. Hey, Jordan. It's Brad, a.k.a. Life's Nerdy. Oh, okay. He's a fan. Uh, he follows me on Instagram. And also, I met him this weekend at uh, Wizard World Philly. Oh, cool. He was actually there with the Power... He met me in the uh, Power Rangers crew. Took a picture. Selfie status. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I've been nonstop listening to the podcast, and I have to stop myself from laughing in school. Bad, Brad. Bad. We do not condone yeah, we do not listening in school. <laughs> recommend. But if you have to. <laughs> if you really want yeah, if to. You really want, don't do it. Don't, don't do, do it. it. <laughs> um, uh, da, da, da. I love your guys' banter. It always is great and funny. I always agree with your guys' opinions, except for when you review Legends. I personally love that show. Okay, well, okay. we, we yeah. liked it toward the end. We kind of let go of our preconceived notions of being anything but a cartoon. And kind of like, all right. Bebo, hungry. <laughs> Bebo, love you. Um, you guys recommended My Academia on the podcast. So I started it and I went episode nine of season one and I loved it. Hey. Uh, I cried at the end of episode one. It plays with my emotions so much. Oh my god, he's a man after my own heart. <laughs> he's he's Jordan's clone. He's your clone. Yeah. <laughs> he's my. I shall call him Mini Me. <laughs> I think he's taller than me. <laughs> he probably might be. I think I, I met him. I think he oh, was yeah, taller you than just, me. You did just say you met him. The con. I mean, but the first episode. Wait, the first episode or the second episode? No, he said I cried on the first episode. I'm trying to remember how the first episode ended. Uh, what made me cry it was, was uh, it was young all, man. It was all yeah. It was all my on, and uh, Deku on the roof. But that wasn't. But that was like it ended with him saying you can't be a hero. When it, the end, and then it was like, uh, and that's this is the story of how I become the greatest hero. Yeah, oh, no, no, it's the second episode. No, no, I'm wrong. But the the end of the first episode was him saying, "Nah, son, you can't do this." And that's probably why he cried. It broke his broke his heart. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it shattered his dreams. What made me cry was young man. You can, you can be a hero. hero. <gasps> and then the flashback to his mom. Oh, the feels. Um, that's what I need you to say, mom. Um, he goes on to say, the content in the podcast may not always be perfect vision reviews, but the podcast always is. Can't wait for Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom because it's dinosaurs and explosions. Who doesn't love that? Looks at Michael. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be all about that. Michael's gonna be like, <laughs> just like a dinosaur. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> like, come on! <laughs> Giant monsters fighting, Michael. It's the coolest thing ever. What do you do? Does Chris Pratt take his shirt off? <laughs> That's all this, I care this about. Guy. <laughs> this guy. Uh, and finally, I read uh, the Ready Player One book, and the extra life coin was in the book. So when I saw the film, the movie spoiled me on the plot point, but otherwise, Ready Player One is a perfect vision. Did you ever read the Audible for that? Or listen to the Audible for I that? started, but then I stopped. Not I, because I was bored, I just stopped. I literally have it, I have not listened to it. Yeah, I started. I mean, it was the the audio that I did here, because I think I got like to chapter four. It was. I mean, I liked it. It was pretty good, but then I just stopped. Did you think it was going to be better than the book? Like everybody, I mean, better than the movie, like everybody says? That's like the consensus. If you read the book, you're like, oh, the book's better. Well, I mean, I was only at four chapters, so I can't really... No, not you can make a, a, like a judgment yet? Yeah, I can't make because it wasn't... It, it, the major stuff didn't start happening yet. Got you, got you. All right. Um, and he finishes off by saying, also, love meeting you, Jordan. Oh, there you go. <laughs> love meeting you too, bro. I can't wait for Power Rangers Unworthy. Yeah. Oh, announcement right now. It's going to come out. We're dropping the first episode 
on the weekend of Power Morphicon, so the beginning of Directed August. by Michael Lamar Simeon. Nope. Don't <laughs> yes. say that because it's not yes. true. It's very true. But Michael is not even involved. <laughs> I'm going to be behind <laughs> behind the camera. Action. Nope. Doesn't do that. Where's no. the dick? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> NC-17 Power Rangers. Where's the ranger? Where's the ranger cock? <laughs> like, all right, guys. We're going to have an orgy scene <laughs> in the opening. Sense8. Whoa. You're all connected. May the power connect you into orgies. It's like, Michael, I don't think this has anything to do with the Power Rangers. Is it everything to do with Power Rangers? Yes. It's giving me power and my ranger. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Something's morphing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Well, with that, let's get into Michael News. Michael News. Back to action. Jesus. <laughs> so, trailers. Michael, actually, we have to have a bump for that. Michael, trailer talk. Talking about trailers and trailer talk. I don't like it. Oh, man, come on. <laughs> you have failed the trailer talk. <laughs> you have failed this city. So, let's talk about this first. Uh, since somebody brought it up on the podcast last week and asked if we were interested in Hotel Artemis. Or is it Artemis Hotel? Yeah, Hotel Artemis. You mean AKA Black John Wick? Black John Wick. It's like we're gonna release this movie before the Continental show comes out, yeah, so we can much. steal the premise. Instead of the Continental, it's the Hotel Artemis. Oh yeah, Hotel Artemis. Basic premise being that it's a, a building that the criminals can get, like a hospital. A right? hospital for criminals. Yeah, they can get patched up at it's after a, the job. It's a spinoff. So yeah, John Wick. Like, they, how are they not they, sued? They sleep They sleep at the Hotel Continental, but when they need to get patched up, they go to Hotel Artemis. So there should, could be, be, the same should universe. be a crossover. Word. It really could be the same universe. It's got mass celebrities in it. It's got a lot of celebrities. Sterling K. Brown, Jodie Foster. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Who else they got in there? I, th- I saw somebody. Oh, uh, Brian, Brian Tyree Henry from uh, Atlanta. Mm. Uh, what's his name? The rapper. Uh uh paperboy paperboy yeah i was just on the paperboy <laughs> oh yeah they also got zachary quinto charlie day it's crazy yeah they got a lot of people i mean it looks good it's stacked so yeah it looks interesting i, I definitely want to see it I'm, I'm i'm a fan of sterling k brown so i'm i think this is maybe like his one of his first starring movie roles mm-hmm. so yeah action looks cool plot seems interesting yeah i'm definitely interested in checking it out so i'm in yeah, thanks for letting us know about it, because now you got something that got got our attention. Yeah. I, I, I want more people to send suggestions and stuff, because I, I do like when we get recommendations for things. Well, we still got to watch uh, C, C-Section. What's it? Oh, C-Control? C-Control. C-Section. The anime, C-Section. Right. C-Section. That is a completely <laughs> different anime, bro. <laughs> C-Section. Well, I mean, it's all the same. Uh, this is my medical procedural <laughs> anime. Like, uh, give me a medical anime like Food Wars. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure one exists. That'd be so weird. Titties just pop out for a reason. Put on the gloves, spread your legs. Oh my god. <laughs> but uh yeah, next trailer. Jackie Chan. Bleeding what? Bleeding Bleeding Metal? Bleeding Steel. Bleeding Steel. Dr. James called him Andre. He was an experimental subject. The world's first super bio warrior. I feel like you've turned me into a monster. You're gonna suffer everything I've suffered. Go. Yes, sir. We don't have much time. All my work is in her body. She 
He must be protected. What Andre needs is Nancy's mechanical heart. Andre can make an army. As long as she lives, I will protect her. Kill him. Same shit. <laughs> being metal, being steel, whatever. So yeah, what did you think of Jackie Chan fighting a Sith Lord? <laughs> Bruh, this movie looks like two different movies literally got like mashed together at the last second. Because half of it looks like present day, and the other half looks super futuristic. But it's very like, futuristic. But it's a basic Jackie Chan plot, almost like the Foreigner, where it's like I have to protect this girl, I have to protect my daughter, I have to save somebody. You know, it's it's a very basic plot. But then the other half is like this sci-fi super soldier monster creature and these like spaceships and, and Jackie Chan's in like a Pacific Rim suit. What the fuck is going on in this fucking trailer? <laughs> I do not I don't understand what's happening in it. I don't understand what's happening in it either, but because I don't understand what's happening, you're intrigued. I'm intrigued. Oh <laughs> I'm like, God. I wanna see it. Oh Jesus. <laughs> and it comes out in oh, wait, August. No, it comes out. Oh, damn! It comes what? out July sixth. Oh, f- whoa! So like, so, so it's a like a month. So it's an actual summer summer movie. Yeah. So we're going. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a choice if you want to go. So <laughs> no, you, you don't have a choice. But I mean, we can movie pass it though. Yeah, that's what it's for. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's for. But yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely interested. And it takes place in Hong Kong. I mean, <laughs> does it? <laughs> I can't yeah, tell from those trailers. <laughs> I mean, you could. I mean, it has a bunch of Asian people in it. <laughs> That's why. That's why. I think they're all, isn't that landmark in Australia? Like that thing with the white um, slopes, slants, the building? Yeah, I mean, they probably filmed it. Is that Australia? Is that what know. I'm thinking of? I don't, know I don't know anything about landmarks. Okay, well, I thought it was. I could be, I could be wrong. It might be, I don't know shit. it might be Hong Kong. You're racist. It could be. <laughs> I'm the dumbest Avenger, so I can't. <laughs> How do you not know Asian landmarks, Jordan? <laughs> Cause Hulk not Asian. <laughs> Hulk stupid American. There is a Amadeus Chalk is Asian. I'm not a Hulk. <laughs> I'm the Bulk, the Black Hulk. Okay, that doesn't exist. <laughs> the Bulk. There's a Black Hulk. Where? Ultimate Universe. Who cares? Wow. <laughs> the, the Ultimate Universe is gone. Wow. <laughs> Secret Wars. It was mad racist too. He was like the original like prototype for the Hulk. God, was- God's got BET. Kinda, he, he literally looked like. Hey, you, you move on, but I'm gonna, I'll, I'll bring it up for you so you can. But yeah, see. bleeding still. I'm definitely interested in checking it out. So yeah, uh, bleeding metal, same thing. <laughs> next trailer. Jordan's not a fan of this one, <laughs> but the Black Klansman. There's never been a black cop in this city. We think you might be the man to open things up around here. Hello, this is Ron Stallworth calling. Who am I speaking with? This is David Duke. Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. That David Duke? God. Last time I checked. What can I do you for? Well, since you asked, I hate blacks. I hate Jews, Mexicans, and Irish, Italians, and Chinese. But my mouth to God's ears, I really hate those black rats. And anyone else, really, that doesn't have pure white Aryan blood running through their veins. I'm happy to be talking to a true white American. God bless white America. The KKK is planning an attack. How do you propose to make this investigation? We'll establish contact over the phone. We'll need a white officer to play me when they meet face to face. You for the white race, Ron? Oh, hell yeah. So there becomes a combined Ron Stallworth. Can you do that? With the right white man, we can do anything. Oh, yeah. Directed by Spike Lee and produced by Jordan Peele. 
that's what that's what really uh got me interested in watching it. Wait, speaking J- of black, Jordan Peele producing it. Speaking of black, before we move on, this is the Hulk I'm talking about. How oh. fuck is it like Mr. T? I've seen that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was something that was real. That's real. That's an ultimate universe. I hate it. It's stupid as fuck. <laughs> I hate all of it. Like I hate, for those every, that, I hate every second of it. Yeah, for those that are listening, obviously, because there's no video. Everybody, everybody's yeah, everybody, listening. Everybody, everybody. <laughs> I don't those, know why. For those that are listening, I don't know why that was double toasted for a second. <laughs> we, got, we got a spy camera in here, like. <laughs> but he's literally he looks like Mr. T with like gold chains and shit, with like a big like T necklace, like a gold T necklace. With and he's got Hulk, like with Hulk. Uh, what, the, what are they the called? Ring, I don't know the the the, the ring fist. The uh, brass knuckles. Brass knuckles. There yeah. we go. But it says Hulk on like the brass knuckles. I hate it. It's so fucking dumb. <laughs> I hate all of it. Yeah. And that's why the Ultimate Universe was destroyed. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> but yeah, Black Klansman, starring uh, I don't know his name, but Denzel Washington's uh, son, who sounds exactly like Denzel. He does. But like the, I don't know if he's. Why if, does he say white like that? Yeah, I don't know if he's doing that on purpose or if that's how he actually speaks. What? But it's like white, white. <laughs> white people it's like, why are you I'm like over- I'm not even saying it right but it's yeah it's like family guy was say whip whip <laughs> no whip whip <laughs> say cool whip cool whip <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> how you say <laughs> so like why is there so much emphasis on the W <laughs> uh, white but I mean that's how some that's how some white people in like the 50s and stuff like that that's how they used to say white people <laughs> oh, really yeah I mean it's interesting I mean you, you, you know what key, uh, key Key and Pill's name What's his name? Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. It's not Jordan Peele's name, but like he's just a producer, so it's not like it doesn't necessarily mean he's that involved, right? It's a producer. I mean, it depends. It depends. It's a case by case basis. Some producers are very involved in the movie, and some producers are just like, I'm gonna just slap my name on it. Yeah, just this is a Spike just, Lee movie. Just to get it sold. Yeah, but this is a Spike Lee movie. You think Spike Lee needs Jordan Peele's input in this? Yeah, but I mean, what's the last like major movie Spike Lee's that done? Spike Lee has done? But that's why I think. Having his name on it helps. Peel's name. Like I think in this day and age, oddly enough, Peel's the hotter name. Yeah, because he's because Get Out was just last year. And exactly, it's been a while since. Like I, like I said, what's the Spike Lee movie? The, the last Spike Lee movie I remember was Who the thing. Sh- was, <laughs> that, that was like thirty years ago. <laughs> was right. uh, the Shy, and I didn't really get that great of reviews. I never heard of that. Uh, I didn't see it, but uh, yeah, it was about it was about Chicago, like okay. South Side of Chicago, and I didn't really, I didn't really do that well. So okay, well, this is about a black man being. In, like, this is like a Dave Chappelle. It's, it's, ba- it's based on a true story, actually. Really? Yeah, it's based on a true story. Wow, it's like a Dave Chappelle joke, where a black guy is like uh, on the cops impersonating a white person to be in the clan. Yeah, he tries to he uh, undercover. Yeah, he he tries to uh, infiltrate uh, the KKK. Uh, and essentially puts on puts on a voice to 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 fool to fool the Klansmen. It's like, yeah, I hate black people, I hate Jews, yada yada yada. But of course, since he's black, he has to send in an actual uh, white person played by ben Solo, yeah, played by Kylo Ren. Adam Adam Driver. I, I don't know why I was about to say Andre Douglas. Who the fuck is that? The hell? <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> I don't know. Andre Douglas? I don't know who the fuck that is. What the fuck? <laughs> My mind goes places sometimes. Okay. Yeah. But at least I caught it. You're going to meet a guy named Andre Douglas tomorrow. Well, Probably. It's going to be really crazy. And hopefully he's fine. Wow. And I go down on him. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah, Adam Driver is going to play the, the guy that's actually infiltrated. But I mean, it looks... And, and uh, the girl that's that played Liz Allen from Spider-Man: Homecoming, she's I guess like the good, the, the female love interest lead person. Mm. It looks interesting. I mean, I'm not. And I mean, the, the, and the fact that 
What what makes me more interested, not just on the fact that uh, it being produced by Jordan Peele, and of course Spike Lee is pretty good. Yeah. But uh, I read that it got a standing ovation at the Cannes Film Festival. So that alone made me go, hmm, what is this movie about that it got? Because that doesn't happen that often. Hmm. So I'm like, what is what is what is? Because it looks like comedy on face value. Yeah. So I'm like, what is this movie that it got a standing ovation at Cannes? Like, I'm curious. Well, it's also Spike Lee. Maybe it's a message. This and in. this and that movie with uh, Lakeith Stanfield. I don't know if you saw that trailer with uh, Lakeith Stanfield, Tessa Thompson. Something, something to talk about. Something like that. No. Where he puts on his white voice. No. You have not seen that trailer. No. All right, we gotta pause it. What? <laughs> look, look it up. <laughs> Okay, so I have seen that trailer, or at least I've seen part of it where like they do the customer service and the voices. Yeah, sorry to bother you. I yeah. said something to talk about or whatever. I was totally wrong. I was close. <laughs> no, not yeah. even. <laughs> sorry, so something, so. Wow. And <laughs> so it all connects. Mm. But yeah, so I'm interested in seeing that too. That's that's kind of what it reminded me of in 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 the sense, even though they're two different two different movies. Got you. But. Uh, yeah, I'm interested. I'm just, it's not my usual cup of tea, so I'm not like, oh my god, can't wait to see this. But I'm gonna make it your cup of tea, god and you're you're gonna drink it, motherfucker. <laughs> you're gonna drink this tea, and it's black and tea, you're, and you're and gonna you like, like it. it. <laughs> no sugar, no cream, nothing, just pure <laughs> black. Anyway, so next trailer, something else that's sugar and coffee, but it has a little bit of black in it. So let's talk the charm trailer. Something that you don't care about. Uh, <laughs> well, but apparently my mom does. <laughs> yeah, your mother, because I'm a fan of your mother, that's why. <laughs> she's like, oh, I love charm. She, she's like, like damn, is, is that the new charm? Oh, I love charm. I was like, see, this is why I love you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but yeah, let's talk the charm trailer. Hello, ladies. What the? There is a reasonable explanation. There we are. You are charmed once. The most powerful trio of witches. This is crazy. I am not a witch. I don't even like wearing witch costumes on Halloween. Like, not even slutty ones. I will help you understand it all. I am an advisor to witches. Wait, was Mom a witch? Bingo. And part of my speech. Your mother bound your powers when you each were born to protect you and let you live normal lives. She began the process of unbinding those powers the night she was murdered. I knew it. I knew she didn't fall. Your mother's spell book, the Book of Shadows. Your guide to protect the innocent and vanquished demons. You three have to decide whether you wish to accept your witchly fate. No, no way, I'm not doing this. Witchers aren't real. This is our legacy. Mom wanted us to do this and then we can figure out who killed her. Looks like something in the underworld knows you three had your powers activated. Throughout history, strong women were called witches, and they are. We are. We have to unite. Maybe we can do this like once a month and never on Saturday night. Maggie! Okay, fine! Fine! I'm in. Sorry, I shouldn't have shut you out. And Macy, you're not alone anymore. We're sisters. You're better together. Your differences are your strengths. And nothing is stronger than your sisterhood. Always remember that. That people don't care about, but I care about it. <laughs> Which? Well, I'm sure there are charm fans out there somewhere. 
Because <laughs> I saw somebody say on the uh, SoundCloud, it was like, stop talking about Charm. I was like, I'm going to keep talking about Charm. Oh, somebody did say something about yeah. it? Oh, fuck Charm. <laughs> There's only, only one person, though. Okay. There's only one person. Another somebody, some, another person sent me a message like, keep talking about Charm, bro. Do you? Okay. Well, I have zero stakes in this game because, like, I, as, upon watching that trailer, I realized how little I remember about Charm. So I was like, are these her powers? Are those the names? <laughs> like, I had all these questions. I'm like, I don't remember anything about Charmed. But yeah, watching this trailer, and funny enough, let me go back. I said the only way I would be interested in them doing a reboot of Charm, because I don't think they should, especially since it just ended in like 2008. I'm like, the only way I would be interested in this is if they cast all women of color. And that's essentially what they did. Kinda. Kinda. I mean, they're very- <laughs> Just enough. <laughs> yeah, they, they have the smallest dab of color, except with like the oldest sister, because she's half, she's mm-hmm. Afro-Latino, but the other two are, are Latina. And so they, they essentially, they listened to me. That's what they did. They said, oh, well, Michael is not going to watch it until they, if, if we don't cast women of color, we're going to make Michael watch it. <laughs> so they cast women of color and uh, as the charm ones. And then I saw the trailer, the trailer dropped, and I'm just like- yeah, I'm not really feeling this. <laughs> oh wow, really? <laughs> yeah, I was waiting to hear your thoughts on the podcast. I didn't even know you didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't tell you until I was like, oh, I'll wait to after. I was like, if I would give it a rating, I'd be like, I don't know, low passable. Yeah, I was like, I'm not really feeling this. And the reason I'm not, I'm not feeling it, is because uh, it's it's not just the fact that that they're doing a reboot. And it has nothing to do with the original series. Like, I'm, cause I'm like, if they're gonna do Charm, like, focus on the, the children or, or have the, you know, the original Charm ones come back and let, mm. let them be older yeah. and having to come out of retirement or something like that. But so there's that. But then I also feel like kind of like, interesting because they're doing that a lot these days, have like bringing back the, yeah, old bringing cast back the original and, cast. Yeah. And it's, Kind of the same thing I uh, said last week in my criticism with Deadpool, where I feel like they just did a bunch of callbacks to the to the original movie. It was like, oh, well, you like this? Well, let's do it again. But they didn't. I feel like they didn't do anything new. Like I feel like it's a lot of the same beats, yeah. but it feel like they're they're CWizing it, like Charm. As opposed to what was it on before Fox? I mean, no. Well, Charm was on a WB, so it was CW before CW. But oh, okay. But considering that the all the sisters were older, it still felt like an older show. Gotcha. Like they were still dealing with adult issues. This feels like a teen Riverdale type drama, Charmed, mm. where and it's and it kind of felt it, it it just felt stupid to me. Where it's like the whole magical world was supposed to be hidden and stuff like that, but it's like they're just they're doing a lot of conveniences where she gets mad and a magic cup just flies into the whatever it's and it's just clumsy. like oh yeah I'm clumsy it's and it's like, like clearly clearly not <laughs> like you have magic yeah I'm like telekinesis what <laughs> so I don't know it just it just felt like instead of it being like an adult version of you know people getting because that's one of the things that intrigued me or uh, brought me into charm more so than the other shows where it was like. Usually in like superhero type of shows, it's always about like a teenager discovering their powers or whatever and dealing with teen drama. Like when Buffy, she when she be first became a Slayer, she was 15. Mm. Static, he was like 14. Peter Parker was like 15 when he got his powers. So it's always that angle. But what intrigued me about Charm was these are these women were adults. Mm. And so you still had adult problems, having to pay your bills and, you know, relationships and all that other stuff. But then you now you have this other element where now we got powers and we got to save the world. We got to vanquish. So that's what uh got me into the original series but it's like this they're all adults but it still feels like a teen drama yeah i got that vibe so i'm just like that's what makes me go eh. 
Well, I guess we'll never need to talk about Charmed again, right? <laughs> but I'm still gonna watch. I'm still. I'm gonna give it four. I'm gonna give it four episodes. Oh my god, <laughs> four? Huh? Only why, why four? Why not three? No, because I usually I usually say by nah, shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> I usually say by episode four, that's what if you don't if you don't catch me by episode four, unless you're Agents of Shield, because that took me like fifteen episodes oh, wow. in the first season. But yeah, if you don't catch me by episode four, then I'm not gonna be interested. Okay, all right, fair enough. So yeah, that's how I felt about the trailer. I give it a low passable too. Oh really? Wow, <laughs> I, I would not have guessed that. Yeah, fuck, fuck that, fuck that trailer. All that time we spent talking about the fucking the cast and the build up to it. Like, oh. I thought it was gonna be. I was like, oh, women of color. Okay, all right, I'm into it. Then the trailer comes out. I'm like, all right. barely women of color. The, the most woman of color is that like that. Older I mean, sister. if 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 you're Hispanic and you see Hispanic character, I mean, you're Hispanic, Jordan. If they're actually like Hispanic, Hispanic, and they actually like use that as part of their culture and like they go into it then yeah but it seems like from the mom she looked white so I was like I don't yeah she definitely did I'm like what, what but she, she, I think she, I guess I'm guessing she's Hispanic why is my father calling me right now during the podcast decline I can't talk to you dad wow <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing news <laughs> the news is more important than you father <laughs> yeah it is now final trailer which I'm just gonna say was my is my favorite trailer of 2018 <laughs> the happy time murders Two of the most decorated offices in this department. What do you see? Looks like a rubber gone wrong to me. This wasn't a robbery, this was a hit. Welcome! Someone out there <gasps> is killing puppets. Hey, handsome. You looking for some rotten cotton? I'm a woman. That's okay. Yeah, that's even better. Got a good time for you. <laughs> We're gonna catch the bastards who did these murders. Because bodies are gonna start piling up. You're one of the best damn cops I've ever seen. I'll have your badge for this. I'm in the fucking FBI. Oh, yeah? What's that stand for? Fucking big idiot? <laughs> cop, good cop, where is your dignity? Where's your empathy? Where is your sympathy? Bad cop, cop. This shit gets crazy. I'm gonna go crazy as shit. Is that just a fantasy? God, are you all right? I ruptured my hymen. This pure ecstasy. I'm not doing this. Do it. Oh, sorry about your dead human friend, Phillips. That is good shit. Well, fuck me. Maybe. (laughs) Don, what did you think? I thought it was hilarious. The Happy Time Murders. Yeah, it's Muppet Baby. I mean, Muppet Baby. It's uh, the Sesame Street Muppets meets like World Police meets um, was uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, it's from the same people that did Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It looks like a modern version of it. If you haven't haven't heard of the Happy Time trailer, go look that up. (laughs) Yeah, words can't do it justice. Yeah, words cannot do it justice, but make sure you look at the Red Band trailer Mm -hmm. specifically. Yeah, without that, I feel like it defeats the purpose. Yeah, yeah, definitely would defeat the purpose. I'm pretty sure for like television or whatever, they have to come out with a... Yeah, the hilarity is in the fact that these Muppets are doing like hardcore fucked up shit. Yeah, for 50 for fifty cents, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, it's a pretty good deal. I wish I had a dick. Right, I'm not, so I said, yes. It's like, no. Yeah, starring Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, it's basically Who Framed Roger Rabbit, more or less, where it's like the puppet world takes place in our world, but they actually exist. Wasn't it a tune killer, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, it was somebody that was killing tunes. And yeah, now, this now one, it's a Muppet killer. Now this one is someone killing puppets. It's exactly the same yeah, thing. That's why I said it's... it's and and it's made by the people that made it so yeah but yeah it was it was definitely funny especially that final moment 
where he was nutting all over the wall. Oh my god! They had sex that in that spray, room. That spray. What is that stuff called? Silly, silly string. Silly, silly string. Yeah. That's, just, <laughs> that's his ejaculate. That's fucking hilarious. I'm yeah, in. That was I'm, funny. I'm definitely in. <laughs> It's like no sesame. And funny All enough, street. I'm, I'm actually surprised that you that you liked it. Really? Yeah. Why? Because I was like, I was watching the trailer. I was like, Jordan's probably not gonna like this. He's probably he's probably gonna be like, this is what, what is this? This is weird. It is weird. That's why I like it. That's, I was like, he's probably gonna be like, this is too weird for me. I'm like, no, he's going. <laughs> but no, I like War Police. So I'm in. All right. So yeah, because I was like, whether he likes it or not, we're going. <laughs> we're seeing this movie. One of my favorite lines is still from War Police, where it's like, um, uh. I promise I'll never. Oh, it's like, uh, promise me you won't die. And it's like, I can't promise that. If you promise it, I'll have sex with you. Then I promise I'll never die. <laughs> You're just like, what? It's been a while since I've seen that movie. Yeah, me too. But yeah, so moving on. So, yeah, Deadpool 2 officially came out this weekend. Yes. And. Wait, did it feel like, like, since we saw it so early? I haven't forgotten it was coming out officially this weekend. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm like, oh, wow, old news. Wow. That's why I was like, oh, yeah, I probably should go see it twice. That's weird. Since, since it's actually opening weekend. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> feel like that anymore. No. But uh, surprisingly enough, both good news and maybe some bad news for Deadpool 2. I hope so. So uh, it broke uh, records with like the highest uh, Thursday opening ever. Uh I think it uh, also Wait, ever or just for for a rated well for a rated, rated R, R movie. movie. Okay. Yeah, so people were thinking like, oh, it's, it's gonna it's gonna have a huge. Some people were predicting maybe it open at like two hundred plus million dollar opening weekend, which vastly dwarfs the uh, opening weekend of the original. Okay. And it turned out no, it opened at one hundred and twenty five million uh, this weekend, which I mean is still good, but it's actually lower than Deadpool one. Really? Yeah. And they had so many more promotions for Deadpool 2. We went to Korea. Like, the ad campaign has been crazy for Deadpool 2. Yeah, Deadpool 1 opened at 132.4. Wow. So it makes it the second high. So, I mean, it's still... It's still high. That's why I said it's both good news and bad news. So it's still open at... It's still the second highest uh, rated R movie ever. But that kind of goes in line with what we've been saying. It but kinda, yes, like, but it's the, the novelty world. But it's behind Deadpool... The original. Yeah. I think the novelty was out of that first and it, and it only made 2 million more than It. Because mm-hmm. it opened at 123.4. And Pennywise was in both. So, <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, both good news and bad news for uh, Deadpool. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, Avengers is also number two this weekend. It dropped with uh, 28 million this weekend. And so, with that, Avengers has also topped Jurassic World now as the fourth biggest box office film globally at 1.686 billion dollars and domestically it's made 562.9 million after only 20 days so i'm getting started yeah and so it's uh close it's it's close to making uh two billion dollars so we'll see if if, it, if if the momentum keeps up it's it, got it. it, it I it, wanted to pass Avengers one and two so bad. Oh, it already did. Wait, did globally? Yeah. Wait, so it's only behind Titanic and what was the other one? Uh, well, that's if 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 it makes two billion dollars. It's no, I'm saying it's the fifth fifth biggest uh box office film globally. So it's four other movies of, ahead of it. Okay. Uh, uh. 
Uh, Avatar, the Force Awakens is ahead of it. Avatar, Titanic, and yeah, that's three. So yeah, the Force Awakens, Avatar, and Titanic are the three that are ahead of it, and uh, Avengers is number four. Okay. Fuck Avatar. <laughs> So in order in order for it to catch the Force Awakens, it would have to make uh two point zero seven billion. It's gonna over that. It's gonna get that. Maybe. I think. It, I think the only thing it might not beat is the number one spot. Oh, it's not gonna catch Avatar or fuck Avatar. It's not gonna catch Titanic either. You only get what's Titanic at? Titanic is two one nine. Really? Because you can make it. I mean, it's starting to slow down. Like with with Deadpool, oh, it's, right. it's already not number one anymore. That's right. And then you got Solo coming out this week. That's right. Which I heard is actually pretty good, which is surprising. Uh, yeah. I was kind of hoping it was gonna be terrible, just so you'd be like, ah, it's a terrible Star Wars. I'm gonna hold my judgment with that one. <laughs> not not convinced yet. I'm not convinced. Yeah. I'm not completely sold either. That's just the word in the streets. But somebody else is not convinced. Who? Ryan Reynolds and the Green Lantern. Because, you know, he, he spoofed his, the Green Lantern at the end of Deadpool. Yeah, best so, post-credits ever. Yeah, Warner Brothers, they uh, released a tweet with... Uh, oh, I saw that. With, we're going to need the ring yeah, back. Yeah, with Tomar Ray. And I was like, yeah, so sorry, Ryan Reynolds. We're going to need the Green Lantern ring back. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, they're, he's probably he probably already mailed that shit back. Like, do you think he really, <laughs> he really cares? Like, come on. He doesn't. But, I mean... Whatever. <laughs> Who cares? Like DC and WP are like the like the the scorn ex girlfriend. I was just like just hovering around like, oh, you think you you bigger and better now? You think you're doing better without us? Yeah, we are actually <laughs> way better. Well, speaking of bigger and better, so one of the biggest, baddest, and not in a good way, person in history was Hitler. Okay, where's it going? So, in one of the Deadpool post credit scenes that they that they ended up cutting. Oh like, no! Yeah, he was gonna go back in time because he says that in the sh- in the movie. Yeah, cable. He was gonna go back in time and kill baby Hitler. Wow, baby Hitler, baby Hitler. That's dark. <laughs> you killing a baby, bro? <laughs> yeah. So they ended up they ended up cutting it. So uh, they said Good choice. They said we shot it and we put it in at the front. Wait, it says we shot it and we put it front of in front of an audience. He's got the crib and he's standing standing in a German nursery and he's leaving leaning over the crib. And we do it, and there's this kind of ooh moment. And we thought, yeah, we don't want to leave the crowd with an ooh moment. No. So so they ended up cutting it. That would have been bad. And especially, like, the, the post-credits scenes were so strong, like, that would have ruined it. Yeah, and so... They kill said, a baby. Like, if you punch Hitler in the face, okay? But if you kill a baby, baby in a crib... So, yeah, they said like, the, last, the last moment was Deadpool saying maximum effort as he throttles baby Hitler. Throttles him? Yeah. Bro, you could have done that with the, but why baby? You could have done that with the adult Hitler. You're Deadpool. It's not like Hitler can kill you. Kill him before he's a baby. <laughs> or when he's a baby. No, you gotta kill him when he's a Nazi. Otherwise you you <laughs> you can't kill baby. <laughs> it's like even if you tell me it's the I was gonna say, Nazi. wasn't that his whole point in the movie? Like I'm not killing a kid. Yeah. <laughs> now you're going somebody even younger. <laughs> yeah. What the hell, dude? <laughs> but they I mean they cut it, so but another thing that they cut that I wish I kinda wish they did but they, well, they said they didn't actually film it. They didn't actually go through the process, but they actually, but they wrote it, so they didn't even know if if it was gonna go, if it was gonna happen. But there was a scene that uh, during like the X Force moments, so it wasn't a post credit scene. It was gonna be during that moment where he was recruiting X Force. Okay. They wrote a scene where Chris Evans playing <laughs> Chris Evans, Chris Evans playing Johnny Storm in his Fantastic Four outfit as the Human Torch 
comes because you know Fox to audition. It. Yeah, to audition. That's brilliant. But they ended up cutting it. Oh, they shouldn't have. That been hilarious. Because they was like, what did they cut it? Because Chris Evans uh, declined or whatever. They was like, no, we didn't even get that far. We wrote it, and we're just like, yeah, nah, we're probably not gonna. So they ended up cutting it. Why? So I'm like, at least ask. I think he would have did it. I think he would have too. But it's like he has humor about it. Yeah. So, but yeah, I would have loved to have seen that. That would have been hilarious. That would have been hilarious. It would have killed in the theater. Yeah, that would have been, been hilarious. Roaring laughter. Yeah. So I mean, maybe maybe they'll film it as like a, a DVD extra. <laughs> That'd be amazing. But uh, hey, who's this idiot? <laughs> Look at this asshole in his uniform. But yeah, I mentioned this before. But I didn't, and funny enough, I didn't realize this until they came out with an article about it. So I was like, oh, I didn't realize this. So maybe I should just mention it real quickly but yeah negasonic she's now officially she's officially the first gay superhero on on in a movie and on screen which i didn't realize that i was oh, like shit, oh yeah. shit yeah I'm, i literally was thinking about it as you were saying i'm like oh yeah that's the first openly gay relationship in, in superheroes yeah so i just thought i'd bring that hey, up Yukio. real quick <laughs> hey way so they make a cute couple <laughs> and they didn't pander because no. they were actually in a, they were actually in a relationship, but somebody that is pandering. So Solo is coming out this weekend. Okay. Or yeah, this weekend, and so the writer is basically coming out and saying that Lando is pansexual. Since when? Exactly. <laughs> but uh, what did he say? He says, uh, "I mean." <laughs> What happens in Cloud City stays in Cloud City. <laughs> but yeah, he says, I mean, I would have loved to have gotten a more explicitly LGBT character in this movie. I think it's time, certainly, for that. And I would love fluidity sort of on that spectrum. Donald appeals to Donald appeals to that. And uh, droids are part of that as well. And so basically, I think the way they're trying to do that is try to try to say, oh yeah, he's part of the LGBTQ community because he has a relationship with a droid, but it's a, probably a woman droid or probably it's a droid. So it doesn't really have a gender. So that's why they're like, oh yeah, Donald. What do you mean Gl- a relationship? Is he fucking this robot? He's probably having, he's probably has fucking a sex bot. Is but I'm like, that makes you pants. Whoa. Like, I guess, the I guess C-3PO in the world, have I guess, a, I, guess have in the wor- I guess in the world of Star Wars, because they're so sentient, they're pretty. They're pretty much human in that aspect. So, we c- but this this opened up so many questions. Like, uh, can you fuck any of the droids? Like, is there Pro- is well, probably not? Probably not all of them. I'm saying like C three PO has a dick. Like, I, I mean, we we seen him. Like, is it a detachable dick? <laughs> I don't know. Is you press a button, it pops out. Like, yeah. but I'm just I like, so many questions now. I'm just like whatever. I don't like. Who cares? Like if he's fucking a droid, they're like, oh yeah, we want to have our diversity points. Yeah, let's say, let's, let's say he's fucking a droid. So yeah, he's pansexual. But it's like no, that's not how that works. That's weak. <laughs> People, humans fuck humans fuck sex bots. Like they have blow up dolls and shit like that. So yeah, are they, like if you yeah. have a dildo, are you pansexual? Yeah, is that, <laughs> is that how that works? Like mm, no, weak. We're I'm sauce. like it's just it's just pander. Basically, they call it the rolling effect. When you're pandering, oh, Rowling? yeah, J.K. Rowling, J.K. Rowling, like yeah. when she wrote all her books after they were all done, and she yeah. was like, "Oh yeah, guys, guess what? Dumbledore's gay," but you didn't show that in the books. Yeah, but I totally hinted at it. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, something that was hinted at because they did it before, and I'm excited about it. And I never, I was never actually able to read it because they were so, they were all sold out. But they're continuing with the series, so yeah, there's gonna be a series. Crossover. Did you ever read any of the DC Looney Tunes crossovers? 
They had like Batman and Elmer the Fudd and oh, those comics. Yeah, no, I saw I the tr- covers. <laughs> yeah, I tried. I tried to actually buy them, but they were like sold out everywhere. Oh, really? But yeah, they're still they're continuing with the, with uh, a team up between Joker and Daffy Duck. I I, I want to read this. What? I want to read this. Why does he look like a gangster? Because <laughs> he's Daffy Duck. <laughs> that you say that like it's just obvious, like. But yeah, and uh, there's gonna also be another one with Catwoman and Tweety Bird and Sylvester. Which I want to read, and uh, Harley Quinn and Gossamer. You know who Gossamer is? The guy that's Vaguely. like the very tall guy that's like all red the hair, kind of looks like Cousin It. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. He was like one of the horror episodes. Yeah. Horror, quote unquote. But I'm, I'm more, I'm more so. And then there's gonna be another one with Lex Luthor and Porky Pig. But the one I'm more excited about is the Joker and Daffy, Daffy Duck. And basically the story on is uh, when Daffy Duck pays a call to Acme Corporate Headquarters in Gotham City, he finds the company long gone in their abandoned building now occupied by the Joker. With a hit in progress, Daffy tries to sneak away only to find himself in the clutches of the clown Prince of Crime. But Joker decides there is some potential in this maniac bird and forces Daffy to join his gang. Will he find a way to escape or will he become the Joker's new right hand duck? Okay, <laughs> I wanna, I'm ready. I'm I'm not. <laughs> I got Fuck you. Sure. <laughs> How dare you? Let's go. Let's go for it. How dare you? Well, thanks to crossover, I never wanted. <laughs> well, you know something I'm not ready for. What? Which I didn't even think about because it's actually I guess it's technically a trailer. But did you see the trailer for Thundercats? The, wait, what? They're reboot. They're rebooting the Thundercats. The cartoon. The th- the cartoon. I mean, didn't they do that already? They did already, but they're doing it again. They're doing we're going again it wasn't the last reboot by the people that did avatar too like the animators or something that i'm not sure about thunder, thunder. but yeah it's 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 because i was like yes yeah, i guess it's technically a trailer so i probably should have talked about it in trailers Jesus but yeah Christ. they're rebooting they're rebooting the thundercats jordan great were you a fan of the original thundercats not really i like the the phrase thunder 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 thundercats oh that's it well <laughs> Eye to, of Thundara, give me sight beyond well, sight. We're gonna have to pause it again real quick. Cause come, you're killing me with the editing, dude. <laughs> come look at this trailer. Uh. Hey there, everyone. My name's Lion-O, and I'm the star of a new show called Thundercats Roar. Wait, you don't know what a Thundercat is? <laughs> well, uh, let's start small. I'm a Thundercat, and this is my magic slicing stick. Sword of Omens, give me sight beyond sight. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Jordan, what did you think of the greatest trailer ever, The Thundercats Roar? Uh, it, uh, it's more like Teen Titans Go meets Thundercats. I don't. It took away the one thing I liked about it's it. It's more like Trash meets Trash. I don't. I don't know what the animation's all about. Who the fuck? And it, then uh, it's like Rin Steepy of, of the guy. And the guy that's doing it is just talking about how he was such a fan of Thundercats and all this other stuff. So I'm like, so yeah, you were a fan of it and you decided to rape it. <laughs> <laughs> basically every raped everything that people love about it I'm like yeah I get it's for children but I'm like the original Thundercats was for children what the fuck is this I don't know it's that's yeah that's a good point actually <laughs> like the uh, the original seems more like Shakespearean compared to that shit it's definitely shit just like give, come on man just give me the manly Lionel voice and they made him like a nerd what the fuck? I'm like who in Cartoon Network said this is this is a great idea let's do it I don't know I'm not a fan. Eye of Thundara. I'm, Show me shit that's not this shit. <laughs> pretty much. Speaking of speaking of something that's shit that we don't like. Oh, God. So, yeah, Jordan. What? 
We thought it was canceled. We thought it went off into the void of darkness. What? But it's coming back. What? The dark universe. Wait, what? Dark universe is not done. How is it not done? I thought they packed up shop after the mummy was shit. They did, but they didn't. So, uh, team came together of executives, and basically they're writing uh, the bride of uh, the bride of Frankenstein. Univ- okay. So it's not done. Is it was still wasn't it a, who was attached to that? Wasn't there a slavery attached to that? Uh, no, but this guy uh, Robert Vargas, who's uh, a, a writer, I guess he uh, <laughs> basically just said monster things are in the works. They're like fuck you guys! If DCEU is a thing, the Dark Universe can be a thing. It is just as good. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, he, so he yeah he tweeted on Instagram uh, with two other people and was just like yeah we had a meeting with Universal yada 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 some monster things in the works. Stay tuned. No one's staying tuned for that. No, nobody cares. Fuck <laughs> out of here. Like, why is this still a thing? Like, clearly you tried it. You First of all, you tried it with Dark Dracula Untold, because that was supposed to first be the story of the Dark Universe. Yeah. That failed. Mm-hmm. Then you tried again with The Mummy. Tom Cruise is that, The Mummy. <laughs> that failed. Ugh. What are you doing? What a waste. <laughs> and then they also did a, a young Frankenstein movie that was like, well, if this works, we'll try it. That failed. They did? They had a young Frankenstein movie, yeah. The I Frankenstein thing? Yeah, that I Frankenstein shit. Wow. So I'm like, how many times are you going to try this shit? Pure shit. Just give up. <laughs> no one needs Dark Universe. So, uh, yeah. So we didn't know if Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was going to be renewed for season six. And so the writers are talking about how they wrote this uh, final episode as a, a potential series finale just in case they don't come back. But yeah, it was renewed for uh, season six. But because of everything that's going on with Infinity War, uh, instead of it coming back, because you know most shows come back in the fall, Yeah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season six is not coming back until summer 2019. Oh, so you think they're actually going to do something that ties kind of into Infinity War? They would have to. I mean, why else would they wait until summer 2019? Just to say, well, Infinity War's over. Everything's great now. <laughs> and not only that, they cut the episode. Instead of getting like a full 22 plus episodes, so they're going to get like 13 or so episodes. I think, I think all shows should do that. Like the, the 20 episode season has so much filler. But it's still saying it's not the final season. It's still saying it could potentially go on for more for a couple more seasons. Wow. Okay. I didn't so, think it had some gas left in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, I thought, because, you know, like Gotham, come, we're coming back for a final season. I thought they were going to do this. Well, especially since they cut the episodes, I thought it was going to be like, oh, yeah, season six, the final. No, they're saying it might possibly have another season, a season seven. I've got to keep Colson working, people. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> so... I'm curious to see how what they're gonna do because, like I said, nobody it, it no nobody faded away at the end of of this season. Until the season will start. So I don't know, maybe because I mean, if it ends or if it starts where Infinity War Part Two begins, everything it can't though because it's gonna be a time skip in Avengers from Infinity War Part Two. Yeah, but we don't necessarily know how it's gonna end. Oh yeah, you're right. No, we're probably in the same time period. It's not gonna end in the future. And Rooster Brothers is saying like only two members of the Avengers are going to survive and shit. It's like, what? You lying. Stop lying. <laughs> Why are you Man, so summer, lying? summer, summer 2019. So that's that and then Game of Thrones to look forward oh, to next God. year. My emotions. <laughs> but something else to look forward to. Daredevil. They, they announced that uh, Bullseye is going to be the main villain for season three. 
Good. It's gonna be played by played by some guy named Wince Wilson Burr. I don't know who. Yeah, he I is. saw. I didn't like, know who that was. Yeah, I don't know who that is. So who cares? But I saw Bullseye. So yay. She got Colin Farrell. What's he doing? Nothing. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for Bullseye. But uh, so yeah, Zack Snyder. He's he's just won't shut up about. What is he doing now? He won't shut up about uh Justice League on Vero. Oh, you scorn ex girlfriend, you. <laughs> Remember the good times, guys. No. <laughs> so yeah. So basically, he came out and said that. His vision, his five-part cinematic universe vision arc, which would have also went into like Man of Steel 2 and all that other stuff, which ended up never happening. But he basically said his vision for Justice League and all his DCEU universe was he wanted to eventually go the Injustice route. Well, that as, was kind of as, as a future arc. That was kind of obvious from BVS. Yeah, it was. But it was never like, it was never confirmed. I mean, like, come on. But he came out. He came out and confirmed it. Why would you do that, though? Yeah. Why would you do that? You don't. You don't <laughs> the, build the, a universe what, on injustice. Yeah. What make what made injustice special was we already had the original DC universe, and then this is like an Elseworld. But in this, this is the main universe. So it's like you got an evil Superman. It doesn't really mean anything like, and then on top of that injustice like the game you still had the main like the main superman came saved to, us yeah to fight the so, evil superman so unless christopher reeve was gonna <laughs> pop out the portal at the end of this whole arc <laughs> and destroy the dceu because there's no point like what well, i'm not gonna stay in this universe yeah what's the like, point what are you thinking bro you know he's not a real fan that's the real problem he just like he likes like the 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 beat him up parts of dark knight returns he misses the entire point of that whole story like he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand shit. He's not a real DC fan. He doesn't understand. He's a fair weather. Like, oh, I play Injustice, so I want to make it about that. Like, no, dude, you don't know what makes these characters tick. And that's why the universe is as fucked as it is because of you. And this is coming from somebody who really liked Man of Steel. I thought that was a good beginning to a universe, but he just, he he went he pushed too hard into the darkness. He didn't he didn't understand what made Superman an actual likable and charismatic character. But hey, whatever. Agreed. It's over. And this is like an ex girlfriend that like is like, yeah, you think you're over there with your with your new your new girl? No, she got all this goodness over here, and her life is shit, <laughs> and she doesn't even know her life is shit. <laughs> and speaking about it on a platform that nobody uses. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, no, girl, I'm good. You stay over there. <laughs> you you take your toxicity over there. You stay far over there. Well, speaking of toxicity and things that people don't understand. The CD universe, CD, CD universe, CD CW, universe? CW universe. <laughs> shilling CDs. Like. Well, yeah. So they, this is my uh, mixtape. <laughs> yeah. So they uh, came out with their fall uh, scheduling lineup for uh, uh, fall of 2018. And I'm like, why? Like, why? Why is so Supergirl is going to be on Sundays now at eight o'clock. Oh yeah, I saw this. Yeah, Sundays. I'm like, why isn't it with Arrow or? I don't know. It seems like they're trying to push Supergirl out. But yeah, Supergirl is going to be on Sundays at eight o'clock, and Charmed is going to be Sundays at nine o'clock. <laughs> oh wow. Mondays. Is gonna oh, be... All the girl shows go together <laughs> on Sundays. Mondays is eight o'clock. Is going to be Legends of Tomorrow. Mm, awesome. Tuesdays is going to be Arrow. I mean, no, Monday, I mean, nine o'clock on Mondays is going to be Arrow. So it's moving. Yeah, the, the two, like, it's like they tiered them out. So it's like the girl shows on Sundays, the second tier CW shows on Monday. And when is Flash coming on? Flash is staying on Tuesdays at eight. And Black Lightning. Black is Lightning is staying at nine o'clock. So they're both Tuesday. They're both Tuesday. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Those are the two best shows right now. 
And then everything else you don't care about. Like, well, I say that really to Arrow, but let's, for the, the in terms of ratings, you said the two best. Sh- oh yeah, in terms of ratings. No, you Flash. said Arrows, Black Lightning. <laughs> Black Lightning is the best. Oh no, I'm saying Black Lightning and the other one, but I I, I misspoke. It's supposed to be whatever. I'm but sorry. yeah, and other shows you don't care about, like Riverdale, or nope. Supernatural. Nope. And then they're coming out with another show called Legacies, which I'm like, it's so stupid, but it's a spinoff of Vampire Diaries. I'm like, whatever, who cares? But yeah, that's on that's on uh, Thursday. I think that show has like yeah, a million seasons. Because you know Arrow was on Thursdays, but yeah, they move super. They keep it supernatural on Thursdays, and then they're uh, taking Arrow off Thursdays because that was thurs- Thursdays at nine, and the Legacies is going to be at nine o'clock now. This seems neater, actually. Like at first, I was like, "This is stupid," but it does seem more organized than how they've been doing it. It seems more organized, but it's still like, who cares? <laughs> Like legacies, like what is that? I don't know, but now it's weird that Supergirl is on. It's Sunday. on Sundays now. Yeah, yeah it's very weird. Mm-hmm. Should keep it. Why well, cannot keep it on Monday? Put Legends on Sundays. Seriously, I'm gonna give a. F- I guess. Well, but I guess. Girl shows. I guess we're the minority because I'm like nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> That's true. What's his name? Likes Legends. Yeah. Uh, was it Ryan or was it Jacob? Uh, I'm whoever. Tired. <laughs> I don't know. Whoever you met. Oh, Ryan. But Brian. <laughs> Brian. Speaking of something else that's stupid, nobody gives a fuck about. So, they basically came out with the plot of season four of Legends of Tomorrow. And basically, they should just call it Legends of Tomorrow and Where to Hide Them. What? Because the whole premise of this season is about finding fugitive magical creatures. Oh. Oh, I get it. Ah, fantastic reason where to find them. Yeah. Yeah, with Constantine, right? With Constantine. Yeah. Okay. And so uh, the full synopsis is after defeating the demons, the demons, demons. <laughs> after, <laughs> after defeating the demon Malice or, Ma- or Malus, Malus, <laughs> Mollusk, by cuddling him to death with a giant stuffed animal named Bebo, the legends are ready to ease off the gas. Sarah and her team join Ava Sharp and the Time Bureau to help clean up the last few remaining anachronisms. The job seems straightforward enough until Constantine arrives to inform them that in, a, in solving one major problem, they have created another, much a much larger one. Like when, every episode of every CW yeah, pretty or much. Every finale of every CW show. When the legends let time crumble in order to release a release and defeat malice the barrier between worlds has softened history is now infected with fugitive magical creatures from myths fairy tales and legends legends haven't been legends and legends haven't been expelled throughout time by people like constantine these fugitives are now returning to our world in droves and making a real mess of things as the time bureau is distress as is distrustful of the ill-equipped team to deal with the magic the legends must team up with everyone's favorite demonologist to set history back on track fantastic beasts and where to find them i'm like that doesn't even sound like who cares (laughs) I'm not interested at all. <laughs> I, I really don't care, but... I mean, it's the same premise. Like, we have to fix rogue anachronisms. Now we got to s- save rogue creatures. I don't know, whatever. Like, it sounds stupid. I wasn't even a fan of that aspect of the Fantastic Beast. So I'm definitely not going to be a fan of that aspect of a much lower budget movie. <laughs> you just got to be on board for the comedy and the characters. That's that's what Legends is all about now. So, but something I am kind of on board for, depending on how they do it. What Batwoman is coming to DC? Oh yeah, that sounds cool. And the CW, the next CW crossover announced mm-hmm. by Stephen Amell himself, and it's going to air in uh, November of next year, or no, December. I don't know. 
December or November. One of those. But yeah, so they're bringing Batwoman into uh, the multiple crossover, and I'm I'm I don't, I'm not sure if it's gonna be, if she's gonna be like on a, from another Earth, or if she's gonna be like our Earth's version of Batwoman. But I'm still curious to see what what they do with Batwoman. I am too. I mean, it's the first time we get Gotham. Yeah, it's the only it's the only Bat character that they can get. But you know, because I mean, they 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 tease Nightwing possibly coming. Well, what if they do like Bloodhaven and all that other stuff? Yeah, but what do the thing where like it's like you know they she heavily references Batman and then we segue into Batman at some point. Or they might or they might do it where she's like on another Earth and like she's the only one. Ah, oh, stupid. There is no Batman or Nightwing. No. It's, like, it's just Batwoman. Even Supergirl's got Superman. Come on, give us a Batman. And then so, give us World's Finest. Oh, that'd be awesome. Because I'm just like, if they say Batman exists, we're all, because just like now, we're going to be like, well, where's Batman? Where's Batman? And they, they they can't use Batman. Probably like, just like we haven't seen Superman anytime soon, because they probably can't use him. Just like they couldn't use Deathstroke. <laughs> but you know who you know who they can use? What? Alfred Pennyworth. <laughs> oh, here we go. This is the news that I was fucking so, was yeah. like, what are you doing, DC? Alf- Alfred Pennyworth. And it's not even Sean Pertwee. No. I thought it was going to be at least about it's, him. It's a prequel series, so he's got to be... fucking stupid. He's, he's got to be younger. Is it not even connected to Gotham? Gotham? Uh, I mean, it says it's from the Gotham team. But not in the Gotham universe. But not. But I don't think it's going to be the Gotham universe. Then that's even fucking dumber. But yeah, what is it, the appeal of this? And it's gonna be called Pennyworth, because it ain't worth a penny. That's what it's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. I don't understand. Like, what is the appeal if it's, if it's got no connection to Gotham and established universe? Gotham went five seasons, and it's been pretty popular. Krypton has been pretty popular. So give us a goddamn Batman show. And they're doing a Metropolis show. Give us a fucking Batman. They're really doing that, but Metropolis show. It's going. It's going to the DC streaming service. So, why wouldn't we do a, a Penny Pennyworth? <laughs> No, it's why would you do a penny where Hello darkness, my old friend. <laughs> but yeah. That's the dumbest That's what I'm like, who is making these decisions? Like, Someone who is who's not wherever the pulse is The thinker is making these decisions. Yeah, it really <laughs> and it makes no sense. Uh, like you're like to be in charge of this shit, you're supposed to have like your, your pulse on like the you know, the, the pulse of the mainstream and what, what the people want, what fans want. But like no one wants to who's no one's asking for this. Yes, yeah, it says casting for uh Gotham has not begun. I mean Gotham for Pennyworth has not begun, but it's gonna it's supposed to take place in 1960s London, and it will explore the origins of the former British SAS soldier who's who's Pennyworth. Uh, as as he forms a secret company and eventually goes to work for billionaire Thomas Wayne. So that's the synopsis. I hate this so. Much. I hate this. Like, what is the draw? Like, what is the draw? <laughs> I have no idea. It's like a name only. They, they, these executives think like, oh man, it's got a count They're just like, oh yeah, it. Krypton was like 200 years before Superman. So let's go even further, but Batman with, with Alfred. Everybody likes Alfred, right? <laughs> yeah, when he's serving when he, Batman. Yeah, when he's <laughs> Batman! Just give us a Batman show. Fuck you, DC. <laughs> You make it so hard to be your fan. You make it so hard to be a fan. And then online, like I, I still like I, of the I live action stuff. I complained about Goth. I mean, uh, uh, the Alfred show on my Instagram account, and in it, I even said like I'm a fan of DC, but I don't want this. And it's what DC fan does, and people are like, oh yeah, you're a DC fan. I'm like, if you're a DC fan, yeah, you say I'm you like, want you, this. Y'all what really the fuck want? Y'all really you? want a Pennyworth? Yeah, I'm like, come TV on, show. dog. I said, I've seen people defending it. I'm like. 
Are you fucking kidding me? I know they're, they're not gonna watch it. Those are the same people who are probably never gonna watch it. Like who cares? Like who cares? That. Like I'm a fan of DC Comics. You know who's in DC Comics? Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Zatanna, Constantine, and all that. You listed a lot of cool heroes. Not didn't miss Alfred. Exactly. <laughs> I was just about to say Alfred's not listed in that. There is no Alfred comic. Alfred did not sustain DC Universe Comics uh, company for over almost a hundred years. Like it's like you know what I want? A Jarvis show. Give me a Jarvis show. Oh, you mean the cool AI from the movies? No, no the I actual mean the butler. butler. <laughs> I want the old balding butler Jarvis. <laughs> Best prequel ever to Iron Man. Like, oh, God. But No, no, guys, it connects. It's what he based the AI on. No. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, they kind of did that with uh, Agent Carter. Jar- Jarvis was a character. The butler. So what? Where's his spinoff? We need we need that spinoff. I right? mean, no, he was with Agent but, Carter. Uh, it's funny you say that. It's Agent Carter is the example they use as like, oh, but if there's an Agent Carter show, why can't there be an Alfred show? Yeah, like, there's a big fucking difference between big fucking Alfred difference. and Agent Carter. And plus, first of all, and plus, let's let's be truthful. Agent Carter ended up getting canceled. <laughs> well, granted, granted, it wasn't necessarily because of ratings. That's you. I didn't even want an Agent Carter show, <laughs> but, but I did like it. Did you watch it? I watched some of it. It was all right. You didn't watch it. Fuck you. I watched like a few episodes. That's not good enough. First season. That's not good enough. I didn't want that either. <laughs> but even she at least has a direct connection to, to Captain, Captain America. America. Like, and she's a she's a badass in the he movie. A, he has a connection to Bruce Wayne and Thomas Wayne. Not in the prequel, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna work for Thomas Wayne. Like a lot of that was like this takes place after when she meets Captain America, not before. Like, can you imagine if it was like about? I guess about them establishing Shield and all these things that take place like are important to the universe of Marvel. But if it was a a prequel about Peggy Carter, like going through academy school, I would not give zero fucks. <laughs> I barely gave one fuck <laughs> as it was. But if it was that, zero fucks. But uh, all these fucks I don't have. <laughs> well, the fucks that I do have, uh, a DC universe that I'm still a fan of, the the, the animated universe. So they uh, tweeted the picture of like a uh, first look of Young Justice. Oh well, yeah. With uh, Black Lightning's in there. Yeah, they're they're uh, playing up the angle of Black Lightning. There's a new uh, team uh, mentor that Black Canary played in the original. Oh, so they're doing some synergy with the other CW shows going on. Yeah, so he's he's the new mentor, and uh, in the picture they have Superboy, they have t- uh, Artemis, but now she's Tigress, mm. Nightwing. Uh, oh, it was her alias, right? The uh, the undercover alias she had. Yeah. Oh, okay. But new characters in the uh, picture are Metamorpho and Katana, and I guess this is Cortana, Meta- what? this or- is this is Metamorpho, I guess the red guy. Oh, Katana, that's like yeah, Katana, like Cortana, like from Halo. What? <laughs> and I don't know who these two are. It doesn't say the one with the chick in the yellow, and then the guy in the green. No idea. But yeah, I mean that's the only thing that gets me excited about the DC streaming service. Just yeah. Young Justice. You paying ten bucks for Young Justice? No, I'm not. Well, that's what it is. That's it. it boils down to. Oh, right so now. they actually say what the price is? It's I, ten. No, I don't know. Probably like six or seven. I don't know. I'm just saying it's something. It's not free. Um, I just hope they don't fuck it up. They're gonna. <laughs> I don't, DC's on a roll don't, lately. Don't they do are it on a roll of fucking shit up. Don't, don't do it to me. I, I hope that. they don't. I don't want it either. But I hope they don't fuck it up. Temper expectations now. But yeah. uh... And I didn't, I didn't, I still didn't get to watch it, which I need to. And I mean, I guess this gives me more incentive to watch it. Uh, Lost in Space was renewed for season two, so yeah. 
And I mean, people people have been giving it uh, good reviews. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. danger. Yeah, I mean, I mean, a couple of people that watch it have been giving it a good review. So I'm I'm in, I'm I'm gonna check it out eventually. But on to some sad news. So Margot Kidder, the original Lois Lane. In mm-hmm. the Superman movies with Christopher Reeves, yeah, she passed away at uh, age sixty nine. Unfortunate, which is, which is pretty young. I don't really. I mean, yeah. You was about to say something rude. I was. I was like, I don't really. Mm. <laughs> I, I didn't even grow up on Superman. Like they were there. I watched Superman one and two when I was a kid, but it wasn't like Christopher Reeves is my Superman. So well, she was. Like... She was also the voice of Gaia in Captain Planet, Jordan. <laughs> Oh my god, no, Gaia! <laughs> I care more about that, actually. <laughs> so disrespectful. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lois Lane in the original Superman movies wasn't like, oh my god, I love her so much. But Gaia, actually, I care a little more about. It's still death, Jordan. <laughs> she passed away. And she was young. And she's 69 is not that old. People die in the world all the time. <laughs> Whatever, fuck you. <laughs> I don't know her, so... Disrespectful. <laughs> People just buy you're going to hell. I'm keeping it real. I'm being real. Like, come on. I'm with some more and some random celebrity I don't know or have no attachment to. I'm not saying you need to like, cry. Come on. I'm not <laughs> saying you need to cry, but you can just be like, oh, that's sad. I didn't not, say not, Oh, I don't care. I didn't say I don't care. Yes, you did. I, you I was did. Gonna, you were just like, oh, I don't care. No, I was like, I don't have attachment to that. So I was like, okay. I'm, I'm sorry she died. Like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> anyway. You mean to mourn the loss of every person that dies in the world, Mike? I'm not. Superman. Oh. <laughs> you, you are. You see that brother back? Superman? Yeah, I did. All right. <laughs> well, something else that you don't care about because I don't care about it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we talked about the DC streaming service. So they announced another show that's coming to their streaming service and it's going to be Doom Patrol. Oh, okay. Beast Boy? No, or no Beast Boy? No Beast Boy because he's going to be on Titans. Okay, then. <laughs> but Why do you, you want to know who it's going to be? Who it's going to be? Robot Man. I don't know who that is. Negative Man. I don't know who that is. Elastigirl. I don't know who that is. And Crazy Jane. I don't know who that is. Not Sane Jane? And it's going to be led by Dr. Niles Calder. Somebody else I don't know who it is. Oh so why God. am I excited about Doom Patrol? We're why not. Am I, why am I going to pay $10? You're not. We're a pirate. Young Justice. Arr. Exactly. Let's look at more and more likely. <laughs> the more they announce, it's like, oh god. But uh, and this is a live action. It's gonna be live action. <laughs> they they must have some budget because like they're fucking up. That's what... can you imagine that? All right, all right. I want to see what this shit looks like. Oh, they're fucking up badly. <laughs> but uh, do you do you play like mobile games? Yeah, not really. Why? Because uh, there's gonna be a Power Rangers Legacy Wars mobile game. Oh. Wait, it's not already. I thought it was already out. I thought people play that already. Or maybe it is out. I don't know. But <laughs> Power Rangers. I'm pretty sure people play that game already. Well, there's a Power Rangers Legacy. Well, the reason I mentioned. Like, and then I think the new edition is they're dropping in Street Fighter. Yeah, characters. that's what I was going to say. Wow. Wow. So there's going to be. So if, it, if it's <laughs> oh out already. Oh my God. <laughs> if it's out already, whatever. But but the, for the people that play it. It's like, I don't know if it's out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who cares, but it's Power Rangers. That's why I'm bringing it up because I don't care. Okay. But yeah, there's going to be a crossover between Power Rangers and Street Fighter. So Jordan's going to play it. I don't know. I don't care. I yes. don't play I don't play mobile games. So yeah, people people like that game. Well, I guess you're going to like the street. I, th- I got excited because I thought it was going to be like a uh, like a console game that was coming out. Yeah. That's all. I was like a mobile game. I don't give a fuck. I don't really play fighting games on the phone. It seems hard. I, don't know. I, I played Injustice, where it's just like you just got to swipe right. It's basically Tinder. 
That's whack. <laughs> That's not. That doesn't sound fun at all. It's not fun. But uh, something that was fun for you, Cobra Kai. Yeah. So it turns out Cobra Kai is like breaking all types of, you know, records and ratings and all that other stuff. I told you it's too good for YouTube Red. <laughs> and yeah, basically uh, Cobra Kai is saying it's outperformed all the shows on Netflix and Hulu. Wow. Yeah. Wow. See, it should have been on one of those platforms. That's. I feel like it would have fit better there. But yeah, for what it, it's great, dude. So yeah, like 13 Reasons Why, Arrested Development, Handmaiden's Tale, all those shows. All whack. All whack compared to Cobra Kai. Yeah, Cobra, Cobra Kai got more higher ratings than that. Even like Lost in Space. Fuck Lost in Space. Cobra Kai. You didn't watch Lost in Space. <laughs> you don't know anything about Lost in Space. <laughs> it, might be, it might be better than Cobra Kai. <laughs> But according to, according to ratings, it's not. <laughs> and this is why it's, this is why it was renewed for a season uh a season two. Like you better watch that before fucking Lost in Space. I know that much. I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Miyagi is like frowning down upon you right now. <laughs> but uh winding down. So what, did you watch Zombieland? Yeah. I love Zombieland. Well, uh after all these years later. Are you saying a sequel to Zombieland? Zombieland 2 is coming next year. Wow. That is like how many years later? 2019. Jesus. I think, didn't Zombieland come out in 2009? It came out when the zombie craze was big, like in the um, movies. So, like, Dawn of the Dead and shit was like uh, a couple years after that. Yeah, Zombieland came out October 2009. So, 10 years later. Damn. I would have to go back and watch because I'm like, I don't even remember. If they, are they continuing the same characters? Yeah, the original cast is returning. If they do it like 10 years later within the universe, it's actually kind of cool. Like to see how the world's changed in those 10 years. Because it was kind of a fresh zombie apocalypse in Zombieland 1. Maybe. You, you did watch it, right? I wa- yeah, I watched the original. Oh, okay. I'm saying it? it's been so long, I would have to go back and watch it. Yeah. I remember they had the rules about like cardio, like you had to stay fit. Yeah, stay fit. Yeah. yeah. But and the Twinkie is the whole thing about them trying to get the Twinkie. But, uh, so, yeah, Star Wars, a solo story, whatever the fuck it's called, Star- solo a Star Wars stories okay. is coming out. And so, uh, reactions from it are uh, out on Twitter. And they came out last week because last week was the premiere, but I specifically purposely saved it for this week because the movie's not, comes out this week. So that's why I didn't talk about it last week. But, uh, yeah, so somebody said, got out of solo a Star Wars story. I'm completely floored. This movie seriously seriously holds up. I was on the edge of my seat and had so much fun watching it. Interviewing the stars of the film tomorrow. Cannot wait. Solo Star Wars story is really good. Fun as hell. It's a straight intergalactic heist movie. Kind of refreshing to see a Star Wars movie without the Death Star or the Rebellion's fate at stake. Somebody else said, it takes a bit for it to find its feet and for AE, I don't know what that means, but for AE to turn... Turn on, oh, Alden Error, Error, whatever his name is. Oh, Alden Error, right? Yeah. For AE to turn on enough charm to make you forget he's not Harrison Ford. But once it kicks into gear, it's a, hey, let's make a crew and yes, also do a heist stuff. It totally flies. That's surprising. And uh, He seems so bland in the trailers. And Dennis Zhang from uh, Collider, he says, Solo Star Wars Story was a mostly fun adventure and and solid performances, but with a predictable story. Never will be one of my favorite Star Wars movies, but I enjoyed it enough. Hmm. So, I mean, these uh, uh, reviews seem positive enough. Yeah. Well, we're checking it out for next weekend, right? Or next week. Yeah, we're checking it out next week. And But Jeremy Johns was just like, he didn't really like it. Yeah, and I usually coincide with his opinion on things. Yeah, pretty. But 
uh, being that the uh, reviews seem pretty positive, you know who didn't have a positive outlook on a solo Star Wars story because he didn't go? Harrison Ford didn't go to the premiere. Well, he doesn't he hate Star Wars? I thought he, like he was like. But he went to the uh, he went to uh, the Force Awakens. He was in the Force Awakens. I mean, yeah, but it's still his character. <laughs> Yeah, but it's people, not him. People were expecting him to go to the premiere. It's and, not him. He and, give a fuck. And, and it, say, it says in the, like a very noticeable absence from the premiere was Harrison Ford. That's hilarious, though. So he's, he's like, bro, like, you couldn't even like. Yeah, he's like, fuck, fuck this. <laughs> he was done. He wanted to be out since fucking Empire since Strikes Empire, Back. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's like, nah, man, you're making a prequel about this shit. Nope, I yeah. ain't in it. I ain't in it. So I'm not. Like I'm not gonna be at the premiere. Exactly. That's <laughs> what it is. I'm like, all right. And again, it's like. Damn man, like if you if you didn't even want to be in it, that's a shame. And what? And this is how I feel. Like just like banana fucking shit. It's like <laughs> you you're the character everyone loves, but you don't like the character that much. But how like, I feel about I feel like it should have been a Lando movie, and Han Solo was like peppered in. Like he has a cameo more or less. Agreed. And so with that, like uh, Kathleen Kennedy did a uh, interview at a at a French magazine, and. With that, because it was French, they translated in French. And so it was mistranslated in America. So everybody's like, oh, snap, Kathleen Kennedy confirmed that there's going to be a Lando movie spinoff coming next. And no, that's not the case. It was mistranslated. And she basically came out and said uh, the actual translation was that uh, a Lando movie would be something that she would be excited to look for to doing in the future which basically just saying yeah we're not doing that but I feel like that's what it should have been Han like Lando mm. but this is confirming that because no, people because every article everybody's tweeting everywhere saying oh yeah Kathleen Kennedy is saying Lando movie is coming it's like no that's not what she said so I'm coming out and confirming no there is no Lando movie coming but there should have been a fucking Lando movie fuck Han Solo wow <laughs> I agree with you 100% I know I feel like it would make more sense too to flesh out Lando's character. That seems like a more interesting story to tell than Han Solo's. Agreed. Anyway, finally. <laughs> okay. So, G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. Snake Eyes. Okay. He's getting a spinoff. All right, I, that's fine. He's the most interesting character in G.I. Joe. Well, he doesn't talk, so how does that work in a movie? Oh, fuck, you're right. <laughs> how does a, that work? I'm like, so is it going to be a quiet silent place? Movie? Yeah, yeah, it's a silent movie. Like, how does that work? Uh, it's really, it'd be really hard to make you care about a silent ninja. But he's going to spin off. <laughs> Maybe it's like a prequel before he goes silent and dons the uniform, as they do in these fucking movies. I don't know. I don't care. Especially it is. But he's like, young Snake Eye. Remember, they even had that in one of the G.I. Joe movies where it was like a flashback to Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow as kids. And it was stupid. Honestly, I don't know anything about G.I. Joe. So I'm like... Did you see the movies? No, I didn't see the movies. Not even the first one? Not even the first one. I didn't care. It was I wasn't stupid. interested. Marlon Wayne was in it. <laughs> That's probably why I didn't see it. <laughs> it's, it's stupid. And then I think The Rock was in the second one, right? And also... Yeah, The Rock was in the second one, but even then, Bruce I, still, I still didn't care. Yeah. But yeah, he's getting his own spinoff movie. It, it, the, the origin was stupid of Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. It was like Snake Eyes lived in a dojo with his master or whatever, and it was a whole temple. And then Storm Shadow was like a homeless kid that just wandered in and ate their shit. I'm just like, are they going to make? Are they gonna make Storm him, Shadow tried to kill the master. Are they going to make him talk in the movie, or it's just going to be everybody else just talks around him? I guess. How's he the main character? It's got to be a prequel. They don't even say. 
It just says Storm it's Shadows because Snake Eyes is getting his own movie. Spinoff. Yeah. It just says G.I. Joe spinoff. It's probably a prequel. Because then there's a, there's a story to tell there if they change, like they finagle the timeline a little bit and make it like him be like a young man when he meets Storm Shadow. Or maybe they grew up together and then he kills his master when he's like a young adult instead of a kid. Maybe. I don't even know anything about Storm. I don't even know who Storm Shadow is. I don't know, Storm like the I know guy nothing about these names. Snake Eyes is the black ninja. Storm Shadow is the white ninja. But he's not going to be black. <laughs> no. It's racist. Storm, I think, I think, no, yeah, Snake Eyes is a white guy and Storm Shadow is Asian. I think. That's what it was in the original movie, but I'm not, don't quote me, that's actually what it is in the show or whatever. I don't know. But it was so stupid. It was like, and the, he, the dojo guy gave him the name Storm Shadow. It was like, it's just, it's, I don't, I'm like, I don't care about this G.I. Joe universe. <laughs> what's your, oh no, I'm, I got confused. I think Snake Eyes was the, the, the outland, the outsider. He's the white guy. And then the guy who, like, he became jealous of him. That, that kind of tropey thing. Yeah. Jealous of the white guy. Yeah. <laughs> he, become, he becomes better than everybody. Like, what's your name, young white guy? I want to be called Snake Eyes. Oh, that is bad ass. And the other kid was like, I want to be called Storm Shadow. Oh, you are just copying him. <laughs> I don't like you no more. <laughs> now Snake Eyes, a number one student. <laughs> what is this, Mr. Miyagi accent? Go back and watch the first movie. I'm pretty sure he had an accent like that, the master. <laughs> okay. You, but you were about to ask me something. What were you about to ask me? I'm about to ask you something? Yeah, you said, what did you... And then you started talking about Snake Eyes. You was like, what did you... Oh, well, you know, but Snake Eyes or something. I was like, wait, what? How does that connect? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, yeah, this is actually the final, 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 the final, final, final. The final, oh, final, you said final. This is a final it's news. It's the final countdown. <laughs> Six final news. Like, all right, wait, what's the final news? Uh, so, yeah, so Chris this Evans. This is the news that never ends. It's why we always four hours long. <laughs> okay, fuck you. But no, final, final. Okay. Chris Evans and Neil Blomkamp, who did District 9, they're teaming up for a movie called Greenland. And uh, basically, it's about the story of a family who's fighting for survival from a cataclysmic natural disaster. And so he's coming out with that uh, in a couple of years. So maybe that's why he left and finished Avengers to do a Neil Blomkamp movie. That's your last news? Yes. And then the G.I. Joe thing. No, I didn't like the G.I. Joe news, but I'm more interested in this. A disaster movie? Because it's Chris Evans. <laughs> Oh, okay. Chris and Evans. Neil Blomkamp, okay. District Nine was go- great. All right, Chris Evans. I did like. Did you see Snowpiercer? Uh, Snowpiercer. I did not. Really? I started watching it, but I watched it like like at three o'clock in the morning, so I like fell asleep, and then I never went back. The only reason I watched it was because um I, I had read that that Easter egg about that's why he covered his face at the end of the first Avengers in the um shawarma scene because he had the beard from Snow. It's like it was literally. It's so ironic. It was literally the Superman thing. All over again, but the, the Marvel but had the fucking. Work. They had the fucking common sense to go. You know what? Rather than shave, like they couldn't shave because it was a contract thing. So rather than CGI his lip off, let's just have him put his hand over his mouth, like he's like tired, so you can't see his face. I mean, granted, to be fair though, it's all, that swarmer scene is only like it's the post credit scene. Yeah, it's like ten seconds because it's not opposed, stupid. As opposed <laughs> to an entire movie. Yeah, and if they had, I I assure you. If Marvel was in the same situation as DC Warner Brothers, they would not have opted for a CGI fucking face. If Marvel was in the same position, I mean, it's Disney. Disney would have been like, you say he can't do what? Oh, no. Ha ha, bitch. <laughs> no, even, I don't even think throwing money at it. You said I can't do it. what? No, I'm not talking about throwing money. The mouse would have assassinated some bitch. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Kingdom Hearts. No, I think they would just have been like, just have him have a beard. 
Like, find some story reason to, like, add a scene. If you already filmed it, add a scene or refilm any scene that you need to to have him have a beard. That's what they would have done. That's, the, that's what they should have done for Justice League. God damn it. <laughs> Just have him rock a beard. I've seen so many photoshops where he has the beard and he looks so much better. Yeah, I mean, better. I could have did that because, I mean, truth of the matter is when we quote, when humans, quote unquote, die, our hairs and fingernails continue to grow until we become skeletal. Yeah. You have Superman. The whole point was, what if you have a man that can't decay? And all this other stuff. Have him grow a beard and a mustache. It's not hopeful enough. And oh. then he could shave the must. He could shave the beard, but then I guess I don't know. I guess their thing was like we've got to have hopeful in the bright no, blue he had suit. A, he had Superman. a beard. Didn't he have a beard in the cartoon when he came yeah. back? Yeah, he did. So in the, a black suit. So there you go. <laughs> But you're speaking as a fan that has logic. <laughs> We're talking about DC and Warner Brothers who are so out of touch. We're no. like, let's make a, an Alfred spin-off. <laughs> like, they, yeah, they don't know true. what they're doing. Whatever. Disgusting. Is that how we're ending this? That's where we're ending. Fuck DC. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't the news, but... <laughs> but it became the news. <laughs> the news is fuck DC. And then next week we're going to be talking about Solo, so maybe we'll be saying fuck Star Wars. Who knows? Probably. probably. I'm already there. You think so? I mean, it might be good, but I don't, I mean, other people like, but I feel like I'm just going to be like, all right, it was all right, but I didn't, I, this, uh, I'm, I'm going to lay your prediction. Okay, here's your prediction. My prediction is going to be, not that it's bad, but I'm just going to be like, it was all right, but I didn't need it. I don't need to see it again. Oh, well, that's, I think, I think that's, that's the weakest prediction ever. I, I think that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> no, because I mean, based on these reviews, it's like, oh, it was great. All the, all right. But I don't believe that. I, just, I can't. The trailers, he seems so bland. Or even like John Campia. He was just like, solo Star Wars story. It was a lot Wait, better but, than what but I... But aren't all these people coming from the premiere? They're coming from the premiere, yeah. But I mean, Jeremy Johns came from the premiere. He was like, I didn't like it. Yeah, but I'm saying most people, I think, get swept in that premiere crap. Not us, though. We gave Deadpool a more than passable. <laughs> because we here at Blurred Vision, we have... what? What's that word? What blinders? What are you talking about? What? No, not blinders. The uh, the, the uh, no. You're talking about the premiere. The people from the premiere. Yeah, we went to the Deadpool premiere, but we didn't give it a perfect score. No, we didn't. So we here at Blur Vision, we have. Uh, damn, I don't even know what the word is. Bifocals? No, not bifocals. <laughs> I'm not. Don't look at the the thing I do with my. Like, that was me being like a. Hmm, hmm, we here at Blur Vision are. Damn, what's the word? Bro? I don't know what word you're looking for. <laughs> We've got. Hi, not th- damn. What's the? Oh my god, I'm like completely- truth, truth, truth vision. I don't know. Truth vision. No, we got weird here. Blurred vision has truth vision. Values. That's not the word I'm looking for. Uh, standards. Standards. Close. Closer. That's closer. Uh, We're playing charades. <laughs> <laughs> Rhymes with. Uh. Virginia, it's like it's you know the thing that describes when you've got uh, uh integrity. Integrity, that's it. Oh my god! <laughs> no, we don't have integrity. Obviously, <laughs> we don't have a we don't have a dictionary. <laughs> it's like we're doing charades to come with integrity. Uh, yeah, we we got integrity. <laughs> Uh, no, we don't. <laughs> I was about to say we're both guys. We have penises. Like what? no, what? Why would? Where would you get that from? Oh my god! I, I don't know what words you're looking oh for. Oh my throwing, god! I'm just, I'm just throwing words out. This, this whole episode has been that fucking meme. That guy. Oh my god! Oh my god! We here blur vision have penises. <laughs> I mean that's true too. <laughs> that's, that's technically correct. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. So we'll save it for next week. Integrity. Come up with some solo. My prediction is, as kid prediction, is that Lando will be the best part of the movie. 
I mean, duh. Okay, if your thing is a duh, <laughs> how come my thing can't be a prediction? No, because not, mine's not necessarily a duh. I might go into it and be like, actually, that was pretty damn good. Well, if we go into it and say, like, actually, no, Hustle's everybody's saying, everybody's already said Lando's the best part of the movie. Oh, they are? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> and I will try and watch Krypton. I... Krypton. Is Krypton over or no? I think Wednesday... Well, it's the last episode? It's the last episode. Okay. And that's, that's only like 13 episodes, right? Like Thir- 12, 13? Uh, 13, 12, 10. No, it means Aces of S.H.I.E.L.D. No, it's not 22. Right, I think well, it's like, I'm gonna for I think sure. it's like 10-ish. Okay. Well, then I'm going to for 10-ish, sure 13-ish. binge Krypton by next week. And then the following week, I will we will have a recap of Aces of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay? Krypton first, because that's just going to end around the same time I can finish binging it. And then Aces of S.H.I.E.L.D. I have to like, I have to parse those out like two or three episodes every day <laughs> to get to the end of the season by the time our next podcast comes around. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, swear on it. We'll hold you to it. Yeah. All right. All right. Pinky, pinky promise. Pinky swear. Pinky swear. Okay, it's going you down. Call, you crossing your fingers? No, what? <laughs> <laughs> I think you mentioned my was like, ah, you fool. <laughs> got you. All, All right. right. Check it. You like. You got your toes crossed. No, like, I can't even physically do that. <laughs> but anyway, that's been Burger for the week. This has been Jordan with Michael, and we will see you next week. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I said, "Ciao." Is that? I <laughs> want <what> frequency. <laughs> Yanni versus Laurel. <laughs> oh my god! Bye. I hear high frequencies. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs>